0: Farewell and adieu
1: to you Spanish ladies Farewell and adieu to you ladies
2: of Spain For we've received orders for a sail for old England, but we hope very soon we shall
0: see you again. We'll rent and we'll roar like true British sailors will
3: rent mm. and we'll Welcome to the Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I recently completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one. Each episode, myself and a revolving co-host or co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not a who-should-have-won podcast, We're here to discuss the inner circle of movies who took home the crown in their respective years. As a disclaimer, this is an opinion-based podcast and a subjective discussion by movie enthusiasts who don't claim to be trained experts. If we destroy your favorite movie or praise a movie that you think is trash, we encourage you to write in at our email, which is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo.com. You can also get us on Twitter at Best Picture Cast. All the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Best Picture Cast is the best way to find us. And you can message us, tweet at us, however you want to do it. We always want to get feedback and we do have an email to read today and we'll get to that in a little bit. But we are joined here back yet again. Uh, with some familiar voices to talk about two movies today. We're doing things slightly differently. We'll explain that a little bit. A bit of a reunion here today, um, whereas I have two of the co-hosts who joined me for Rocky and one who was in the background, who you might have heard (laughs) laughing in the distance. Uh, So it is a a reunion of sorts. But we're going to go around the room, just have everyone uh, more or less introduce themselves. And we'll start to my left. Hi,
1: um, this is uh, Brendan B. You've uh, heard me on the Shakespeare Love podcast, as well as the Rocky podcast. Happy to be
2: here. All right, and moving along. Hey, everybody. This is Grant Z. Uh, I've been on such works as the Crash podcast, Rebecca, Broadway Melody, for The Goodfellas Gangs in New York, and then the Rocky one with Brendan here. Happy to be back.
0: It's Chris G. here, uh, formerly of Rain Man, a Broadway Melody, Silence of the Lambs. And now, what am my hear from one of my other favorite movies. So,
3: so what Chris is referring to there and is today we will be discussing the Best Picture winner of 1966, A Man for All Seasons, and we decided to pair that one here with uh, a, a movie that's been referenced quite a bit on this podcast, as it's a favorite of a few of the co-hosts, and uh, a few of them are here today, and that is Jaws, a 1975. Nominee for Best Picture, uh, but not a winner. But we are going to pair that here with A Man for All Seasons. This will be our A Man for All Seasons. Jaws and Shaw's podcast. Beautiful. Well done. Yes. Uh, We're super excited. We're going to... We did something similar with the Broadway Melody. We didn't have cause to sit there and talk about Broadway Melody forever. So it was... We more or less went through it and and then got to Goodfellas and Gangs of New York and had a little... Party themed battle royal. There, <laughs> uh, we. While I would love to just talk about Man for All Seasons for hours, I don't know how many listeners we'd get. So we, <laughs> uh, we, we less could... enthusiasm for that one than right, some of the other ones. Right. Yeah. Although we will probably give it a little more love than uh, than Broadway Melody got. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Anyway, we're going to we're going to start by talking a Man for All Seasons. Then we're going to talk uh, we're going to talk Jaws as well. This is a first viewing for all you guys for a Man for All Seasons. Yeah. Yep. It not. yep. Across the board. Okay. Yeah. And it was a, a second for me. But uh, before we start talking Man for All Seasons, I did say we did get an email. And as we're recording this, the American Beauty episode aired this week. And we got a lot of good feedback. Jay Dowski made his BPC debut. And he had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun having him. We're going to have him back for sure. And uh, we, again, we love when we kind of get feedback about these. Whether it's through Twitter. We're, we're always pretty active on social media. Grant... Z here runs the uh, Facebook account and uh, runs the Instagram account with me as well. I'll, I handle the Twitter account. So you can always kind of get to us and whether you're someone who, who we know personally that, that listens or if you're someone overseas listening, as we do have a couple of uh, overseas listeners too, we, we definitely always want to hear your opinions and your thoughts on what we do. And we did get an email from Catherine Short, who's an, uh, an active... Listener and uh, always likes to contribute. So Woo. she gave us a, uh, a lengthy response to the American Beauty uh, episode and, and her take on the movie. So I'm just going to read that off. And again, she's at Kathy Short on Twitter. And she wrote I really enjoyed your American Beauty podcast. Though I don't think that Lester is enlightened, and I actually think that the film works as an indictment of his behavior. He is a selfish man who wants to act like a teenager with a few responsibilities while the people around him are actually going through struggles. All the steps he takes supposedly improve himself. They are very shallow and artificial. And he comes off as obnoxious when he tries to humiliate his wife or work out in order to improve his health. I think part of the point of the film is that part of growing up is learning to adopt that facade which allows you to appear invulnerable to the rest of the world. If everybody did and said exactly what they wanted, as Lester does in the film, we would not be able to get on with our lives. Throughout the film, he doesn't do simple things like trying to communicate with his wife and child, but he takes out his anger and aggression on them, which only pushes them further away from him. I think I like, liked the film slightly less than I did when I first saw it, as the cheap platitudes at the end felt unnecessary, but it is good film, and Mendez made a fine Best Director winner. So heavy thoughts there from Catherine Short. And uh, I think that Lester is definitely a controversial character in that, in that movie. And I think that his perspective that he gives you is, it's interesting to look at that as, is it a reliable narr- narrator or is it not a rel- reliable narrator? For sure, that's not a movie that makes people feel really good. And uh, we definitely got into that in length. So thanks, Catherine, for the for the input. I think those are definitely some uh, intriguing and in-depth thoughts. We encourage anyone out there who's listening to these, if they want to kind of chime in and, and get their word out there on one of these movies, to do so. You guys have seen American Beauty? Yeah. Yeah. yeah a few, while. while back.
0: It's, it's been a minute, but uh, I've, yeah, I've seen it more than once. Yeah. Uh, I don't disagree with her. I mean, he's not he's not a character that you... He's very flawed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, extremely, yeah, yeah. and as is almost everybody else in the movie, his wife is not any better. I mean, she's phony. She's having an affair. I mean, there's yeah, lots yeah. of, yeah. you know.
3: Yeah, um, it's it's you know all the all of the characters in that movie are pretty uh, notably flawed, and and I think that as far as Lester's character and you know quote unquote being enlightened, and I think that was a word that we used. With kind of soft quotes yeah, as he did it. I would not,
0: not agree with that. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: I, I think that, uh, that that, you know, enlightenment is more just a midlife crisis that he kind of goes through. Well, I think the enlightenment
2: it, comes after at, death. At the, yeah, at the, at the very mean? end, right? yeah. Right, it, it kind of, it's almost like a movie that came out the same year that has the same thing in principle as Office Space, where, <laughs> I can't think of the, uh, the main character. Uh, I can't think of his Peter, name. Peter, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But he has like this moment of clarity. But it's different when you just live at you know you don't have like a kid or you don't have anything. Yeah, right. right. There's very little responsibility. But when you're when you're married with a kid and you have all this stuff, you can't. It might feel nice to kind of revert back to your teenage years. Yeah. But that's just not what you do as an adult. So yeah, I I think he is a uh, a selfish man, and I think that he wasn't you know wasn't supposed to be glorified. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Yeah. That movie does a really good job of depicting. Middle age and how difficult it can be for everyone, and in his, I think he is selfish because not meeting, everybody. Uh, Meaning
3: American Beauty or Meaning of Space?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, American Beauty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they do a good job of depicting the struggles of being middle age, but he, unlike most of us, just becomes a selfish like
3: teenager basically, teenager, yeah, and right.
0: just decides what well, I'm going to do. Whatever. Well, guess what? When you have li wives, kids, family, you can't d- do that. You know? Yeah, but, right. right. <laughs> And Brendan, I
3: know you're not a fan of American Beauty
0: yeah, at
1: all. It's a movie I've never liked. I always thought it was very dark, and I and I guess never spent the time to sort of put my finger on on, on why that darkness was so rattling. But but I, I do think that it's 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 a movie that deals with the struggle of growing older in a society that doesn't treasure yeah, yeah. doesn't value doesn't that. value age. Right. I mean, I mean hmm. they value youth. That's a
0: really good point. Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. So and
0: so losing that youth and you know physically and, and, and all the things that come with getting older is very difficult for right. most it, of us. And it
1: should be. It should be the type of thing where you you gain intelligence, you yeah, gain wisdom. insight, wisdom, um, and instead, <laughs> yeah. you know, you you're to trying to be a high school kid. You
3: know, So it, it, we spent a whole uh, long episode discussing American Beauty in and out, and it was one where where I didn't love the movie at first, with this go-around kind of analyzing it and looking into it, seeing how much in, it was involved with it, it was, it was a cool experience for me, and I definitely enjoyed it better the, the second time through. So you can go and listen to that episode. That, that episode is out uh, as we're recording this. And while I'd love to continue talking about that, it's time to move on to the movies that we have uh, at, <laughs> at hand here. We're going to timestamp this in the description of this podcast. So if you're here to talk to listen to us talk about Jaws... You can go right to that Jaws part. If if A Man For All Seasons doesn't do it for you, then uh, you can go right to the Jaws. But we're we're gonna talk A Man For All Seasons first. Like you said, this is all three of your first viewings. Why don't we just kind of go around and get the initial reactions of it? And uh, does anyone wanna hop in first?
2: Yeah, I guess I will. I knew of this movie's existence before we decided to talk about it. I think my sister went to the same high school as we did Mm -hmm. years before. They think she had to watch it for a theology class. Okay, and to me, it kind of did feel like a homework assignment. Mm-hmm. I was, I thought the acting was very good. I thought the those, I thought it was, it was a well done movie. It was just for some reason, it just I don't know if it was the dry subject matter or something that like, didn't really grasp me the way I thought it was going to.
3: Did you you did it one sitting, two
2: sitting? I or did put it up. I no, I, I watched it twice, okay. all in one, both in one sitting. Okay, and it just. um and the second time around, I liked it more. I underst understood it more. I think right. the dialogue is hard to understand at times. Even v- with, very much so. Even yeah. was you even get with, used to it. Yeah, even with subtitles, and and then you kind of notice. You kind of since you know where the movie's going, it's easier to follow the second time around. Yeah, and it's. I mean, listen, it's a
3: British play. You know, sure. set to the set to film. Oh, it definitely, film, it definitely so. feels like a British play, by the way. Yeah, was It's yeah. it
2: acted. I mean, it, but you know, it's not. It's not a bad thing. It, it feels like it's. It's really, a, it's really well acted, and it's and it's it's shot very. It's it's well done. There's a cadence it's to
3: the language that you have to get used to, like you sure, said, Chris. Exactly. It's uh.
2: It was almost like it was almost like Rebecca in a way. Right. I felt Rebecca a little bit easier to understand than, than this movie.
3: Right. Right. Uh, Chris, for, for you, a little homeworky for you too.
2: It was a, yes, uh,
0: and I know I briefly mentioned it to you off off air. I had finished it just before this, actually. The second half. Was much more compelling to me than the first half. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And also, again, getting used to the language mm-hmm. helped. You know, I, by the second half, I, I kind of could f- follow everything. So I ended up liking it a lot more. The acting is is incredible. And, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other things I liked about it. I mean, it's not something I would have ever watched on my own, but right. being that we're doing this and I had to watch it,
1: I enjoyed it. Uh, much more than I thought
3: yeah and Brendan I haven't talked to you at all since you've seen it so yeah. what, what what was your reaction
1: um, liked it I had the same problem that Chris had in, in that um, the second half is just so much better than the first half the first half is crucial um, I, I think the first half isn't paced out correctly a lot of times when, when you adapt a play to a movie directors have have clever ways of going scene to scene instead of just the scene change, this movie's remedy for that was kind of just, well, you jump in a boat, you go down the lake, and now you're at Moore's house, and mm-hmm. now you're at the king's place. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the whole geography kind of got all jumbled up, and I didn't know where we were, when, and, Interesting. and in fact, I got halfway through and was so frustrated, um, and I don't think it was the language, I think it was just the way things were paced out. I was so frustrated that I actually stopped went back to the beginning and rewatched yeah, the first okay thing.
3: yeah well that, and,
2: and it helped me i rewatched some me. stuff yeah, too actually the second yeah, second time around good. is the second time around is a much better experience yeah. mm-hmm. um just because you kind of know where it's going and like, like you said, like i i think I read, I read about this on Wikipedia the movie spans years yeah, and it doesn't feel it does it not doesn't feel, feel that, that way, way at all, which is kind way. of that's not like what Scorsese does in his movies. Yep. But it's you see that by like what the trees are doing? <laughs> is it snowing? Right. Is it are they green? Yeah, yep. like, yep. I mean, yeah. There's the summer, summer scenes. There's winter little, scenes. It's a little yeah. bit on the head. A little bit right. on the nose. It's a man so for a all bit, seasons, yeah, and all the
3: seasons are happening at once.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so I, I do like because like the most the more compelling stuff is when he starts to get in trouble, and. They feel like they, they build so much of his character in the first half of the movie. They kind of just like okay, here, right, right, now he's in the tower. Now yeah. he's in the Diego. Now he's in this. Yeah. yeah. Now he's you're the home. chancellor. Now you're yeah. not the chancellor. And now he's give me dead. That. Give, yeah. give yeah. Me that back. Yeah. yeah. Now he's dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so remember, like, it's, it's it's one of those things where I, I would have loved it because Robert Shaw is so amazing in this movie. Yes. Yes. What I like, I would love it if they started his whole this whole thing about him becoming chancellor earlier. And I would like to see Robert Shaw do more. Why didn't he sign the oath? Why is he? Why is yeah. he doing yeah, this? Yeah, There's
3: like, there's an interesting choice there, uh, and, and I would it. say that's probably through the screenwriter, uh, who so the the screenwriter who wrote the play also did the did the screenplay for right. the for the movie too. And I mean, with with this one, and and in in tackling the ninety movies that I had to tackle since then, there's been two more. There were some that I just flat out put off because I'm like I don't want to deal with this right yeah, now. Yeah. And then there were others that I said, all right, I'm going to get this out of the way. This was in the later stages of me watching all the Best Picture winners because it, it just did not look attractive to me on paper. Up, like, right. it's a man yeah. for all seasons, like Henry VIII, Thomas More. Ah, uh, no. And I remember, you know, I would say this is probably among the last ten that I watched. Oh, wow. Okay. And I remember sitting down, I pressed play, and I just... I just liked it, you yeah. know. I got, I was entertained the whole time. It's a compelling
0: story. I mean, this, there's mm-hmm. a reason that that story has been told a million times. Henry VIII uh, Anne Berlin. All, I mean, yeah. it's all right. it's all been done at yeah. nauseum at this point. So, I mean, there is a, it's a compelling story that people are still fascinated with. So, I think that 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 right there is enough to keep you interested in the in the film.
3: Yeah, and and it it's a dialogue driven piece and. Sure. When we're talking about a British period piece that's dialogue-driven, right there you're losing half the audience right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah,
2: I got... well, yeah let, let me just say, my my wife, who doesn't in all fairness doesn't like period pieces to begin with, she hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: also tough, man. Movie films were different back in, in, in back then. You yep. know? Yeah, yeah. They, they were the pacing was much slower. The sure. audience, I, I mean, I'm going to criticize our generation. They had a much more. Uh, 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 Longer attention span that is conducive to this kind of movie. So for us, we're when we're used to action and you know, give me all the good stuff. This isn't going to do that for you, you know. So it it takes a little bit of work. Like this was work for
1: us. Yeah, a little work. And I definitely agree. I think part of the pacing problem with the movie isn't necessarily a problem, but it's just it's it's just the way it's of its it's time. Product of its own error Yeah, right. I mean, I've,
0: I've had a problem with lots of those movies. I'm gonna say something controversial. I took me. Decades to watch and enjoy The Godfather. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, but it, it's because I'm not conditioned to deal with that kind of pacing. You know, it's it's it's, it's a slow burn for sure. You know?
1: yeah. And we don't have to reveal anyone's age, but I am a little <sighs> bit younger than you, and I'm still trying to finish The Godfather. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. yeah. and I I,
0: I I get it's brilliance. It's just yeah. I'm not again. I'm not conditioned to deal with a movie that. Is that slow? You yeah, know? you know I, what?
2: Because I'm, I'm the op- I'm the opposite with that. I saw it like the first time when I was a teenager, and it just it just. Yeah, up. for
3: me, once I finally gave it a shot, yeah, I loved it. And I, I get it with these movies though. Like, it's just different people like different things. Some people want to watch a movie and see explosions and car chases, and others want to see someone have a conversation. You know, like I I feel like I bring this stupid movie up all the time when I do these. But The Revenant is a perfect example. Another one is Hateful Eight. I love both those movies. I love them. Yeah, I could watch not, them at all time. Yeah. Hateful Eight, this, that flat out, some people are like, I can't deal with this. I'm, like yeah, They wow. fall asleep instantly. Why, what can't they deal with? What, I was just I talking wonder. to somebody the other day. I just think the fact that it's all conversation and no, the plot doesn't drive itself. The plot is a, we talk about slow burn. That's yeah. a, that's a sitting around forever.
2: Yeah, it's not my favorite Tarantino movie. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, cause I saw it once and it was, I was like, okay. Yeah. It didn't really. Whereas it is really one, of one of my. It's one of my favorites yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, now, similar to. I mean, another adaptation movie, Glenn Glyer, Glenn Ross, is all talking, but it has you on the edge of your seat right. the whole time. Yeah. It's or a a very, movie. very fast dialogue. Yeah, uh, 12, yeah, 12
0: Angry Men is another yeah. example yeah. of that, right? It's just, oh, another one. That's all dialogue. Well, we've been talking about that. I love Frost Nixon, but it's. The the meat of that movie two, is two guys good. in a room. Yeah, yeah. And that's I, it. I
3: would say just to just to distinguish though with like a Twelve Angry Men, and I brought up two. I, I brought up Hateful Eight and and Revenant, and they they are different reasons of my point there. But Twelve Angry Men is all conversation, but it's also all plot. You know, yeah, they're, I, the the plot is intertwined with the, the conversation. No Where killer. Hateful Eight is, they're just talking about whatever. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I like. <laughs> The acting, and I like the yeah. moments that they share and, it, it, and the journey. The, the
0: plot is actually not revealed to you until way, way later. Way, way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: and Revenant is not a lot of talking. Revenant is a lot of visual acting and just getting wrapped up in the in scenery. the scenery. And yeah, right. and I mean, a Revenant's a beautiful movie. Yeah,
2: it's a beautiful
3: yeah. movie. But I understand why some people hate it. Well, yeah, you know, you
0: know, I'm not a fan. Yeah, no, I know
3: you're not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, not I
0: appreciate it for what it is. It's just not a movie for me. Yeah, you know?
3: yeah, yeah, and that's and that's how this goes. So before we do the official deep dive into a man for all seasons, let's talk about what we are sipping on today. And Grant, I'll let you lead because you were uh, you you furnished the party with this uh, wonderful treasure. Well, here.
2: you know, when I found out we were doing Jaws, the first thing on my mind was. I gotta get those those Quint Crusher cans <laughs> from uh, that, was, that were that made so famous those golden the golden the red and gold cans mm-hmm. made by Narragansett.
0: I didn't bring my uh, my styrofoam cup. I should have. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: uh, and so I saw I saw these and I was like, well, how can I not buy these for the Jaws podcast? So that's what I'm just, that's what I'm sipping on. That's great. That's great. Uh, Brennan, you went uh, a little different. Yes, yeah. This has actually
1: become <laughs> Grant just crushes beer. Uh, yeah. um, this this has become one of my favorite beers recently. Uh, Great South Bay Brewery, Blood Orange Pale Ale. That's a good one. Um, very nice. Somewhat fit the, uh, the. I happen
0: app. to be drinking my leftovers. <laughs> I have I have I bought a six pack of Left Blonde uh, Belgian style. Has nothing to do with the movie. It just is delicious. So there we go. You know, sometimes you don't need to have everything. Theme, and when know? we
3: and when we have a beer that's actually in jaws we're drinking it we can make a couple other options oh I will out. be
0: enjoying those as well oh, yes. thank you I was, I brought the, I brought the 12 pack every it
3: that's right yeah i'm uh, I'm joining in with the Narragansett
0: and i want i want to say i am drinking out of my 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 Dharma Stein cup from lost if anybody's Ooh, a lost yes. fan. So, <laughs> yes uh.
3: okay so are we ready for this deep dive here gentlemen sure a man for all seasons let's get in the shark cage and Get down to the English Channel.
2: You're in the shark.
3: <laughs> Here it is. It's A Man for All Seasons. The year is 1966. And the president is Lyndon Baines Johnson, LBJ himself, serving in a second term alongside Vice President Hubert Humphrey. The World Series. It's the Baltimore Orioles winning their first World Series in franchise history as they sweep the L.A. Dodgers. Frank Robinson is the MVP, and the Orioles became the Orioles in 1954 when they moved from St. Louis as the St. Louis Browns. We mentioned that in the Going My Way podcast where we had Bing Crosby as a big St. Louis Browns fan. And the Song of the Year. Of 1966, I think it's one everyone knows. California Dreamin' by the Mamas and oh, the Papas. Yeah. Right.
0: Great song.
3: Great song. Recently featured in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great little version of that and that. A Man for All Seasons is the Best Picture winner. It's based on a play by Robert Bolt. who's was directed by Fred Zinneman. Screenplay was also done by Robert Bolt, the screenwriter. Cinematography by Ted Moore who is also known for his work with the Bond movies, was nominated for eight Oscars. It takes home six of those Oscars. And this movie is, of course, starring Paul Schofield, Robert Shaw, Wendy Hiller, John Hurt, Susanna York, Nigel Davenport, and Orson Welles. It was nominated for eight Oscars. It was the winner of six of those Oscars. The Best Picture, Best Director, Fred Zinneman, Best Lead Actor, Paul Schofield, Best, Adapted Screenplay, Robert Bolt. Best Cinematography, Ted Moore. And that's the Best Cinematography for color. Back then they did one award for color, one award for black and white. Also won Best Costume Design, no surprises there. Not at all. The other nominees are that they did not win, Supporting Actor, Robert Shaw. Supporting Actress, Wendy Hiller. So, A Man for All Seasons, uh, as we kind of did in our intro there, it's, it is a British period piece. It was a British play first. And in that play, Paul Schofield, who plays, who plays Thomas Moore, uh, was the original actor in that, in that- In the play. In the play, yep. and he uh, reprised his role on screen and ultimately took home the Oscar for it. It's a great performance. It's a super controlled performance. Mm-hmm. Once you get into it and you get locked into the cadence of the dialogue and everything, it's kind of a, a fun role to watch. Being up for eight Oscars, Certainly more or less swept the award show, winning six of them. It's not one that comes up all the time when you see these lists or or you see it's not on the AFI list. But it is the favorite movie of uh, a few. I think it's a top five movie stated by John Wayne, uh, Kevin Smith, and uh, Steve Spielberg also brings it up in the uh, documentary for Jaws as one of the movies he watched before he casted Robert Shaw for Jaws. It
0: it, it made him want to cast Robert Shaw. Somebody that's suggested under, it. Under, he watched under, that movie and was like, "That's the guy." Yeah. Yeah. Robert yeah.
2: Shaw played a madman as Henry, a. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> which,
0: which is historically, I think, pretty accurate. Okay. Right? He was, yeah, not, he was kill, not
1: stable. You don't, yeah, yeah. you don't kill
2: four of your wives. And, and no. <laughs> I
1: think. I think the portrayal of him here is actually very forgiving. I mean, he was probably crazier in real life. I think I'm so. Sure he was. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> he's
0: probably kind of perceived this movie as having some sort of like friendship or loyalty to, to yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Thomas More until he doesn't. But uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know
2: if that was just a show, just to get him to grease right. kind of him a little bit. They
0: seem to have some sort of like past connection, yeah. but uh, maybe. But yeah, he was manipulating him. Yeah, oh, that's true. True.
3: Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. Is we'll just start with with Henry VIII's portrayal in this movie and, and, and Robert Shaw's performance
0: and, and what they're portraying. So for, maybe for people who don't know the basics of the
3: story yeah right so that yeah it's so the general the general idea here is that that thomas More is chosen to be chancellor uh by uh cardinal wolsey who's played by orson wells <laughs> <Yeah>. another <laughs> another interesting a, kinda... very,
0: a very ill i think orson wells in real life i mean he he ends up dying sorry for spoiler dying early in the film and i think in real life he was also no, not he lived, well we lived, lived until
2: the 80s yeah, but he was sick. But, yeah. He was sick at the time. Like, okay. He, yeah. Yeah, and he, looks, he, did not, he He looked like a melting pot. Right <laughs> he, <laughs> like, yeah. he looked, he looked terrible. He looked yeah, he, terrible. Was, he
0: wasn't well during yeah.
3: that movie. Uh, so, so, yeah, so Cardinal Woolsey passes the baton over to Thomas More. Thomas More does not approve of Henry VIII's divorce, divorce and yeah. subsequent marriage.
0: Yeah, so he, he has an aff- is having an affair with Amberlynn, a lot of I'm, there's been a lot of again a lot of movies and a lot of things based on that. Sure. So he starts this affair with Anne Berlin and wants to have his divorce. He wants to be granted a divorce by the Pope, who will, will not do that. Right.
3: Yeah, and Thomas More is just constantly challenged by. Every good his friends, other people in, in power, yeah. just more or less you it's gotta a, you gotta prove, you gotta prove, you gotta prove and it,
0: it's it's against his moral and his religious uh faith, so he so he will not approve of this. You know, he won't be a part of it.
3: Robert Shaw's portrayal, first of all, is just like dialed up to ten. I just remember watching and being like, Whoa, what am I even watching? It's right mag- now? Like he, it's
0: the few times he's on screen, it's magnetic.
3: It's yeah, magnetic. it's it's unreal. It jumps off <laughs> the bones of the Mud in the society. mud, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his washbuckler his cackling, like,
0: his cackling is legendary.
3: Like, yeah, I yes, mean, yeah, even back then. And I love all the people following him, and the, they're doing along yeah, too. To do and then he cackling. just gets back in a boat and leaves them all behind. This is a, a dancer's like, leg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He, does, he does, also does a great job of having no emotional control. Like he, I mean, his moods oh, go up from yeah. flies off the handle, and then it, it's back to the nice. I mean, it's it's yeah. really. It's
3: unsettling. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. And he's got the crazy eyes and the crazy smile. And he's kind of like portrayed like a frat bro in many sense. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just yeah, like, man. yes, my boy. Like, yeah, more Thomas Moore, you're coming to my wedding, right? He's like, uh, yeah, maybe. Like, oh, you're going to be there. You're going to be there. <laughs> like you're have a like, at the wedding. Yeah. He's, he's a bir- oh, oh where's, where's Thomas Moore? Is he, is he here? He didn't come. Well, he's going to be executed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of so, chill, bro.
0: He's a bit of a chad. It's yeah,
3: the, totally. He's a totally chad. yeah, he has, he has beer pong <laughs> and goblets. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Schofield wins wins best actor and he's I I think like super controlled. I mean, it makes
0: I like what the word like controlled is is good because it, it's true that the the performance is controlled until what, he yeah, he, he has some emotional outbursts and it makes those outbursts really powerful because He's so controlled during it. And then yeah. when he has an emotional reaction, you're like, oh, yeah, he's a great yeah. well, wow. like, he Loss
3: is cool. Very measured. Yeah. one, what I like watching movies where you have like the lead guy or the main guy. And he's just a little sharper than everyone else on screen. Yeah. And if you do that right, it really works well. And I can't believe that I'm about to compare A, a Man for All Seasons to Due Date. Starring Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> and, yeah, but there's one I can't where, wait for <laughs> this. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s character, kind of, ha- while well, he's not necessarily a likable character, has that, like, I'm a little smarter than everyone control He's the
2: smartest guy that you... He's smarter than everybody you meet in the, in the movie. Yeah, and like, it's, every, it's, it can be get. fun to watch, yeah. dialogue. And,
1: and the intelligence there is not necessarily so profound that it's, it's otherworldly. He has integrity based yes. off, of, yeah. off of strict standards. It's, it's almost the Occam's razor. The simplest answer is is the correct one, and it's, can you divorce your wife? Well, the Vatican says no, so no. He has integrity. He doesn't waver from his integrity, and that makes him intelligent.
3: Yeah, and nobility, too. Just He's yeah. just, yeah. this is what he stands for, and this is what...
0: And his brilliance is, is definitely uh, shown really clearly, especially later on in the film, where the legality of what they're doing, he, he has an answer for every... Everything they're trying to do to him, he's like, Well, that's it's not legal, like, yeah, you know, right, because and, he,
2: and he knows how to defend himself, right, and he knows also. what not to yeah. say, yeah.
0: what you know, he's he's really ha- has it down, so he makes them look foolish, yeah. you know, the parliament, he makes parliament look foolish when they're trying to, they're really trying to.
1: Yeah, they, they, they want the wrong answer, and so they're doing yeah. whatever they can to get the wrong answer. But he's too smart for that. Exactly. Right. Yeah.
3: I hate to admit, but I really was not too familiar with the history of what was going
1: on. Uh, Brendan, you were? Uh, somewhat. I mean, I mean, no. After watching this movie, there was a lot here I realized I didn't know about it. I knew gen- general aspects of it, some of it... I know about the descendants of... of Like, Thomas Cromwell's descendant is Oliver Cromwell, which which the irony there is that they end up beheading the King of England uh, less than a 100 years later, I think, and put Oliver Cromwell into power, who's a Mm -hmm. descendant of Thomas Cromwell, Mm -hmm. who ends up being the most tyrannous king, (laughs) or he wasn't called a king, but one of the most tyrannous leaders that they had, that they had to take him out of power and then put in the... Put in the relative of the guy they beheaded.
3: Cromwell, who's kind of like the the blithering heel in this, who's just he,
2: yeah, he, he's it's just a one a one note bad. Death. Yeah, he right. He yeah. wants
3: more to go down here. Yeah. He wants him to go down. Very
2: simple. Yeah,
3: yeah. He, he over in the very beginning of the movie, he overhears him kind of belittling him to Orson Welles' character, and that that's, that's it. it. He's just locked in. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and 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 <laughs> I like how at the end of the movie where they just kind of give you like the. Here, Here, they are now. Like this it's is like, like everyone's
2: dead,
1: right?
3: Yeah, yeah. like don't worry, all these people died too. You know, we're not going to tell you why. They just well, they lost Henry, their heads. Henry, you know?
2: Henry, except for Henry the Eighth, he died of syphilis. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 he would
3: have died, but he died of syphilis. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and then that other guy, yeah, he just died as
2: bad. died you know? too. Yeah. But yeah.
1: one of the things there, I, um, my understanding, I did a little research on it, was that Thomas Cromwell, in posthumously. At least in immediacy and going forward, at least a century, is championed as a as a religious man and a because he's Protestant. He maintained the Protestant connection. Right. Whereas Moore, for the for the longest time, was a treasonous traitor that you know mm-hmm. was horrible to England. The Catholics finally embraced embraced Moore. I mean, they embraced a lot of his studies. But I think this movie is is a huge embracing of more of who he actually was and not not what they what
0: they dictated to the public yeah he was
3: right yeah yeah and and, you know I I think that one of the points uh, of this movie too is just kind of show you how a leader with absolute power can operate where he's just like yeah I'm just going to change all the rules and I'm just going to behead this guy because he didn't come to my my wedding I'm going to
2: convert the religion of our entire country yeah I'm going to be like the supreme religious leader of our country too and yeah just to just to get what he just to get what he wants. Yeah, and
3: which kind of lays the groundwork for, you know, the, the need for religious freedom and everything, which is why colonists came to the came to the United States sure. and eventually, you know, declared their declared their uh, independence day, you know, yeah. the Declaration of Independence on the 4th of July. So years later, we could have a shark attack on uh, Martha's Vineyard. in and... <laughs> 1775, we could have a regatta. And there you the go. That's, there's the tie-in along it, with Robert Shaw.
0: This story, I mean, the, the true events of the story had huge implications for England, for the, the church, you know, uh, the Catholic church, of course. It was, it, it, was, it was one of the biggest events in, like, our, in history.
1: Yeah, it separates England from the Vatican. So now they right. become their own country, yeah. disconnected from the Vatican. Right. I'm sure Which it was, was a even huge, more fight with them in France, but what
0: that was really a huge was... controversy. I mean, yeah. that this was this was the most important thing happening in that time. You know, like
2: right. Mean, yeah. I mean, just that, just that. I mean, look what that did to Ireland over like for so many years. Yeah. Just yeah. that, that whole thing. It just it destroyed Ireland.
0: They are still. They still trust me. I've been to Ireland. That's all they talk about. <laughs> that's yeah. all. They sure. They hate the British, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they we... just. It's a thing. Every statue, every every statue is a dead Irishman at the hands of a an Englishman. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. And, and then and then you consider too, and I'm in mean, no way putting down the Anglican religion, but in a way, the way they separated from the Vatican is a bit of a joke. I mean, it's because it's, it's because payoff. the king wanted to marry someone yeah. else. Right. I mean, and it and it did for I think centuries. It has made them a,
2: the butt of a joke for the longest time.
3: Yeah, and and so for the first half of this movie you guys you thought the first half was super slow. I feel like
2: I feel like this I feel like it could have been condensed and it could have stretched out the last they his his whole time in imprisonment and all that stuff. I feel like that could have been stretched out more and they could have condensed his uh, personal life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but I don't know it's like it's like what you say about uh, uh life is beautiful where you kind of need that's set up. Yes. You kind of need his personal life to kind of see what's at stake. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes the fall even Yeah, you have to build
3: better. the love yeah. between the two characters before it. it what, you get the emotional impact of them splitting right. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being split up. And I think that with this movie, one of the things they really tried to highlight in the first half is the political climb and what, what is necessary and what it takes. And that Richard Rich character who... Yeah. He, who ultimately perjures himself I mean, to, yeah. to get to get Th- uh, Thomas More yeah. guilty I mean, and with, beheaded yeah. and, and he you know don't be a politician be a teacher You're, yeah. you have enough it, value to be yeah. a teacher and he goes now nah, I want to be and then he wouldn't because
2: well, he knew because he knew how corruptible he was yeah and that's exactly what that's yeah. exactly what happened
1: I also think in a Gen, he, maybe he knew how corruptible he was, but the guy wasn't. Maybe he saw something in him too. Is you don't want any part of this? Is this yeah. is, this See, is that's part, life, of, that's part of? Yeah, that's this is a life that'll take you, and and if we jump forward to the end, essentially says your soul is worth more than the world, and you sold it for wages Yeah, I
0: love that line. Yeah, yeah it's a right? great line. That line. That's yeah, a I, sick. Burn. I mean, John Hurt as Richard Rich is as big of a weasel as you get yeah. in yeah. a movie. I yeah. mean, he's, yeah. he, from minute yeah. one, he's like, oh, yeah. he, and it's like... You, you know, knew
2: he was going to be the guy that... that was going to screw turn it off. It yeah. off. Yeah, totally. and it's and you just... Do
3: it. You know, it's it's one of those where you just can't see... You can't see why he didn't select you. He's looking and goes, how, how dare he not nominate me? How mm-hmm. dare he not support me? Are you going to support me? No. Great. Whereas he's not seeing, through Thomas Moore's eyes... Is I'm not supporting because I don't I don't think you are fit for this world. You're well, fit yeah. for a different world. Well, it's like it's and like, who are you
2: to tell me that? And yeah, it was it was like the whole thing where he gets this chalice, and he is and and Rich is blown away by this chalice. He's like, you know, if you go to politics, you're going to be offered coats of arms. You're going to be offered mansions. You're going to be offered all of these things. Do you really want to be for sale like this? Yeah. Could you handle not being for sale? And that's why he pushed him to going into being a teacher of a quiet life without any repercussions like that I
3: want to talk about this chalice we're going to enter the nitpick zone for the first time here a the little boat ride over where he discards the chalice yeah. is
2: is that chalice
1: gonna float? No like way! That? Like what? <laughs> I thought the <laughs> same thing. Was, what is was going a, on? That
2: chalice was aluminum, <laughs> right? Was silver, was, wait, was,
1: silver doesn't float. That's, I mean, I, 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 thought,
0: I thought the same thing. I'm like, that thing was be at you know, the bottom before anybody right. could do anything. Right. Like, is,
3: is <laughs> yeah. Is Paul Scofield's Oscar gonna float when he
0: throws <laughs> yeah. out in the water? Too? Like,
2: but uh, that's just one of those. Yeah. Come on now. It, come was, on. You know, it was made. It was made from tinfoil. foil.
0: There's a couple things in this that right. I guess you just gotta suspend disbelief. Right. There's a there's a bit of a scuffle. Between Thomas More and uh, I'm oh, sorry, a Duke. Yes, yeah. his butt, I guess they're kind of friendly. Duke and and he and he swings at him, and Thomas More just like they don't even hit, nobody hits anybody. He just falls on the ground. He, like. he, punches, he punches
2: over his head. Yeah, it was it was like it was like really, it, it was like backyard wrestling. It's a very <laughs> it was, it's a very it's a very theater. Oh, very, of, which, scuffy, very which brings us back
3: to our our wonderful sword sword fight in Shakespeare and Love, where they're all kind of just like.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's getting cut or said, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I do exactly. like that because it was actors first actors, so it makes sense that they don't know how to story. Right, right. It, oh, that's fair. Yeah, there yeah. yeah, were
3: this one that didn't.
2: This one, it was like this. This Jack Duke of Norfolk takes a swing at him, just <laughs>
1: and he falls to the ground. <laughs> what I love in this movie, which is unbelievable, is he he spends like hundreds of days in jail. Apparently, looks fine. It looks great. A little salt I know, in a pepper in that a little salt the, pepper the, the hand. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah, they won't they won't give him a
0: book to read, but they're apparently shaving him and him. Him, you know? Classic,
3: like... classic stage of being punished. You know, can I get another book? You have books. Take his books away. <laughs> ah, damn it! Damn it. <laughs> I should have kept my mouth shut. You know? uh, yeah, very. Uh, that was very. That was like a very uh, like, Warden Norton moment there from Shawshank. Like, you know, <laughs> it, was like, yeah, it
2: was like it was like it was like breaking up like a homework assignment like that you didn't like the teacher didn't bring up yet. Well, like, <laughs> oh, there was homework assignment. We're gonna collect that. Now. Oh, that's ah, right, bring it up. It up. It's <laughs> right.
3: oh, we're going to take your books and burn them and dance around like wild engines. <laughs> I did, like, I guess the, the the season's changing through the window. It was a little bit... Un...
2: On the nose. Yeah, a little
3: bit on the nose. Yeah. I did kind of like the shot, though. I thought it was...
2: I mean, it was, it was a, it's a cool... I mean, like, the cinematography is really good in this. It's just... Yes, it is. It's just like, all of a sudden, it's been three years and you don't really know it. Like, he's... Because, yeah. I, mean, I mean, the the movie spans years. And yeah. It's just a really... They really don't address it that much,
1: and I almost feel like I can't think of an example, but there are movies that just have foregone the idea that all right, let's let's make sure like we get the time right. They'll just they'll just jump right into the trial and end it. They wanted to make sure that the time pass could be, you know, could be a product of its error again. You know, yeah.
3: What I did like about that shot though is you got, and and what this specifies is the shot from his prison cell of a tree and a pond, and then there's one second, there's people by it, and then the next thing is covered in snow, and then right. the next thing there's people again. It Just getting that concept that this is like, all he has is just one window sure. to look out, and point. it's a tree and a pond, and I think that Hannibal Lecter would have loved to have that. I think that's what yeah, he wanted, yeah. just a, a view of a, yeah, a, right. a pond and a tree.
0: Um, interesting fact about the, the seasons changing, the, the snow, the snow scene, whether there's snow. They 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 trucked in truckloads of styrofoam to make snow, <laughs> oh, shot the oh, shot, man. and it started to snow immediately of after course. the <laughs> shot was done. Oh. Oh my.
3: <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's you just know, hilarious. And, and you know that that just makes me think some of the the tangible effects that you'd have in those times where everything is CGI now, and right. and you can just yeah. is there something lost in. Having effects be tactile, you know. If you look at like Absolutely. a, yeah. yeah, I, I feel look like
0: at Star Wars is a prime example. Yeah, yeah. It would yeah. It, look at the 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 originals, puppets, all that stuff, then and, and models. Yeah. And then look at the newer ones. Uh, they they have there's no feeling behind them right. in my in yeah. my view. Big Star Wars oh, fans.
2: I was I was actually going to do the opposite where, the the original, it's all it's all practical. Then this the pre the prequels are all CGI yeah. yeah and then they look they look bad but then and the new ones they mixed right they, it's it's mixed but they really made an effort to make it more like I would agree with you yeah, yeah. Like they the, they did that because of that exactly they wanted to put the, the emotion the yeah, feeling Yeah, it because it has a heart the fact that Baby Yoda is a practical. Oh, you're going to to Mandalorian. I have now. to. Yeah. <laughs> the fact, the fact that, the fact that, uh, the fact that Baby Yoda is practical, yeah. it gives it much more heart.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. it's cheese ball if they do a CGI uh, uh, Baby Yoda, but I do, I agree. So yes, I think you're absolutely yeah, right. And,
1: and ha- see, well, one of the one of the things too is you guys jumped to Star Wars where your belief is already suspended or expanded, or
0: because it's a, such a fantasy, because, because it's yeah. a fa- another world.
1: So, yeah. but it's, when you have a movie like A Man of uh, four seasons,
0: of all, all seasons. Of all seasons. God,
1: come
2: on, Brendan! A man
1: for,
3: for all, all, all seasons. I'll <laughs> yes, get it right by, man, the man, <laughs> by the end of this. A man,
2: a man. We won't have you se- say "quit pro." <laughs> a man for four seasons. <laughs> a man for four seasons. Oh, for club, we we won't have say you say "quit
3: pro crow." You probably. I can't, I can't oh my god! It. I can't he's say it. He's the one the guy. He's the lawyer. He's the one guy that can say it. I wouldn't even have him on there for. Um.
1: So, but but like. I feel like movies do this. It's like there is no reason for CGI in this movie whatsoever. We can yeah. just record snow on the right day. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, CGI the snow. You know, and that's where I think that's where CGI has really gotten out of hand. We're gonna but go. Don't really need it. We're gonna go way into this you know, when Josh we talk, stuff. Josh. Yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll, yeah. yeah. we'll kind of. It applies. To this, well, but one one example I'll bring up, which which was actually okay, but but maybe a little weird. Uh, Forrest Gump, they. I feel like that was an early CGI of well, the, the feather. feather. the, the feather.
0: feather, the feather
2: doesn't age well. well the feather was. The feather doesn't age. I haven't fa- like. watched yeah. it in a long time. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the feather looks really out of place. It looks looks really weird. Does it? I'll have yeah. to totally re-watch that.
3: Yeah. The, well, they'll they'll definitely be an episode about that one that, that we can talk chance. all about That's the a feathers. A feathers. Yeah. That's, That's not.
0: There's a lot of CGI There's <laughs> a lot of CGI in Forrest Gump. Yeah, one one best visual effects. I think that was a big reason why it won the
2: Oscar. Yeah. Transposing force Gump to me. the president you know, is yeah. huge. and uh, Lu- uh, Lieutenant Dan yeah, legs. Like Lieutenant and, Dan's yeah. legs.
3: Yeah. Well, but, but, yeah to, just to cap off the the, the practical effects versus that, I just feel like, and we're, like you said, we're going to talk about this more with Jaws because Jaws is a perfect example. Yeah. Is what you put in. There's something about what you get out. Like Spielberg it's, said plainly about Jaws, it's a wonderful movie to watch, but it was not a very fun movie to make. Oh and I God. think that <laughs> I think that the cost at which it takes to do something, pays back in rewards. Yeah, where these guys are waiting for these tons and tons of styrofoam to come in just so they can get one shot of snow. That's right. And then it snows and it's like, ah, oh, but they got their shot. Right. Whereas if you're just doing the whole movie in front of a green screen, yep. where's the, the heart there? Where's the, where's the, the you didn't get your hands dirty. for yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: there's, there's, I'm sorry. Nope. There's, um, there's something to say about like success through adversity. Yes. Where sure. it, it, and, and, the, and the first Star Wars too, where that movie was going to be... Miserable. ...was going to be... Yeah. Like, The Godfather was going to be shut down at any minute. Yeah. Like, there are, there are these movies that are are, are are just completely changed the way we look at movies and look at pop culture, that were almost so close to not happening, or so close to being complete failures. But, right. it, but through this adversity, somehow it all came together correctly.
0: Spielberg is quoted as saying... If this movie hadn't been made I think the year was 2000 he had this interview in 2005 if this movie had been made in 2005 Jaws, he's, he's talking about I w- it would have been CG it would have been special effects CGI it been and it, and it would have what did he say, is he say it basically it the because there was no CGI or special effects it say it, it allowed me not to screw up the movie more than I did basically yeah because really. I, he it, it made him think outside the box and like okay how yeah. can I represent the shark without seeing it yeah. So, yeah,
2: the right. mystery of the He shot. would have ruined yeah, the, the film with CGI. It made the movie so much more impactful. Again, we'll get Yeah, we're getting it right. We're going <laughs> to say all these great Jaws facts excited. that no one's going to listen to because yeah, they're going <laughs> to fast forward fast. Man for All, the all the Seasons. We've got to get through this talkie first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but I will say this one more thing about the Man for All Seasons, that the set design is, it, for, especially for 1966, yeah. is yeah. unbelievable. Looks I was like, wow, they must have spent, I mean, I don't know they spent $2 bucks, which is, I guess... I wonder what that would uh, be now. It'd probably be, you know, a lot. I can give that uh, a thing. But they spent a lot of money on that, those sets because they're beautiful.
3: Yeah, know? and and the costume, like we said, that's a movie like this is is made to order for an Oscar for costume I mean, designs. Yeah, 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 if you ahead. get it right. All
2: right, so uh, I just looked it up. Adjusted for inflation, two million in nineteen sixty six is. Sixteen million today. Oh, that's still not okay. that much. Yes. It's, not mean, yeah. it's not, yeah. not yeah. a lot. Well, I
0: mean, you can't make you can barely make a movie now for sixty, like
1: a Oscar movie. Seriously, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah that's a moderate, And what a you're making at the box office is much more now than it is then,
2: probably right? relative. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Hope. Uh, so yeah, so
3: I, I, and I think the camera work is pretty strong in this movie great too. Right? It, I mean, it's it, listen, a, it's, it's done, great, done.
2: It's a great looking movie. Edited well. Yeah, and it's a great looking movie. yeah.
3: Ted Moore, the cinematographer. Is a Bond cinematographer. He did the three, three of the. That's really interesting. Yeah, from Russia with Love and Doctor No, and you know, three that's Bond so, movies coming so, into this.
2: That's so different. It's yeah, such a, such I know, a but you can see that it's working. And great. Fred
3: Zinneman, the director, this is actually his second Oscar. He wins. He wins for From Here to Eternity, right. which okay. is the uh, nineteen fifty three winner. Mm-hmm. really great one, uh, which I think was on the AFI list the first time around too. So he's this is his second go around with this, and I, I think it's pretty well directed and, and yeah, pretty you know good. pretty. Pretty strong throughout, from from his standpoint. Mo- moving to like the second half of this movie, what did you guys think of the of the performances of the of the women in this movie? The actresses uh, Wendy Hiller and, and Suzanne York is his wife and daughter. His wife is Wendy Hiller, who was nominated I, for the Oscar. For I, th- I thought her- I
2: thought she was very over the top. Yeah, I, I, it felt, I, very, was not felt very much like a stage play. Yeah, and I just I I didn't I wasn't thrilled with that casting. I know yeah. she won the Oscar for it. I wasn't no, they, nominated, didn't win. Oh, nominated. Well, uh, Lady, it was, it wasn't, it was Lady a, Alice
0: was the was the, the wife, wife. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah I, I, S- I was not thrilled by Susanna York it. Susanna York did a good job. I, I thought the daughter that's was Meg. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she daughter, was daughter, good. She's yeah. daughter
1: was good. was good, and I think that's that was part of, of the movie too. Was Thomas More really gave his daughter independence to a certain extent? She
0: was one of, She was one of the only um, highly educated women of the time. she spoke she spoke she spoke spoke
2: Latin. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true to history. His wife didn't even know how to read.
0: Right. Well, she they mentioned that several times. She she basically says, like, I know I'm a I don't forget the word she uses, but I know I'm stupid. It's basically her the premise. But, you know, she has this opinion about him doing what he's doing.
2: Meg is well learned.
0: She is.
1: And but it's also what Thomas More he raises her to be an independent woman. There's that scene where her quarter has essentially he asked Thomas More, and he's like, "Well, stop being a Lutheran, and then you can marry." Well, yeah, I mean, man. well, that's no, that's, but but then but then at the end, he said uh, the person courting his daughter says, uh, "Can I see her again?" And he points to his daughter, and and she goes, "Yeah, you can see me again."
2: Sure. I I I didn't like that he. Was he was basically not allowing his daughter to marry someone from a different religion. That, <laughs> that means, that's true. That's, that's true. true, true, time, true though. Oh, I know. True true I know. Time, that just yeah. that just doesn't age well. To
0: also, me. that 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 the, the gentleman caller, let's call him. I don't know his name. Roper. Sorry. Yeah. What is it?
2: Will Roper. Will yeah, Roper. Will Roper. That's
0: Roper right? uh, yeah. Was it was it was a bit overacted as well. Like it, it wasn't one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, I would agree right. with I'm that.
2: I'm that. going to address him
3: later. <laughs> <laughs> also, very like kind of like. Can we figure out his haircut here? It looks like he's like it trying to grow as, yes, his I, yes, hair out I, yes, to be like in Bon Jovi, but then was, he also has the later Bon Jovi hair. Like, he's like, like it, it merging like a, Bon Jovi dudes. It was like a puffy mullet. It was yeah, like, uh, it, yeah, yeah. It was
1: well, and I was I was thinking that the who's the traitor? Um,
2: the names are Richie Rich, Richie Richard, Richard Rich, Richard Rich. Which yeah, does Richie Rich come from that? I don't know. I just I just know. I don't think so. I just know that when they because I because I didn't know his name was Richard Rich. They just kept calling him Rich. I'm like. Rich. That's really weird to call somebody rich back then. Yeah, but then, like during, yeah. the, during the trial, it's they're like, his last name. Yeah, during the trial, they're like Richard Rich approach. Yeah, I like expecting like <laughs> the in cult. Now, so, like, an I mean,
3: interesting I, fact about this though too is that they they use only last names in this movie because all of the main principals' first names Thomas. Thomas. They're all they're All Thomas. All so, Thomas. Like, oh, the, really? the only yeah, person yeah, they yeah. actually call Thomas is. Thomas More, yeah.
2: and then they just use last names yeah. for everyone you know, else. they needed one of those baby name books. But right.
1: <laughs> so my point with Richard Rich was, I I think the only reason he was able to do this movies because Herman's Hermits wasn't on tour so
2: he was <laughs> yeah cuz he looked, he looked he looked like he looked like somebody from a Beatles tribute band yeah. <laughs> by the way much, I hard. have the yeah. only I have the only name
0: here that would apply to this Christopher Chris man I could totally have there that you go. name like, you could have you guys
3: none of you guys could do that but me I would no, do yeah. well in this time period That's true that's true although oh, I could see a Grant Grant, you know? <laughs> Grant
2: Grant Grant's a very popular surname over yeah.
3: there uh, just to, to, to cap off the the Wendy Hiller conversations, because I felt the same way. I was a little surprised by a nomination there. I just didn't oh, see was, much. That's ridiculous. Oh, you know, she had the one. She had the one good scene in the prison at the, the end. Prison. Where, where oh, you the, like that
2: one? I, I thought it was, it was okay, better than you know, the rest. It's okay. Yes, yeah. I, I, that's me I was just like. Yeah, no, that much. no. I, just, I,
0: Kieran, I thought the same thing. I, yeah. I, I, was like, oh, this is a decent performance here, but yeah. the rest of it was off awful. There's
3: not me. much to it. I would, I would have maybe thought Susanna York get the nomination instead there, if you had to give one.
0: Also, why? Think about this, you're in prison, probably you know you're probably not long for this world. Oh, he knows. Your family is coming to see you for the last time, right? Mm-hmm. Then your your daughter brings her ding dong
3: boyfriend. <laughs>
0: like I'd be like, get look win outside, man. I'm not yeah, looking well, for you. I, they I think,
3: I think they hit their relationship grew a little bit. I guess, bit okay. So I, I, been, I think didn't
1: they, didn't they were married right right at the They were married right at right that point. Right. Right. But still. Get the Your hell out of dad, here, man! You now that Dad's in jail, I can marry you, yeah, right? <laughs> you
3: know those doofus in-laws that everyone's got to deal must, with. If, you know, like, if, if,
1: if I'm if, ever in a
0: in a last like, uh, if I'm ever saying goodbye to my daughter, for that, her ding dong boyfriend or husband or whatever, <laughs> better not be within ten miles of me. I don't want to see him. You know, like, hey, you know. Uh, it, now,
1: now, did they follow up at the end? I forget if they did. They escape England? Yes. Yeah. Well, they, you they, assume they, they did. They, 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 you say, just they say they say that right. it wasn't at the end. Well, they
2: they say that Meg. They, they, after they beheaded Thomas More, they put his head on a pike. But well, she gets and, it. Then, and they and she kept, they and she it. Oh, keeps it. Right. She kept the head until I'm like, that's for death. Of, that's like that's some Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, and I was, was gonna say, is that a Game of Thrones? Yeah, still? Or, or, I think like where, where Joffrey put all the heads on. Yeah, side. Except, yeah, and then, yeah except except the well, people that don't take the
0: head and be like, I'm gonna put this on the mantelpiece <laughs> at home. It's my dad's head. Like, <laughs> oh, like right this was this
2: is, is my, my dad's bowling ball. This is head. that's the
3: dawn of taxidermy. You know how it works. And
2: of not aging well. That head did not age well. Jesus Murphy. Oh my
3: goodness. Yeah, but Wendy Hiller does end up winning, uh, or actually, she had she was already an Oscar winner for Separate Tables in nineteen fifty eight. So maybe she had a little bit of that former well, winner. Get a little, yeah. you get a little bit extra. Get a pass, oh,
0: yeah, because you've already done been there. We'll yeah. a magic dust.
3: Now we we kind of brought this up in the very beginning about Henry VIII really not being on screen much in this, no. and it's an interesting choice, and I think in many ways it, it helps Robert Shaw's performance age a little better where. You know, if he's dialed up to 10 for the whole movie, maybe it might be a little much. A little comical. Uh, but I think that the point they're trying to make there with that is, is that, like, this is being governed. His people are just doing his bidding below him, and he's not very hands-on. He's not very involved. You know, yeah. it's just, eh, it's my old boy. He didn't come mm-hmm. to my wedding. That's yeah, right. just, it's, you know. I think if the, story,
0: the story really isn't about him. It's about yeah. everything happening beneath him. Yeah, all sure. the, the inner in yeah, politics. politics. Well, I, I
2: think I would really love to have seen more Henry VIII. Just because, yeah, my, because yeah. my, my, my favorite parts of the movie were the ones that he was in. Yeah. And I was like, for five minutes. Yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't think Henry VIII actually wanted him dead. He just wanted no, what he wanted. I, I don't know. Right. He, he wanted what he wanted. And, and this was the way... And, 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 and his and then, silence, yeah. Thomas More's silence, was the loudest silence in the world yeah, at the sure. time.
3: And if he weren't so well-respected, it wouldn't have mattered. But the fact is that People, Henry VIII yeah. couldn't live with the fact that this well-respected man is not... He's not tipping his cap not, to him not, and he's not, he's not giving understand. him these and as long as he's out there there's always going and, to be someone who might and his silence is speaking volumes yeah. throughout
0: the, right. the society yeah. you sure. know? so he right. needs he needs him to either do what he's asked or go away and yeah. he went away he went I out, mean like...
1: England has turned away from the Vatican which at the time was in control of the world yeah I yeah. mean the world in many ways right? the world you can't have this one influential character not back you <laughs> absolutely you have to
0: or there's consequences, there's right? A serious yeah. You back me, or else, and that's right. If, got
1: if they let Thomas Moore do what he did, Vatican can come right back in and, and take back the country. Thomas Moore's
0: integrity in this movie is something that I think the world has like lost. There, yeah. There's not many people on this planet that is that right. are willing to give up their lives for what right. they believe in. You know, right. just that's not a thing it's much just anymore.
3: Unflappable integrity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there's that scene, too, where I I guess it's Roper is, um, oh, no, Rich, sorry, Rich, who comes and... Richard Richard Roper? (laughs) (laughs) Richard Richard Roper. (laughs) Chris Christopher, Richard Roper. uh. Um, He's he's come to say, essentially, he's opposing Thomas More, and the family's like, you gotta have him arrested. And he's like, well, he hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah. And they ask him, would you give the devil the benefit of the law? And he says, "Yes, I would give the yeah. benefit the devil of the law, uh, the
2: devil the benefit of the law, because that's what I need too." Yeah, and and no, it, it's it's a it's a great point of not interfering church and state. It's kind of it's a uh, it's a principle that this country's based on, and, and all that stuff. And yeah. I feel like that's a it's a great it's a great defense of all of that. There's
0: a great line when he's having the, the trial with uh, Parliament, and he and he's basically like asked what is your silence like what are people supposed to derive from your silence basically and he's like well the the society will uh, uh, come up with whatever conclusion they're going to come up with based on their wit you have to come up with it based on the law you know like you, well, you yeah. busy saying you have to you you have to follow the law they don't they can use their intelligence and decide if i'm what what silence implies yes.
3: yeah.
0: uh, but they it doesn't matter they don't yeah. go by the law well it ta- like, takes
3: takes one of their higher ups perjuring himself just to, right. to just to put him down yeah, so they have right. something tangible that yeah. you know.
1: Well, one of the things, too, just go back to what Grant had said, it's not necessarily dif- um, separation of church and state, but one of the concepts, England didn't have it, but, but what I think in our own legal system is the idea that you're innocent until proven guilty.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a
1: lot of times the court will want to Assume your guilt before sure. you've been convicted. I mean, yeah. you know
3: that better uh, than any of us.
1: Right? Yeah, and we have that yeah. going on with the bail laws now. Of, of, you can't hold this guy; he's yeah. not convicted yet. Right.
3: Yeah. 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 Uh, so you guys kind of all agreed that the final act of this movie is really pretty much the most entertaining yeah. part Absolutely. of it. Oh, yeah. sure. And yeah. um, I thought that the right, right from like the jail scene. Of him with his family straight through the end, really kind of booked nicely, and yeah. and was yeah. was pretty yeah. entertaining. That was the that, most
2: engaged I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the trial at the end was was great.
3: Yeah, was and great. A, a cool thing that I had read about it that, that I really liked was that the trial and the execution, they really tried to go as as detailed as they could with a first hand account that was printed in the papers in, in the 16th century, that's in the 1500s. Yeah, that's it was some, like, people was there, they, they said what went on, it was published in one of the local papers there, and they took that account and tried to film it exactly as they could with it.
2: Wow. So I thought that was really cool, kind of, like... That's a, that's a smart thing, that come in I like that they're doing that instead of trying to, like, kind of fill in their own blanks. They're kind of, they're using history, they're using actual... Yeah, and it's it's to, to, to fill
3: it in, and it's kind of fascinating to me that something can survive that long, you know, right. it's something that happens in in the 1500s finds its way to it's, to it's to in film Europe. in it's, 1966. It's very different in
2: Europe between 1500s and now. is basically like 1900 to now, and in, in America, yeah. like there's mm. there's yeah. very little very little time in the grand scheme of things. In and here we are in 2020 podcasting about it. You know, yeah, so it's yeah, wild. Exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy.
3: And,
1: and the execution scene there is so... It was not what I expected. I, yeah, little I little. which is what I
0: liked about it. I, I also didn't expect it. I, if I could change something about the movie, I would have liked that you heard the, the chop and just, that's, that's it. I didn't it. need the explanation you at the need, end. Yeah, That was unnecessary. Right. Yeah. The chop and credits roll. Yeah. That's what I would have done if I were remaking that
1: movie. And, and, and compare it to another Best Picture winner of, of Braveheart, where he's so dramatic. Freedom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was <laughs> gut-wrenching when I saw yeah. it for the first time. Gut-wrenching. It, like oh, I, was, yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> great, great scene. Great scene. There was was getting, so getting. He's literally, literally gut-wrenching. Yeah, right. literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse that. Uh, yeah. but did, yes. did,
3: and did, I know you guys are, 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 when I say you guys, Grant and Chris are Game of Thrones guys. Yes. Oh, you're not not so much. Oh, Chris I, is. Chris I, I, is I, I know about it peripherally. Yeah, okay, but yeah. did you see some Game of Thrones in that in that execution scene? Yeah, it seemed like maybe bit. they, like the, the makers, had sure. seen this movie and what. I'm and, sure they did. Yeah. I, mean,
0: this, I mean, this movie is influential, whether whatever we just think it is. Yeah. Especially of, of of older, you know, directors. I mean, it, I think it influenced a lot of people, mm. and we know it. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg, right? So. Obviously I'm, I'm sure those guys are well familiar with this movie and yeah and isn't there's it a lot funny of to think
3: like Kevin Smith was influenced by that
0: is surprising even the I mean the movie is basically about the politics of the time what Game of Thrones that's what it's about I mean it's not the dragons and all that bullshit bullshit. <laughs> I repeat that. <laughs> uh, all, but all the the, the best parts of that show are the 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 two guys in the room, the politics, the behind the scenes it's, stuff. It's, is it's what makes it's, that show
2: great. It's war of the Roses. Orson Welles. That's what he was trying to avoid. It was another War of the Roses. There's another inter- like all, this all encompassing war in England about who gets the who's the rightful heir, and that's. That's basically
3: what Game of Thrones is about, right? Yeah. So I, I had a, a, a quote I pulled. I don't know if you guys uh, pulled any out of this one, but I did. Yeah. So this was one from his, from Thomas More talking to his family. Basically, his family's coming. and They're like, "All right, enough's enough. You've been in this jail cell forever. Like, let's give it up here. Just tip your cap, go to a knee, bow down to the king, and let's get out of here and go on with our lives." And this was his response to it, which I, I really, really liked and thought was was worded perfectly. And he, this is. Thomas More explaining why he cannot fold and has to stand with what he's doing. When a man takes an oath, he's holding his own self in his own hands like water. Yeah. And if he opens his fingers, then he needn't hope to find himself again. Yeah. Really, really, a really, really beautiful way of describing self-integrity and standing for something and, and being a man of your word is that once you give it up, you're not getting it back. Yeah, so you might it. as well decide a way to live. I thought that was really, really cool. That's a great line, for sure. Um,
1: so an interesting thing is um, Paul Schofield, who plays Thomas More, mm-hmm. goes on later, I think it's 96, plays uh, one of the judges in The Crucible. Yes.
3: It's in the and, crucible, yeah.
1: and a very similar circumstance. And in this case, he's the judge trying to get John Proctor to sign. And, and John has a similar... Point of um, all I ha- all a man has is his name, and if I sign that, I yeah, lose my yeah, name. absolutely.
3: Schofield pops back in o- Oscar relevance again in the '90s. He's in uh, he gets nominated for his role in Quiz Show. Uh, oh, and okay. Quiz Show is most notable for being in that uh, that wild Oscar year of Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, Four Weddings uh, uh, and a Funeral, and Forrest Gump. So that, that is the fifth nominee that year. So we see him again at that point. I have not seen I, the quiz show. Has anyone I, seen the quiz show? No.
2: Edward wasn't nominated that year.
3: Edward Martin Landau wins I, I supporting, actor. supporting actor. Edward was not nominated for best picture. Okay, yeah, I he love, wins love, supporting actor. I love that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. It's great.
2: Yeah, it's one of my favorite Tim Burton movies. Uh,
0: so quote cool. uh, my I have a, I have a quote that I really enjoyed. It's a, a brief one, but a really powerful one. And I, as Kieran and others know, I like when I hold court in my I you know in my job. I like to say something and make the crowd laugh. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of the things sure. I enjoy doing. Uh, the Duke of Norfolk says, "Your life is in your own hands, Thomas, as it always has." And Thomas More's response is, "Is that so, my lord? Then I'll keep, I'll I'll keep a good grip on it."
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: and it makes wonderful. the entire uh, uh, room laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, I, I
1: thought that was a really some funny good
3: singers in this.
1: One, yeah, right there's there a couple. Yeah, and and it's it such a compelling moment because. Thomas More really in that is saying it's not. Right. My life is in your hands. You know, you know what I'm doing here. Right. If it was in my hands, I wouldn't be here. Right. I'm doing exactly what I think is right. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, those, I always love those, they have trial movies and they have, the person on trial always have these, these quips, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. Really
3: yeah. cool. I think we're just about ready to get into our awards here. Are we not, guys? Yeah. We to yeah the, sure ready to we're to rock ready. and roll. Yeah. All right. So these are the BPC awards that we give out every, uh, every episode for the Best Picture winner. We start with MVP, the MVP of the movie. Uh, we have not discussed any of these beforehand, so we all kind of come up with our with our decisions as we go here. And would anybody like to start? Chris is going to go. I'm going to start
0: because mine's probably the most obvious and you're probably all going to have the similar one. I, I mean, I think Paul, uh, Paul Schofield is definitely, yeah. by far, the MVP. I mean, I, for me, there's no question. I mean, he really carries the whole film. I mean, he's in every scene.
3: Yeah.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the majority of the dialogue is his and uh, he crushes it. It's great. probably
3: not a best picture winner without his performance. No. No, I'm not. I agree. Yeah. So. Um, Grant?
2: Uh, mine is, mine is Robert Shaw. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, we got it, we got it. Yeah, yeah no, I, mean, I just, got. I think he was... Electric. Yeah, he was, it was so, it was so magnetic. I mean, yeah. as, as good as Paul Schofield was, it was a, it was a very tempered performance, and then he just brings it, It brings so much color and life to it. He's the polar opposite of Thomas More, which yes. I feel like makes the movie more, much more exciting. Yeah. 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 yeah
3: really. Uh, very, like unconventional performance and I love those they're 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 scattered throughout cinema history here every and there but this one is it's just one where okay here we are British period piece we're locking into this and then all of a sudden he comes on screen and it's like whoa wait a minute what is going on here yeah. like yeah. here he's just you know
0: So I'm not totally familiar with all of Robert Shaw's work but is there is there is there something to be said for the fact that maybe he—he's yeah, notoriously a lunatic in real life. He was a yeah. drunk. He was—I yeah. oh, yeah. mean, Dreyfus and him and couldn't character. stand each other. Yeah. yeah. Is there maybe he's just—is he a great actor or is he just a fucking lunatic? Hey,
3: you know.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, to both of them. <laughs>
3: yeah. But listen, also a stage actor and a screenwriter and, and, right. a, and a a, scre- uh, a playwright. Yeah. So like he's—I'm sure he's a very also, technically. In the Impressive. whole movie, the,
0: dial, the the actors and the, the amount of dialogue they have to remember. And I'm looking at the shots and they're long shots. No. There's no edit in there. No. Mm, I'm yeah. like, whoa, like like Paul Schofield.
2: Why well, does he remember all that dialogue? Because he did it on stage. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, right like, a uh, like he, did, he did it every night. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And Shaw too, you know. Yeah.
3: It has like some like prehistoric Aaron Sorkin to it you know S- <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. a, you know like
2: a, it's like they, they you know pre- prehistoric yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: that's great and yeah. we're a wrap well done <laughs> Brendan MVP um, you know I'm going with I'm going with <laughs> Scofield um, no surprise there um, and being that surprised I want to talk more about um, Grant's nomination I relate Shaw to Dench in uh, Shakespeare and Love, not on screen a lot. Yeah, but British royalty a powerhouse, while on screen. Yeah, um, and that's I think there's definitely
3: a, a parallel there. Yeah, and we you know we'll obviously be talking plenty of Robert Shaw here in the second half of this podcast. when We get into the Jaws, but he also pops up uh, in the Sting, which is another Best Picture winner. Yeah. So we're not we're not totally done with Robert Shaw here, and uh, his uh, performance as the villain in from From Russia with Love, uh, Bond. Classic too. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Schofield as well. Uh, like I said, I just don't think it's a best picture winner without him. I think that his he tackles this role in a way that has to be done to perfection, or it's just not really worth watching. Right. And he's that we've said it a few times, but that controlled performance really pops on screen and, and 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 this movie it seems like you know you guys sort of enjoyed it. It's it was okay. We'll get into that a little bit when we, we rank it with with the old one to ninety two. I personally really like this movie and it's one where it like I said it pained me a little bit to pair it with another movie and not give it its full up episode, but I understand that's that just what I, mean, I like is not what everyone likes here. We have to do <laughs> yeah. Right,
2: right. right there's, this is the best opportunity to do the yeah, movie that yeah, we there, but, and, and, this yeah, only, and This is the only opportunity to, well, unless you're another Spielberg movie, but uh, I, feel like it, I feel like... Yeah, Schindler's List might be in poor taste <laughs> to mix with Jaws. So, yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, that, that, that deserves the whole time.
3: So LVP here, the least valuable player of this project in 1966. Grant would like to go first.
2: Yeah, Corin Redgrave as Will Roper. Roper. I Roper. think uh it is a is a character that is i don't really know what aside, aside for using him as a way to express thomas worth's principles as you know him converting to lutheranism and to be a kind of somebody there for meg and all of this mm-hmm. doesn't serve much of a purpose yeah his hair is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't i just i just don't i don't I don't like yeah, I agree I, I, it, it could have been did, didn't do it for me at all. That could have been cut
0: right out and it would yeah. have been there it would have been no problem there.
3: Yeah. No, no, yeah. No Chris L.V. Pig. Uh,
0: I mean I'm going to go with Wendy Hiller.
3: Uh, wow, he's going Wendy Hiller. Yeah,
0: I mean okay. I know I I know she's a she's a fine actress and all but this performance was just over the top and and I mean quite it was annoying. She was annoying mm-hmm. to me like Yeah. And so that yeah that
3: nominee does not age well for you then. No.
0: No. Yeah.
3: No. Interesting. Brennan,
1: so I was with Roper, but now I got to change my answer. You answers. don't have to change so your answer. answer. We did yeah. three of us. I don't know three of us had the same out. answer oh, for okay. MVP. I'll bring, so. I'll bring in a controversial answer here because I did have a problem with with um, you know it's Orson Welles Ooh. and Wolsey is mm. Wolsey is an important character. I get it, but it's such an important character here, and, and I don't think the emphasis was put enough on on Wolsey's character that Wolsey dying. Was a serious problem for for Thomas More and,
2: and wasn't emphasized enough. For
1: me.
0: Well, interesting. You, you brought me into my recast actually. So
2: okay, you know, wow. It's... So I yeah, Brent. Oh, sorry. I just have. A, I just I realized I had an honorable mention for an MVP, and it's um it's Anne Boleyn's teeth in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's this, a this, this, little this, eight. Yeah. It's a very, I it's a very, that. it's a very sincere. I like it that her teeth Were staying, weren't great, right? And it's it, it always bothers me when you see a. A movie that takes place in that era, or 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 a a time period before dentistry and all that, and it was kind of refreshing to see kind of messed up teeth a little bit. Yeah, I don't like I don't Mm, like seeing pearly whites. I feel like that kind of puts me out a little
0: bit. Brandon and I are on the same page on a lot of things because that's something I, I would have never thought to bring it up in the podcast mm-hmm. but it totally, yeah. I looked at her teeth, they were a little brown, like, they not brown, was, but they were, they were, they were discolored. discolored. It seemed yeah. authentic. And I was like, and then I saw Robert Shaw's teeth and they were as white as I've ever seen anybody's teeth and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I totally get yeah. it. Yeah, you're right.
3: Uh, I'm gonna, i definitely gonna disagree with you, Brendan, on this one um, and I guess it's just to each his own with it, but I, I loved Orson Welles in this. I thought, like, the, the, someone mentioned that he's, he's actually sick while he's doing it. He had that sickly look. I thought that that was very real to me. Um, listen, Orson Welles is definitely, like, he's a, he's a handful on on screen, like I think he insisted on directing his own scenes in this, and you can totally tell like it's a little he, darker he than every other scene.
0: Karen, he like, wouldn't allow the director to be in the room. <laughs> oh wow, that's a fact. He would he <laughs> would a not mo- film the what a, yeah.
2: he he would, a monster. <laughs> he would not <laughs> film can, the scene with the director if you, there.
3: If you rewatch it, you'll notice that the lighting is different <laughs> yeah. in the It's like, no,
2: this yeah. is Orson Welles. scene. It, 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 it has to be redder right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <And> I'm right. <run. laughs> and I have to hide that I look like a melting platypus. <laughs> so I here I'd like to add a um a B P cast uh category now. Oh well wow. sick and still killing it. Sick. <laughs> we had uh so now we got Orson Welles. We also had in Rocky, um Adrian was sick during the kiss scene. Right, right? she had the flu. <laughs> right, oh, yeah. Sickly, yeah, so we had sickly. Uh,
3: <laughs> sickly pee- and I think that we're going to bump into that again in our Jaws conversation, not to tease it a little, yeah, a little bit right. too, but I think uh, Robert Shaw might have been a little seasick himself. Seasick, <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> yeah. LVP for me, I am going to break the tie here and hop on with Grant with Mr. Roper. I, I thought that his role in this was the most obvious acting. You know, it was like it was just it. It was insorted, like a piece of shrapnel in the middle of this yeah. thing, and it was just like I am. I have beliefs too, and they're this and this and this and every, and even like even like the actors are like, Ugh, like this, this guy sucks. <laughs> like, <too." but laughs> it take, it
2: take it down, Bill. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Down,
3: let's let's. let's
0: yeah. <laughs> I do have a question about that though. Do you think it's the actors' fault or do you think it's
3: the the the, the writers' fault? It's both. It's both and, and, and because the a good actor too. a good actor can have made that something up. out of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it it was it was it, his part was overwritten, Under, unnecessary, unnecessary, stuffed into a small area, and the actor was not very good. Yeah, he okay. really wasn't very yeah. good. I I thought he
0: mm-hmm.
3: he just I don't even want to call him over the top. I I thought he was just he just was just acting, and he was he was forceful with it. Sure, yeah. And it didn't didn't land for me. Didn't land for me at all. And the haircut was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Participation awards will will go next here. And Grant, I think uh, Anne Boleyn's teeth is already taken home. Yeah, that, that's participation mine. Yeah, award. that's Sure, Chris,
0: uh, the set designer, or and the co- or the and set and costumes. Yep, I quite. Mean, cool. I think in 1966, that's quite a feat to have that, that beautiful costuming and the beautiful sets. I mean, that that if you can pull that up, that would be for me. The, the besides Paul Schofield, I think that that's the strongest part of the movie for me is uh, the sets. I really was mesmerized by him. Participation award for you, Brendan.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna go more specific with Chris's uh, Henry VIII pants. <laughs> <laughs> the way they it's dive into that mud. Yeah, his knickers. His knickers, I guess. His knickers.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great, great scene. I love that. I love. Him running in, everyone following him, and then him storming off and
2: ha 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 driving away.
3: Yeah. And and we do get a little, uh, we do get a little Robert Shaw singing too. We, oh yes, we I
0: mean, yeah. Again, we, we'll get into Jaws later, but there's singing in Jaws, singing in this, and he's quite a good singer. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, you know. it's fun.
3: It's fun. He's it's, fun. He's, yeah, he's, he's very fun to it's, see. On it's screen. one of
0: those drunken, you know, uh, you know, yeah. late night drunken. Guy singing and he's like you're like oh this guy's great you know it's one of yeah. those kind of things you know? <laughs> beers flying everywhere and you know that kind of thing
3: yeah, my, my participation award is going to go to uh, Susanna York who played Margaret as uh, the daughter she was very good yeah, yeah she, she did a good job very and, pretty too yeah, very pretty and I think it was important to really personify Thomas More's love for his family and I thought that that happened best through that character he yeah. really loved his daughter yeah. And I thought that her performance was was, you know, she she obviously looked great and she, she fit real well into the her, into the screen of this. Her movie. and
0: Robert Shaw ha, have a, a nice chemistry going because they. they as, yes, as, that's he, a cool little scene to as write. As he's a famous womanizer, it makes sense. He sees this very beautiful, very highly intelligent, educated woman, and he's like intrigued immediately. You know, yeah. like so that
3: was a cool scene. You yes. know, I like that a yeah. lot. Yeah, so I, I like that, and well, I, I didn't really pick out a Batman reference. In this one, uh, this one's a tough one. I, yeah, we is... do have a Superman reference, so we'll have to settle with that. Susanna York was in Superman one and two; oh. and she played Lara in those okay. movies. So in there Superman one and two, so you yeah. know, we get Batman we, we get that we get the universe. So Batman and Jason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Scene of the movie for you guys here.
2: Mine is the uh, is the confrontation between Henry VIII and Thomas More, mm-hmm. yeah. and in the courtyard. Yeah, that was that to me was it, it showed how steadfast Thomas More was and it showed how unhinged Henry VIII was yeah. kind of everyone inside the ha- inside the estate looking outside and seeing witnessing all all of this happen i th- i thought it was a great scene it's very telling
3: yeah yeah
2: great great like tennis match between the two yeah. of them you know
3: yeah and and wasn't like overly adversarial, like they kind of were talking like friends, it was, you know?
2: Yeah, it was this, It was a very interesting dynamic because yeah. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that aggressive, but then it kind of was, but then it was very subdued. It was, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I have a couple of scenes I really liked. I really was surprised by the execution scene. It mm. wasn't what I had expected, mm. you know? He, he, he talks to the executioner, he's like, you know, I forgive you. Love, yeah. That. Yeah, Love so that whole yeah. thing is really yeah. neat. And just the, you know, the chop and the black, again, like I said, I would cut out the last part, but I really loved, I was like, I was kind of like, I did I did a, a a double take, I was like, whoa, like, they just kind of lopped him, you heard the sound, and then it went to black, and I was like, I wasn't expecting that, yes. in, a, in a movie that... We expect that more now. Like, that. that's more of the, that shock factor. Yeah. But it was shocking to me when I saw it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. When you say you cut off the
3: last part, you meant the uh, the, the, the
2: explanation, explanation of the what ends. happens yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. the other yeah. characters. Yeah. I, I, I didn't that need was that. a little, we little had, happy The epilogue. We, we didn't need that movie to end the word syphilis. The
0: <laughs> 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 movie the word syphilis.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Grant's crushing it today, Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, you're right. Um, but, I, but I really yeah, I want that more scene.
3: of a uh, Tony Soprano ending. You know, we'll go to Black and just wonder. Don't it's unbelievable, right? maybe, yeah, maybe exactly. our power Well,
0: went up. there, there, there's maybe why I like that scene so much. Because yeah. I, you know, I love the Sopranos. I yeah. love the ending. I know I'm, I'm probably not in the majority there, uh, but this was kind of Sopranos-esque, so yeah. I liked it.
1: That, that's the runner-up for me. Um, is, is the execution for me? They, pull, they pulled him out of sitting in sitting in the cell for so long, and they sit him down. That's a good scene. They sign, sign the act, yeah. yeah, and he that's, just a that's a good strong. one. That's a good one. That's, That's right. Crazy. It might have been the shower that they gave him before. Yeah, <laughs> because he's so well groomed. But no, he stands strong, and it's and there's such fortitude there that um, parts of me are so almost envious of of who he is as a character, and it's portrayed so well. You know what the best
0: part of that scene is? I relate to it so much. After all, this whole conversation he has, his life is on the line, right? This conversation is pretty much life or death. Right. And he ends it with just like, "Can I go to bed?
3: I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, Can I go to yeah, bed? Right, like, yeah, yeah.
1: i not like, I would be the same. Like, I don't care what happens. I need to sleep. Yeah, because for like... him,
3: this is we're having the same
1: conversation over and over. again. Yeah. I'm yeah. not changing. Well, well and, and but more importantly, for for the people, the three interviewing him, it's a matter of life and death for him. It's a matter of his soul, the yeah, eternity of right. his that's soul. That's what he's more concerned like, with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kill me now, kill me now. I'm going to heaven.
0: And we're and he says that in the trial, like. King, everybody goes, the king included. Like right. so, yeah. Whether it's now or uh, fifty years from now, it's
1: I'm yeah. going. So yeah. And there was a great line in there, and, and they ask him, just just sign it, just sign it for fellowship, for for fellowship. And he says, if I sign this for fellowship, and you go to heaven, great you go to heaven because you did what you agreed, and I go to hell because. I did. this I went against fellowship. my conscience. Yeah. Will you go to hell with me? With me yeah, come for to the gates of hell yeah. with me. That's right, for that's a, that is a, that's, cool. a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. cool. that's a great yeah. line. Right, that's a good
3: one. Um, it was. There, there's a bunch of great little scenes in this, but like I thought, it was a two horse race for me. Grant's choice was one of them for sure. That that confrontation between and dialogue between Henry VIII and and Thomas More. And then the other, which I think I'm going to go with, is his family visiting him in the prison cell. Two two more minutes? No! Oh, two minutes? Oh Come on! Right. Jailer! Come on. It's like jailer! Come on! Yeah, like, yeah, yeah he goes, No, that's it. Sorry, and then, man. Just doing my job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it just the finality of it and and saying goodbye to your family really, for the one last really sets time. In. Yeah, yeah and, and basically choosing the next world over this one. It's, it's, it's very, very cool stuff. I mean, I, I thought, again, you this movie is just not gonna be for everybody at the end of the day. And I appreciated it the first time I saw it. I appreciate it this time. Uh, I'm happy to talk about it and excited. So let's get into the recasting time machine. And this is one where we're, you know, I don't, you know we're not super well versed in '60s actors, so we are going to be using the DeLorean a little bit and getting people back to the uh, the '60s to do these roles. Do we mind if I go first? Go, I got brilliant. one. All right, so Richard Rich, I'm going to be um, <laughs> oh. going to be recasting our uh, do. our Weasley heel here. I have taken a television character actor and put him into that role. Uh, his, he's an Irish actor. His name is Aidan Gillen, and you'll know him as Littlefoot from oh, Game of Thrones little, great. Little, Finger. little Finger Little Finger yeah. Little Finger that's from Game watch. of Thrones Mayor Carcetti Mare Carcetti Kark- from The Wire he's also uh, the guy who dies in the plane in the beginning of uh, Dark Knight Rises <laughs> it will and, be very painful yeah just kind of <laughs> get, get, get in there and uh, <laughs> and he plays that, that weaselly richie, Richard Rich role I thought he a, a that's
2: a good Cast. Nothing. Yeah, nothing
3: good. on Hurt's performance, and it was his screen debut, and he did yeah. a great job. But let's just, just to modernize. Yeah. I that. mean,
0: he's as a Weasley as a
2: character. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's made a career out of it, so yeah, yeah. It would, yeah.
3: Be, it would fit right in. So who's next?
2: Uh, I'll I'll go. Uh, my 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 sights are set on Rick, on uh, on Will Roper. Okay, we got and the Roper. Be a, a young Carrie Elvis.
3: Wow.
2: From from Saw fame. From,
3: yes, from, here, from Saw fame. <laughs> Princess Bride. Uh, from saw,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> saw fame. You just wow, saw I,
3: like, I wasn't even going to bring up Saw, Grant, but since you want to uh, talk uh, about it so much, great. You know this that, is great. You know I know this, love this.
2: This movie's a prequel to Saw because... Yes, very early because
3: prequel. Because there's beheading in it. Um,
2: <laughs> that's the first Saw trap. Isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I feel like he, is, he was a good enough actor, even... I guess it would be a Princess Bride era, right? Younger mm-hmm. Cary Elwes. I think he would bring something to the table where he's 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 good enough to carry that performance, and I think it would actually be more tolerable. Yeah, cool.
3: yeah. He can use his he can use his Robin Hood knickers and just slide into exactly. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Chris, uh, I got one. So um, I would recast a uh, uh, Cardinal. Wolsey.
3: Okay. Wow. Ooh, Brennan's LVP nice. is getting recast. Yep. Orson Welles. Yeah, well, I, is I said out that of the you, movie. you led to <laughs> it. Um, Zinneman will actually now get to direct the whole movie. <laughs> <you> know, <so. laughs>
0: what do you guys think? And I, I picked somebody of that era as well. Um, what do you guys think of Marlon Brando?
2: Yeah, I think I fits him. the physical. Uh, it was, actually, yeah, in the sixties, was, was he was he that he, was he heavy in the sixties? I think he uh, would have worked. We can Go apocalypse now,
0: well, uh, probably go Brando. Or, yeah, you could. You uh, I, I actually, I was thinking more uh, uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, oh going Nineties
2: oh, <laughs> Brando. Oh boy, Nineties Brando is perfect. I mean, yeah. it is
3: really perfect. That's yeah. for the picture I have in my head. Um, uh, I, did, I think he might have been sick during that movie. Too, oh yeah. No, yeah, I think he dies so for a right into our, our, yeah. our sick <laughs> warriors or VPC sick warriors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 90s Miranda Sick, but still. I mean, we, the acting
0: is goes without saying that he would have crushed it. Yeah. You know? uh, and I just, I don't know. I thought it would that be fits. a fun one. Yeah. yeah,
3: cool, like it.
1: Yeah, Brennan. I want to do what you're not supposed to do. I'm going to recast my MVP. Um, of course, why not? It fits <laughs> right into this podcast. <laughs> 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 it was great, but listen. <laughs> so I'm recasting Schofield. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart yes, well, What I
2: era of Patrick Stewart?
1: Uh, we're talking Picard, like,
2: like
1: early Picard? Yeah, yeah, late 80s Late 80s
2: Like season uh, one yeah, next gen? I can uh, see that
1: like season two next gen Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. We, got, we slid some Star Trek convo in here I said yeah, right. Except uh,
0: <laughs> the only thing is I've never <laughs> seen him with hair yeah. And I don't know if they Shaved their heads back Yeah, then.
3: would you have a Would you have yeah, a, You have to have a wig on He could just be yeah. bald
0: though Oh, he'd have the wig Well, I
2: mean Thomas Moore Didn't have hair though It was has Patrick yeah, Stewart
3: true. played Literally. any roles where he's had hair? No. Is he, I think he's bald in all of his roles, right? Every I single think, one that yeah, I, I can there's think there's of. There's
1: some Next Generation episodes where he gets... Oh, they flashback? Uh, or he gets pulled into another... <laughs> <you> Dimension. Know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. Interesting um, choice there. But, that's basically. cool. But uh, he is a Shakespearean actor. He is a yes. oh yeah no
2: right in his wheelhouse no, no yeah. doubt that he would kill
1: yeah. it yeah yeah
0: acting wise I don't think that's a question
1: that yeah, yeah. I, I didn't it. think about his hair all right. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're wigs they're wigs it's fine
3: yeah I another did did anyone have any others they just done the one I just, did, yeah, the I just one. did the one okay I I one of my my runner up was uh, for the Cromwell character could slide our friend Tom Wilkinson in there from um, oh, that's
2: good I was I just. I'm sorry. Go yeah, it
3: fits, fits right yeah. into that. We lost to another British British yeah. t- stage yeah. actor yeah. who could g- kind of.
1: And I think that actually that role is in honest need of recasting.
2: Yeah, I don't. I yeah yeah. I would agree with that. I also think. Um, well, I think visually it would kind of work better if uh, you got the guy who played Mister French to be, <laughs> Crop, to be Well I feel like that. What about That's that, good guy, too, man. Okay, I like that.
0: Let's go to Patrick Stewart and X Men. Who plays um, Ian McKellen? Yes, yeah, he would be pretty him. cool for that role, too.
3: Yeah, yes, yeah, I mean, it looks Actually, like him. McKellen, I mean, yeah, you know? yeah, the uh, the Mr. French, RDB is gonna love that one. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Ian McKellen
1: so done we need to talk about Moore Mr. Hill. French. <laughs> 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 he's a socialist, he and McKellen could have done Thomas More, also. <laughs> and he's a sir, isn't he? A sir, he's, he uh, is, he's, he's a, a sir, sir. He is he's a sir, and he's another Shakespeare. There you go. Okay, so as
3: we kind of wrap up our. Man for all seasons talk the old one to ninety two combo. This is one. This is probably one when you guys started the podcast. You didn't think you'd get pulled into here was the man for all seasons, like you said, Chris. Uh, he's not one you would have watched on your own devices. Never, yeah. never
0: in a million years. But
3: so in a world where you've seen them all, where do you think this one ends up sliding into?
0: I mean, listen. At the end of the day, I'm a bit pedestrian, I guess in my in my taste, which is nothing um, wrong with it. I, I mean, it's gonna be low. It's gonna be lower. You mm-hmm. know, I, I maybe in you know seventies somewhere. You know, I, I would say.
3: It is let me ask you this, and you guys think about this whole thing. But out of the ones we covered, are there any that are lower than this one? A, a Broadway melody, right? One hundred percent.
0: It's whatever the lowest is. It, it's ten points. It's ten positions back <laughs> from that. Like, <laughs> it was just so bad. <laughs> but uh, no, disagree with you. But yeah. this, I mean, this one. Listen, I enjoyed it, and. I'm of the opinion that while the Oscars can get it wrong and have gotten it wrong, I think they're pretty. Sp- the movies are good. I mean, there's yeah. they're generally pretty damn good movies, and this is no exception. It's a good movie, yeah. you know. So, yeah. but in the scheme of all of them, I would say it's probably going to be lower. It's going to be on the lower side.
1: Brennan? I I agree with you on that. And I don't think it's a pedestrian thing. I I think I think it's a. This is a very good movie that has a lot of flaws i think consistency throughout the movies what were the biggest flaws
3: for you in this one
1: um the pacing and we talked about that's maybe a product of the time i don't know though um it's there's slow points of it could sort of have been like, trimmed down there's more. There's characters in there that are like, why am I yeah. watching?
0: Why are we like wasting that? our time with right. this and the, particular thing? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: the and problem with that
3: is is that when you start introducing unnecessary characters, it clouds the peripheral characters anyway. So now it's right. like, I, 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 I'm, everyone looks the same, everyone sounds the same. The
0: filmmaker same. may have had some so, felt some sort of obligation to, uh, historically at least... Reference those characters, right. you know, because they yeah, are, right. we're real people, this right. is a real story. And, that, and that,
1: that alone can be making for a not good movie. Right. I mean, that's, and, and not to say this is a not good movie, but I think that this is a great story in history, so it had that going on its side. They had some great actors and actresses. It was really more of a man's movie, so really great actors. Yeah. Um, and, it's 1966. You mentioned this before, LBJ's president. JFK just died. First Catholic president ever. There's a lot of Catholic pride going on, and this is a Catholic pride movie. I think that's something that played into the role of this thing winning Best Picture. British production, be- though. Uh, sure, British production, but it's pretty, it's pretty counter-cultural to... British Anglican Church, and, and, yeah, let's, yeah. and
0: let's face it, as far as a a, uh, a success goes, any I don't care where you're making a movie, you need success here in the United States for in, in order to be in order to yeah. consider yourself really successful. Sure. Yeah, so no. they are marketing it towards the United States. Right, I mean, course, that's yeah. just a fact. You know, right, it's right. the way it is. Hollywood, man.
1: So what in a one to ninety two So so yeah, I I put this I put this. I, Last, it's funny, last night I said, it's in the 30s, today I'm saying 40s, I think I'm going to settle with, it's probably about 55.
3: Okay, all right, you're going, okay, you're going the like in the, the, the front of the second half. Upper and yes. lower half, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel, I feel like I'm pretty much right where you are with this, Brendan. Um, I feel like, I feel like the mid, I feel like mid-50s is, is, is a good spot for it. It hits the boxes for me, like it's good acting, good cinematography, yep. but just... Mm-hmm. We'll the something now. about it is—it's a, a—it's a tough watch, not for, not because of the subject matter or anything like that. It's just a slow, a little too a academic, slow... maybe. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that seemed like a. Fucking insult! I didn't mean <laughs> it that way. I didn't mean it that way. And no, no, I, we're, I, I, we're I, a no, bunch no, I, of morons, I, I, guys. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I Transformers <laughs> should have won the best picture.
1: <laughs> no, and, and and the thing that it, it is academic. That's not the problem. with The problem no, is it can't just be academic. It's got to be applied to it's to skills of film that yeah. I think there were a lot of lack. I think pacing it and felt and it
3: no, felt I, I, scholastic. I, I, is what I meant. Like it felt like I'm like I'm being
2: taught something that I don't. I want to watch a movie I don't want to be taught something when, when I first talked about it I said this movie felt like homework yeah, like it, right. felt, it felt like homework pacing assignment.
0: and language are the two things that were the most difficult thing for me yeah I felt I did guys sorry I fell asleep a partial the way yeah, through yeah. I, I, I just did yeah, sorry just... Uh, and and the language I, I it took me a while to, to try to grasp the way they're speaking because it is different it's the king's yeah. English it's yeah. a little bit different so, so
2: the second viewing helped out a lot for me yeah, yeah. it just I just didn't the movie wasn't. It didn't excite me. It wasn't an exciting movie. And like not that not that everything needs. I don't mean that in a way of like exploding it. Like yeah, I know. Like there will be, be blood me. is an exciting movie to me. Me too. Yeah. And um, but it's all dialogue driven. It's, it's it? very it's yeah. very dialogue heavy. I feel like it belongs in the fifties. Out of The movies that I've seen for this podcast, it's a better movie than Crash. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know how I feel about Crash. Yes. But like right. it's it's a better movie than it's a better movie than Crash. But like if I had to watch. One of those two, I'd probably watch Crash over this. Interesting. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Karen? What well, do you think?
3: Well, let me ask you this before I go There's just the oh, three okay. of you all once. Were there any moments where you're just flat out bored through this?
2: Yes. Yeah. In the first watch. The, yeah. First, yeah.
3: the first the I first I think the first yeah. quarter of it was really hard for me to get through. Yeah, so that that says a lot too, you know, yeah. and uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say the same. Like and I gotta be honest, and I hate to admit this, but I don't I really wasn't bored during Crash at all. Like well, I, could, well, I was well, kind of well, like, like, it's not Crash, a great movie, Crash but I kind of it's entertaining.
2: Crash isn't boring. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's right. not a boring movie. It's a bad movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Yikes! And,
1: and yeah. what Crash, what Crash does well is the pacing, and right. and has you know the intertwining of characters. There's an excitement there. Yeah, because, yeah. It's it's but, it's right. made it's made Story it's made energies. to
2: it's made to raise your pulse a little bit. Yeah, and sure.
1: Had had to use the film techniques. With Crash, you know, not the exact same, but have they used no, techniques not,
2: with Crash it's... with this movie,
1: it would have made a oh, if, movie. If this
2: movie if this movie could have been if this movie was made today with like Colin Firth and it would have been yeah. it, I think like it, it, oh, been, it, it been been could have been great. It could yeah. be really
0: great. I mean the King's speech is kind of I would say you can a modern version of of this yeah. movie in a way right? heavy, yeah. Yeah. it would have been but i I mean i, I can't take my
2: eyes off of that movie yeah, yeah so. well same. him and what jeffrey rush right? yeah, yeah Jeff rush so fantastic yeah. yeah i can see Jeffrey. it's a, it's a lighter combo. it's lighter yes sub- jeffrey yes. rush's combo would be awesome it's a it's I a I lighter
0: subject thing. matter though i mean yeah then yes sure yeah. so
3: uh for me you know i would say 60s I guess. So you you're know, probably, like, we're listen, all on the same. I, I like same it. Place. Yeah, it
2: seems like we're, we're at that. we well, I like, like a 20, 20 point scale here. Yeah.
3: I, I think at the end of the day it comes down to what you like. In which, like for instance, yeah. Chicago. It's a fine movie. It's put together well. It looks good. It sounds good. I, I, it's not for you. I just like this movie better than Chicago. I don't. I don't know how to really fully explain that's, it. It's like that's, that's, Chicago's that's, that's, on. It's like okay, Chicago's on. If I would leave this one on, if, if this, if I'm flicking through and Man for All Seasons is on, I'll leave it on and watch it. Like yeah. whereas Chicago, I would probably keep turning. Like,
1: it, it's. So I looked at the synopsis of this of Van. For all seasons? Yes. I think I got that right. A man for four um, seasons. And I was totally <laughs> excited about the movie. And then the first 20 minutes, I'm like... Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> A man staying at four well, seasons. Yeah, <laughs> the man yeah, right. at four seasons. But there is nothing, The manager nothing of four driving seasons. me. <laughs> there is nothing driving me to watch Chicago. Like, I haven't seen it. I, there's nothing drawing me to watch it. Unless I got to do one of these podcasts, so yeah. Which, there you go. Yeah, well, great. which is why
0: honestly, which is why I enjoy doing this because I'm watching movies that I wouldn't traditionally watch. Yeah, yeah. like I, I would have,
2: I would have never seen Rebecca. Yeah, and I'm really and, glad I did because yeah, I love Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, you bring that up all all the time with yeah. this. It yeah, this one might upset Brendan a little bit, but I'm uh, going to throw it out there. A Man for All Seasons versus Shakespeare in Love. They're they're definitely comparable. You yeah. can put them in the same
2: yeah group. They're comparable. It's. I feel like I would rate Shakespeare in Love higher. Grant is under protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, know, well, know, grant's I mean, grants is, a, is a fan of. I, yeah, I know he is. I, I know he I do, yours, I yeah. do like, it, it's it's an inter, it's but it's more entertaining to me. It's yeah, interesting. It, the, the, and the and the, well, it's like what you said. It's like an updated version of this time period. So the language, it's still like the same language, but it's recorded in a better way, or it's right. or it's expressed in a better way, so it's easier to understand. Definitely more fun. It's definitely more fun. Yeah.
0: There's also something about an old movie and the 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 quality of the footage itself
2: yeah
3: true.
0: that sometimes takes me out of it like mm. it, it just dude, it looks yeah, old yeah, like I, it I, looks I,
2: old I didn't have there's only like a couple of times in this movie where I felt that uh, I felt for the most part it visually it
0: I think it's a it, high end for the time for sure for
2: sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and
3: i I thought I thought the camera work was pretty strong with Definitely. what they were working with. I agree. Yeah. I know, yeah. I agree and with you. Brendan, I'll give you the last word on the Shakespeare in Love debate. I'll say that like I probably have this one higher than Shakespeare in Love. I It's a little more serious to me and maybe that's what I like, but yeah. I, I think the high-end performances are a little better. I do like the high-end performances in, in Shakespeare and in Love, too. Shakespeare in Love has better... Ensemble performances Yeah I think that maybe This movie just packs A little more of a punch Than Shakespeare in Love But they're, they're close they're, they're close For yeah. me Brennan
1: So there will be An episode where I totally backpedal On my original Projection of, what, of Shakespeare in Love And <laughs> where, where it should be In the 92 Because I'm pretty sure I had it in the top 10 yeah, and um, you you haven't seen a lot. That episode is right? not this episode, right. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan. You, you
0: haven't will s- not be back like me. Today. You haven't seen a lot of the best pictures, yeah. right? Yeah, well, that's true. Sure. So yeah. so of course the it's going
2: to change because you, you haven't ones, seen a lot. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. the ones sure. really considered great, I haven't seen. Right, yeah. right, sure. But that
1: episode is not this
2: episode.
1: <laughs> They're very hard to compare. Shakespeare and Love is meant to be a love story, fictionally based off of the life of of William Shakespeare. It's a comedy. and it's a comedy it's a dramatic comedy whereas this is a meant to be more of a reproduction of history meant to inspire people in ways of integrity, fortitude uh, religion it's very hard to compare I think when you get that weird comparison you go back to your rudimentary concepts of film I think Shakespeare in Love has a much better way of telling the story than uh, the man for all seasons
3: yeah interesting okay and this is this goes to our um our three our three categories here give it the one through five five is checks all the boxes clicks on all cylinders one being absolutely not but those three groups are the performances on screen that's group one group two is the Presentation and the filmmaking of the movie, how it's shot, how it's done. The third group is the story, how it's told, how it's presented. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that a true best picture winner or a top best picture winner should be five yeah, across. It gets, yeah. gets a fifteen. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and we'll start with performances. Anybody have it at a five?
2: I have it at a. I'm at a four. I'm at a four. I'm at a four. I think his his wife kind of. There's a few. There's a few performances here. That are that kind of bring it down a little. Yeah, bit. Lackluster, but there's
0: yeah. but the main ones are great.
2: Right, it's yeah. like they like four and a half or what something. Are
0: these
3: yeah. Overall, the the performances of the cast overall four. Yeah, yeah and I think it's a, it's like a high four for yeah, me high four. because yeah. the the high end of it, Shaw and Schofield, they're maxed out. They're as good as they can get. Yeah. The problem is the ensemble cast yeah. is good, very good, little
1: inconsistent, yeah. not great. And that's a director's mistake. I think they had too many characters. They, they could have cut down on characters and really honed in on yeah. the ones mm-hmm. they had. yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, And then now how it's shot, how it's presented on film. Uh,
0: given that it's an older movie, I mean, I would say five. I mean, I think it's really well done. I think it was probably one of the more, the, the best looking productions of that era. Yeah. I, I'm completely on board with what you're
1: yeah. saying, Chris. I'm, I'm down on that one and yeah. it goes back to one of the pacing. first things I said on this, no, not pacing, is that the adaptation from play to movie, there's something missing there. There was this concept in the movie that, oh, you just jump on a boat and you're on the next scene. Mm-hmm. There was no, geography was a problem for me. Interesting. In yeah, and, interesting. And where we are in England. Whose place are we at? It's just... So
0: nowadays, they'd probably use crane shots and all those things to show the sprawling landscape. Yeah, drones. They, I don't know it. if they had that stuff necessarily, or it but, cost a ton of money. But you could know, live like,
3: with him in the journey on the boat a little bit, as a, which I guess they did it, it, with the... Hit or miss. Chalice. Yeah, the chalice. A <gasps> a chalice I, it, I, I, the I'll agree chalice. with you.
0: It doesn't seem like he... Uh, for the amount of... The, the distance they were spanning, that guy would have been like... Tired and sweating,
1: yeah. and like, yeah. he, he seemed like he was joyously just mosing along. And, so. and before before we go a little further, I'm not suggesting that we do the Indiana Jones thing where there's just a red line going across. The <laughs> road oh road. my <laughs> god, that's <laughs> that's one
0: of, of the worst the things in <laughs> filming oh, film, film oh, history. God, is that kind god.
2: of stuff is really brutal. Yeah, uh, I did I did look it up between um, like the distance between Hampton Court, where uh, where Henry the Eighth lived, and um, Chelsea, mm-hmm. right? That's yep, where Chelsea. Thomas More looked. And as the crow flies, it's 10 miles. With the way the Thames works, it's right. like really windy. It kind of goes up and it kind of go over. It goes, I don't know exactly how long of a trip that is via rowboat, but it is, it, it, it looks, it's yeah. very out of the way. Yeah,
3: and Schofield definitely had these, so him like, Coming back in the early hours, he looked tired as hell, and he was wearing. Yeah. Out. But yeah, the boatman looked well, a little he, chipper, maybe. Right? Like yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> when when he the can't get the boat ride, he comes yeah. back. He's very yeah. sweating, and he's he yeah. looks disheveled. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's even farther than that. I don't think it's humanly possible to. to I don't
2: well, know how he got there. But. It's it's probably it's probably twenty miles via the Thames River. Uh, but just right. the, just the way it just the way right. it, it winds. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, uh, I, I would say strong for for me in the shop because I did like the cinematography. I did I did think for for a 60s movie it, it looked pretty good. Your the Brendan where your your reading of of the stage to film where I kind of looked at that and I kind of liked that they made it look less like a play and more like a movie, but I, I think that your in-depth look at that is probably pretty concise there with that. Um, you know, so I I'll, I'll maybe give it a strong 4 soft 5 maybe for that. Yeah. And then the story how the
2: story's told um I screenplay dialogue. Yeah, I give that a I love the dialogue in it. But this this is where I this is where I, I call out the pacing and the yeah. and the way the story's laid out. Yes. I give it like a three. Yeah, okay. I so, I feel like that really, I feel like it really hurt the movie for me. i hmm. It'd
0: be a high three for me. I mean I think it's I think it's good, man. I, I listen. It's not again. It was hard for me to follow, but that's be, that's that's my limitation. It's not the movie's fault, right. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me a while to get used to the. the but I thought it was well written. I,
3: I thought I, the strong writing saved some of those issues yeah. for me. So again, I'm gonna go strong four. It's strong four across the board for me. Okay. With these, I think that's.
1: I, I, I'm I'm with the three. I think the movie relies way too much on. The end, which is so powerful, and it's like, well, we can just kind of like ease into the end, mm-hmm. in a way. It reminds me a lot of a movie that I really love, uh, *Scent of a Woman* with Al Pacino, mm-hmm. which totally a movie that relies on the end, the end scene where he, Al Pacino just blows everyone away with his final speech, and the beginning is could make you fall asleep. A
3: few good men might be another one that fits into that,
2: yeah. where that
3: ending scene is the. That carries yeah. the, the movie. Yeah, It's another Sorkin one, right?
2: I'm not sure. I
0: think it is, yeah.
3: Any other words on A Man For All Seasons? Brennan, mm-hmm. you got the title down. <laughs> How many seasons? And, and all, who's for, four. Them, for, all four. four of them? <laughs> four. All four. Four all four. I think
0: Grant and I are going to write the movie A Manager Out of Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and right. we're going to do that. I think That's we're going to make it. that happen.
3: Okay, so we are now leaving the shores of the United Kingdom and headed to Martha's Vineyard to talk a little Jaws. This is, as we said in the uh, the start of this, this is a beloved movie by a lot of BPC cast members here, uh, in, uh, including the three gentlemen that I have with me. Uh, it's a movie that I rewatched here for the first time in several years, and I really, really enjoyed. It kicks ass, like, let's be completely honest, it's a... It's a, a one hell of a movie.
0: It, it's a perfectly imperfect film. And that, yeah. that, that, to me, is everything. Like, nothing about this movie should have worked. Right. And, and somehow it became a masterpiece, Yeah, which is amazing.
3: Yeah, and uh, before we hop right into it, I do want to remind you that if, if you've been listening to some of the previous episodes of this podcast, we all selected our sub-50% movies uh, for Rotten Tomatoes. And at the time of this airing, you can go on social media right now and vote on which ones that you like. And as as the airing of this episode, you can go on. We probably will have already been in the second round of voting for it. So on social media, on Twitter, and uh, we'll be eventually on our Instagram account too, you can vote on which of those movies you liked up against each other. We're doing a little World Cup bracket. And the winner, we will do a, episode, a full episode on with the person who chose that. So it'll be interesting to see whether that will be Roadhouse or battleship or or the newsies or whatever whoever whatever movie was selected we will have a full bpc episode on it uh it should be interesting anyone like to uh kick us off here with first thoughts well
2: um i i don't make it uh i don't keep it any secret that jaws is my favorite movie ever um number one it's number one number one with a bullet it's a movie that i watch a couple of times a year so i've seen it so many times and I feel like it never loses its luster with me not one bit I never get bored of it Chris just said earlier and i we talked about this before with the uh, success through adversity it is a movie that on every level should not have worked mm-hmm. it should not have been successful but for some reason everything happened in a way where it became one of the biggest movies to have been ever made like Chris said perfect in its imperfection
0: it's also my absolute Thousand percent number one. I mean, it it pales, everything else pales in comparison in my, in my, in my Mm -hmm. life. It's the perfect movie. I have a connection to, I'm from New England originally, so I have like, it's hard to explain if you're from any of those, the states that are in New England, there's a feel, there's some sort of vibe that, that, that this movie captures like brilliantly. So I have, and I, and by the way, I saw it again, inappropriately young. No, so, me, me too. Uh, uh, it's just one of those things that I have a, an emotional connection with, and I can't say enough about it. We'll we'll, we'll try to say enough about yeah. it, but
3: it's not going to be enough. Yeah, <laughs> Brendan, you have a little more complicated past with it.
1: Yeah, so I also saw, saw this movie young and didn't like it. Thought of it as a dumb monster movie. Essentially, the concept was, well, what is the matter with these people? All they are got to do is not go in the water, and then the monster can't get them. <laughs> like... Problem solved. Obviously, it's more complicated than that. You grow up a little, you watch the movie, and you realize there's economics involved, there's politics involved. And this movie portrays all those things in a very good way, or they successfully portrayed is, is what I meant. Not good and bad. But um, I think it's actually, it's strangely fitting that, that we match Jaws with Man for All Seasons. I mean, we talked a little bit earlier on it. To say, kind of a weird, kind of a weird matchup, kind of a weird pairing, but in fact, it is. It works. Brody has someone who has sworn to protect society, and that's his oath. All these other things don't matter. Politics, economics doesn't matter. All he wants to do is keep people out of the water, kill the monster. That's what he battles. I think it's a similar thing. And, 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 he's, and, he's, and he's working against
0: uh, uh, the politics of the town. Right. That is yeah. all saying we're going to lose our livelihoods if we, if right. we close the beaches. Let's right. just
1: you're... do this for fellowship. right? It's, like, <laughs> yeah. Brennan, it's actually a brilliant
0: yeah, it's uh, a yeah. connection. Because you're right. They're more similar than we even knew going yeah. into this. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. For me, this is one also Brennan just... I mean, I had seen clips of it growing up. Clips of it in college, he, he, when I'm speaking for Grant and Brendan here, when we tackled the Rocky best picture, the sequels tend to sometimes seep into our consciousness of what the essence of the original movie and was.
0: Minimize the, the Yeah, radar.
3: because and I think that even when we were talking to people about us doing a Rocky podcast about, about Rocky One, the Rock Rocky. Yeah.
4: Right.
3: People remember Drago and people remember Mr. T and people remember Survivor and it's like they don't You know, it's that movie standalone is one hell of a piece of cinema. Yeah, and Jaws, much like it, the sequels and the scenes from the sequels seep into it, and that kind of got into my consciousness a little bit.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that the sequels of Jaws were anywhere near as successful as the sequels to Rocky. So, or as good. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Jaws two through four. They're hard. very bad. Yeah. Yeah. The original was, was kind of impervious to the stink of the sequels.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think one of the telling things
2: there is when we went to do the Rocky
1: podcast, like all right, we were all talking about how does each of us get these these movies economically. Um iTunes has the Rocky package. You can sure. get all the movies together. The Jaws package does not exist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't.
1: It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It They're be trying Jaws. to keep and, them separate. And Grant, of course you're right.
3: Yeah, They don't touch this original. But growing up, having only really seen clips of any of them, okay. and never seen Jaws beginning to end, I kind of just meshed a lot of it together. Oh, and yes, I had seen most of the boat scenes, just in all out of order, but had never seen it beginning to end, and Chris, my, you, myself, uh, RDB, yeah. and a, a group of some others kind of were doing like a thing where we do like a movie night, and each person picks one, and you had picked Jaws. Yeah.
0: I think which was a surprise to the group, but they were like, really? Like, that, like I think I remember getting that a little bit of that, like, yeah. Jaws? That's what you picked? And I'm like, dude, yeah. yeah. Like- <laughs> and, and that
3: was like the first time I really sat down and watched that oh. as a film, I was like, great! And this is. I'm
0: kind of proud that I gave you that. Yeah, very nice.
2: So several years ago, we're you're... we're right out of college. 20s. Right okay. out of college. That's yeah. a, that's amazing because like like you like it's always like I talk about Rocky, like I talk about Star Wars. It's always been in my life. Like I've never knew a time where I didn't know Jaws. Like yeah. images of Ben Gardner's head mm-hmm. and the late and the leg hitting the bottom of the of the ocean floor. Those have always been in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something I will always remember. It,
0: it gets better every time. You know, I never you know, get bored you know of it.
2: You notice so much more every time you watch it. The <sighs> background background players and all the, that. Yeah, it's, or even yeah.
0: like the smallest, most insignificant scenes. Uh, there's a scene between Brody and his son. That's my the, favorite scene in the, the movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> my so they're sitting there. Especially, I, I have a young child. Yeah. So there's a scene where the, the son is sitting there at the table and mimicking Making what, what uh, Brody yeah. is doing. Yeah, And I get, I literally, last time we, I watched it, re- like the other day, I... Teared up Like I got emotional
1: the,
0: It's yeah. like That's amazing to me You know and Like
1: That's that's interesting for me Because the Father to son um, Relationship there Kind of is lost on me Well that's that, that, That's what makes it trail. powerful
0: Because he's so He's such a, a Stoic figure In the movie yeah. He's very You know He's the chief of police He's in charge He's uh He's more of a, that Old school traditional father Who's Who Is quiet Strong silent type right. Doesn't give you much in that moment, he breaks down. He starts to goof around yes, with his yes, son, yes, and yes, and, yes, and, he's, yes. it, and he's my favorite part is when he says, "Give, give me a kiss," and you, and the kid's like, "Why?" He's like, "Because I, I need it," you yeah. know. Like, oh, which is yeah. oh my god, it, it gets I get emotional just yeah. talking about it. You yeah.
2: you're, tra- you're talking about. Maybe one of the worst days of Brody's life. Right. Yeah. Maybe one of the Weird. worst days of Brody's because life.
0: because Mrs. Ketner basically she, accuses him she of blamed him for killing his
2: son, and right. he's, right. And, he's ass, 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 and he's right, know. and she's right. And if everyone in the town that hates his guts, his kid still thinks the world of him so much yeah. that he wants to be him and be like him. He snaps his priorities back, in, you know, a little bit, and because he has to, he has to be the chief of police, but he's a father. He's still a father. And he still right. cares about his, still cares about his kids. And
0: he also has emotions, and he's feeling he needs the comfort in that moment yeah. from his son, yeah, which is exactly. like
2: a really beautiful moment. Yeah, anyway. uh,
3: Roy Schneider. I mean, oh god, so good. We'll, it's just a killer performance, and you know, he's he's someone where he he falls into our list in uh, the French Connection with Gene Hackman. Yeah, that's when we'll get to talk that he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor that year. So that's we'll get to talk a little bit more about him on, during that episode. But in this in this movie he is the rock yeah. that it needs to keep everything stable you have the wacky characters on the opposite ends yeah. with Dreyfus and Shaw but he is the rock and it's not like too much it's no, not he, too like it's not action movie he's, he's, vulnerable. He, he's yes. vulnerable he's vulnerable
0: which, which this scene provides that yeah. he's not, so the original uh, the original thought was Charlton Heston
4: to, yeah, play that, yeah. to play that
0: role. And that's the wrong choice. And, and, yeah, well, well, Spielberg thought about it and he was like, this guy, the, the, the audience is going to watch him, seeing all his other films, and be like, the shark doesn't have a chance, it's Charlton Heston, right? <laughs> yeah. like, and and it, it's so tough of an of a actor that it wouldn't make sense, you need somebody that was tough and a rock, like you said, yeah. but vulnerable too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's scared of the water. Yeah, Charlton he's, Heston. He's not scared of the water. Are you right, kidding me? Exactly. He,
3: he, he'll drink the whole ocean in one sip. You know, like <laughs>
1: yeah. it, it's, it
3: wouldn't work. And yeah. some coincidental connection there too is Heston was petitioning to be in *A Man for All Seasons*. That's also, right. That's Isn't weird. That
1: right? One of my favorite scenes in this movie because it's we we talked about it not being a horror movie. Um, yeah, I don't agree. That's I don't movie. agree yeah. that it is. Maybe it touches on a monster movie, a which thriller. Is different, you know, thriller. Yeah, I
0: feel like it's thriller. But no, it's an adventure. It's an adventure film. That's what it is. It's, it's an adventure film, and it's yeah.
1: one of my favorite scenes. that touches on the monster movie type thing. Is they're all they're having the town meeting, and then uh, the shark killer is sitting in the back. Oh, so I mean, that's that's, that's, a, that's one wow.
2: of the best introductions. Of any character. I'll tell you how you take care. Yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh wait, right. he starts. Yeah. He starts then, the, the whole first, the first room lines, stops. The first line out of his mouth is, "You all know me." And that's <laughs> yes, it. It's like it's right. like. And like that's that's the brilliance of Spielberg is that this movie feels so lived in. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know anybody, but you know everybody.
0: But you mm-hmm. know that it, and every but you know everybody knows everybody's oh, yeah. a small town, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, sorry, except for Dreyfus, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. everybody and knows that, everybody.
3: That scene is a Spielberg. Oh yeah. Uh, insertion. Yeah. That's not uh that's yeah, okay. not done that way the the way that mm. it, from the original screenplay had presented if he needed a he needed to... to really pack a punch at oh, this Oh god, he do- and he does.
1: And it's, it's like one of those, I'll tell you how to kill a shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know God, so. and I yeah, he's like, like, He says, you,
0: you know how I make a living, is yeah. what he says. Right. You
1: yeah. all know yeah. how I make he, a living. He does it much more tactfully. I I almost look at it as a comic thing. I feel that the inspiration, that, that role or that scene inspires the pet cemetery character of. Oh, that road. You don't want to go uh, down that road. <laughs>
3: Fred Quinn's Fred <laughs> right, character in that. It's very much right, like yeah. that, though. It's interesting.
2: Like... It, was, it was interesting because there was a deleted scene of of the original introduction of Quinn. And uh, yes. first, at first he's making. At first he's in like. Well, no. At first he's in a. Um, isn't he in like some kind of like, general store and the kids playing the clarinet and he's like making fun of the kid playing the clarinet <laughs> I'm not familiar and with then, that which yeah, I'd like and, to see Robert Shaw do that personally you can find it and then he goes then he and his little buddy go and they watch Moby Dick Moby in uh, the, the theater and he's laughing yeah. he's, yeah. La- he's yeah. laughing at Captain Nahum it's very yeah, much yeah. like yeah. So, it's very so much very.
0: like um Cape Fear uh uh, 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 yeah. uh De Niro and Cape Fear he basically runs everybody out of the theater laughing at Moby Dick and how ridiculous it is right like uh, what is that? What it is? Like, yeah, yeah, they
3: couldn't get the rights. They couldn't get the rights for he, Moby Dick. Yeah, because mm-hmm. who?
0: Because who was in that movie? Uh, in Moby Dick? Oh, whoever. Whoever. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know the actor. Whoever was in it uh, had the rights to it, and he he hated the movie and hated the performance, and he he didn't oh, want it to so be funny. he didn't want it to be seen again. So <laughs> yeah, he didn't yeah. want it in the movie. That's great. But that was supposed to be the original introduction I mean, of quiz Again, like again, it's
2: happy accident. It's good that it did, that wasn't the yeah, case yeah, because. Yeah. The Introduction at the town hall meeting is so much more powerful. Yeah. Gregory Peck. Yes, the, that's
0: uh, it. Thank
3: you. Talking about the Roy Shinardi character, and one of my favorite moments of this movie, it's tough to say anything's your favorite moment because there's, there's so a, many. There's so no, no, no. Like, there's I, just. No, there's I,
0: one best moment, yeah. but we'll get to that. I have 18 <laughs> so, favorite moments of this movie. So <laughs> so there's
3: I, one that's. I love. Above. Yeah. I love the pacing of the town going one way. Yeah. And him having to swim upstream the other way with the crisis going on yeah. and the, collecting the materials to make signs to close yeah. the beach. Right. And he's got yeah. it and he's got his one deputy and he's like, I need you to paint these signs. Pol- Don't you, you can't do the cursive. Polly, does, her- the, Polly, Polly does the scripting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can write to it. Polly does, does the, the scripting. <laughs> right. yeah, and it's that's just, just the, but, the lived-in world. Yeah, the idea is that like the thought of closing the beach is so inconceivable that we don't even have a beach is closed you sign. Have we have yeah. to literally right. paint them.
0: Swimming upstream is a really good a way to look at it because even before that when they, uh, uh, Mrs. Kettner puts out the $3,000 reward for catching yeah. the shark, then town is inundated with every, all these fishermen or you yeah. w- yeah. wahoos uh, whatever they're, yeah. you know yahoos whatever you're calling them. And he's trying to, like, you know, he's literally upstream, like, stop, don't do this, yeah, don't do this! Hey, these are your, people. he's talking to the yeah. deputy, these are your people, talk yeah, to them. Talk like, to him. help Help me out here, you know?
2: Um, a big a big theme of this movie is uh, is Brody being an outsider. Yeah, right. And, that, and, that's, and yes. that's true in Amity, and that's also true on, on The, North, the boat. Yeah, Where he is mm. so, there is a, uh, we'll brief on it, we'll touch on it momentarily, and then we'll go back to it and give it its full due. The scene where they're comparing scars. Where where Hooper and Quint are comparing scars. The best that's and, the best scene in the and, movie. And, right? and you know, they're they're doing all oh, this I got I got this in Boston at an arm wrestling contest and, and you know and Hooper has like a thresher shark, you know, whatever. And the only thing Brody has is, is an epidectomy scar. That's right. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> thing he has. He looks down at this insignificant right. surgery scar yeah. with no great story to tell. Right. And he's, com- he's completely out of his element. He's a city and both- boy. Yeah, in both. He's a city boy. I'll remind and- you, this is your first summer here, Chief. Yeah, in both. <laughs> in both Amity and in New York. He's trying to find his identity. Yeah. Well, and, and
1: one of the things on that, too, is that he leaves the island. So, the island, he had the same thing. He was fighting politics, he was fighting economics. Mm-hmm. He leaves the island, goes on New York, and he has the same thing. Yeah. Is that he's got the rich boy, uh, the rich boy Marine scholar. Yeah. Uh, and the old drunk fisherman, yeah. However, fisherman who's experienced. You
0: can say that about Dreyfus's character, but you, what you come to find out is he's well equipped to deal with what's happening. He's sure. he's a seaman. I mean, he is. He he knows what he's doing. So he's he's. Well, uh, uh, equipped for this, and yeah. obviously, Quint is, yeah. He is Roy Schreiner's character, is n- yeah. not no. Rhody is not equipped for any
3: of yeah. it. Save the working class hero crap, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: well that's <laughs> really your life.
1: Problem, <laughs> yeah. is Give is me those city hands, city. let yeah. me see those hands. Yeah. You've been money on your life. Is he gonna do this out on the boat? <laughs> that was, he's, he's weathered for it, but the fact is that, uh, the dispute between. Quint and Hooper creates a problem, because finally Quint loses, and Quint has to turn to Hooper and say, how about that cage? That's yeah, yeah. a great right. moment. Yeah. That's right. such so, a great so, moment, yes. So, So one was he's down to the, into the other one's technique. Well, that that brings us to
0: something really important, is, uh, I don't know, Brendan or Kieran, how much you know about their Robert Shaw and uh, Richard Dreyfuss' <laughs> yeah, relationship is, in real life. I need to talk oh, about Oh, boy. It. Okay, yeah. it's, it's brutal. Uh, they <laughs> did not get along. Yeah. At all, nope. sharp, I mean, we're talking about bullies. physical altercations. Shaw
2: bullied Griffiths badly, oh,
0: wow. and he uh, so. Roy, uh, Robert Shaw died young, uh, severe alcoholic. He died of a heart attack, but I mean, alcohol related. Yeah, he, had
3: a t- t- he it seems like he had a tough life. He you know, he, was a, he was a, he was a
0: classically and... trained uh, actor, uh, British actor, and at the time they they were heavy drinkers generally.
3: He sure. had, his contemporaries were all heavy drinkers. His his wife basically drank herself to death. Yeah. He, Couple years before his, his death. death, so they—they're yeah. you know—and
0: yeah. he's—he's drunk. I mean, his drinking on this picture is well documented. <laughs> yeah. yeah. and and there, everybody, uh, Rushdie, Richard Dreyfus said he's—he was a wonderful gentleman until he had that first sip, right. and after that, he was a complete yeah. fucking maniac. That and
3: was... y- you were, one of you guys was talking a little bit about show, or Chris. I think it was you. You were saying you know you don't know much about his work beyond this. He, and one thing that I just heard in listening to the the making a Jaws documentary yeah. and, and these guys talking is the one thing that they all characterized them as was competitive. Absolutely yeah. on screen, competitive. Yeah. And I had until I heard that I never thought as I've, I've never acted before. I don't know anything yeah. of the world. That's an interesting concept, you know. Yeah. As you, you get it from to, an you athlete try standpoint, to, but you try as to an try actor, to dunk.
2: You can. You, it's possible to dunk on people. While acting, like, Honestly, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah, you look. I mean, I'll bring up there blood again. That, that all, all that has him and Paul Dan, Daniel Day Lewis and Paul Dano trying to dunk on each other. Yeah, yeah that's It's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. yeah. Uh, it, I think it, it does.
0: It depends on the actors, right? Uh, Dreyfus, in retrospect, says I he his his bullying and and our relationship led to my uh, my performance it, being what it was. It yeah. worked really, but good. at the time. It was. Not he, I mean, he, dude, he's. He hate, they hated each other. They yeah. fucking mm-hmm. hated and each other. And they're on your own boat. Yeah, you can't get and any mean, closer. I mean, to the point where, like, at one point, Richard Dreyfus takes his glass of scotch and takes the whole glass and chucks it overboard, which you don't do. You don't <laughs> yeah. do to a drinker like Robert Shaw. No. Like, yeah. it, it, there's a, also a moment where Robert Shaw says, "I bet you can't do 20 pu- good push-ups. 20 you 20 can't good push-ups. do good push-ups." And and Dreyfus like, "Yeah, I can." Of course. And, of course he couldn't. Right? He didn't. Like, he couldn't.
2: him yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Jump you, off the top of the orca. He try. He tried to get him to it. Spielberg's like, no, don't fucking. You're do gonna that. kill him. <laughs> he he basically said, killed. you can't. You can't. Do you can't
0: climb up the mast and jump off the top yeah. of the orca. Right. And he was like, hey, he's, he's like, yeah, on. I can. And, and Spielberg's like, no, you cannot. Like, yeah, absolutely not. So, so that, but it led to this brilliant performance oh, right. because he was there. Their characters were supposed to be at odds, and, and they, they were they, really they, they, at and odds. And then
2: Scheider Str- was in the middle, like he was. Yeah. The actor was in the middle, and the characters in the middle. Yeah. And, and the point that I was getting at it is Brody,
1: Brody is battling the same things on the island that he's now battling on the boat. Sure, Brody has one goal: kill the freaking shark. Yeah. All of a sudden, everywhere he goes, everyone has different goals. Or we do, we'll do it my way. Or yeah, we won't right. do it. Yeah. And, you know, it's—he's like, why don't we just I'm, kill him? Yeah, I it mean, doesn't matter how. I mean, we Quint do it. and Hooper
0: are the as similar as you can be and be as polar opposite yeah, as they can one be. One wants pictures. Characters. One wants the
2: head. Well, there's well, yeah. it's, this right. <laughs> I don't know if it's too early in the discussion to bring on this this heady uh, theory of the of Hooper Quint or Quint. Hooper and Brody being the uh, the id, ego, and superego oh, wow kind of manifested oh, in humanity. I've never heard. Sure. And so so Quint is the id. He is just all impulses. Oh, yeah. Like I want that shark. I want that shark. I want to smash the radio. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he has yeah, a, exactly. As we'll talk about
0: later, he has a personal vendetta against them. Sure. Right. Oh yeah.
2: And then we'll talk about that. And then uh, Hooper is the superego. ego. Super thought out. The intellectual overthinker. And and you know it's just very like more sensitive and then Brody is the ego who is whose job is to balance everything out wow. everything channels through him and awesome. it, it, it's it's even on as early as the, when they meet and he has like the, um, the, the the fishing line you know he has he has Hooper make the knot and it cuts that's it even, that's it bites it right off yeah that, but that's even but he's yeah like there's, he's like you're not gonna do this on the boat are you? like that's the that's the job of the ego is to kind of Get these two, like the angel and the devil, yeah. to kind yeah. of play nice. Do yeah. You think and that's that was a conscious thing? I think or it was. You
0: you think Spielberg had? Was I think, I think the I writer, think, right? I think, um, I, think, I think there's. They I were think, writing the script day to day. There was no script yeah. when they started the movie. Yeah, they yeah. were yeah. writing it, but it was based
2: on the book, so there was a working yeah. The, source. Though. Yeah, okay, and there's an archetypal design there. If you have three characters, I think here, I feel how like going to focus. Yeah, that's yeah, not that's not an uncommon thing that happens in movies. I can't. Think of an example right now, but it's it, and
3: Peter Benchley did was the
2: author yeah, author. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And and much like Man for All Seasons, the author also wrote the screenplay, so he had uh, he just used uh, one of the writers.
0: originally, but it got completely rewritten during the movie. Every day after shooting, Spielberg would go in with the, the new the new writer, like twenty pages, and the actors. Yeah, yeah. the actors. Well, wrote one the of the actors well. was a
3: co writer, Robert Shaw. Yeah, Robert yeah. Shaw wrote,
0: which I think we need special time for the Indi- Indianapolis conversation. Right, okay. uh, he wrote he. He took that. There was a nine-page script about the Indianapolis, and he he was like, "I can't speak no, for twenty minutes about this." Mid- he yeah. cut it down to five pages. Yeah, yeah. And so he's um, a gift. He was a gifted writer and I, I think now's a good time.
3: Ever. Is a good time to talk about it. That's because that. I mean, that for me is that's, that's, that's the best the, part of the movie. And is, so the, the lore with that, as well as I'm sure you guys know, is and this goes right into Shaw's drinking. Yeah, is that well? You know, the guy's drunk. I'm going to do this drunk. It was, disaster. and he butchers it. It's disaster. Butchers it. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. Disaster. He, he it, embarrasses himself. Embarrasses yeah. himself. and by all, expect, the, yeah, yeah. by all effects. Yeah, but this is you a guy expect. challenging people to do push ups He's probably the most accomplished actor on set. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, yeah. By so far. he's 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 kind of Richard Dreyfuss had everybody. some heat
0: on him, and he was the young cocky like right. you know coxman kind of like having a lot of fun time, and he was like, and and Robert Shaw was like, look at like there's one point he's like, look at you. Know, right. The look at, look, so, you look, you are tubby, like you're yeah. wasting yeah. your youth. Yeah, you look, yeah. you look yeah. doughy. He's like, yeah. you know, like what? It's a shame <laughs> at your age, you know, like. So he's fucking with
3: him constantly, but Robert Shaw is <laughs> by yeah. far the most seasoned and, yeah. actor. and he picked Dreyfus out of the bunch and said, "This, this guy's yeah, getting, that's, getting, that's getting that's up." The, yeah, get so you have the super cocky, confident actor with with the resume he has. You know, I'm going to do this drunk, butchers it. They can't take. The whole day was lost. Yeah, day was lost. Yeah. He felt so horrible I know. Yeah, that yeah. He, he calls up Spielberg that night or the next morning, whatever it was, and he goes, Please let me do it again. Give yeah. me another shot. Give me another shot to do it. You know, I I, I want to make this right. The next day they do it in one take. Yeah. Yeah. That speech is done in one it's take. So, it's so And great. they all, and, and I think Dreyfus went as far as saying there's a lot of time when you're acting, you're pretending to be the, listening yeah. to what someone's sure. doing. That's part of acting. Kind it's kind of like, okay, okay I have mind. to act yeah. engaged. He goes. I wasn't acting. <laughs> like I was engaged yeah. in every. I was
2: hanging yeah. on every yeah. word the guy was saying. Chills. You get chills it's, watching. It's one. Of the, it's one of the best monologues in film. I, I agree yeah. completely.
0: I I would say it's probably the best monologue in my opinion. My opinion, the best monologue in cinema history. Yeah. I. Mean, it's, it's so. And weird. historically completely accurate. Mm-hmm. And nothing they said was uh, at all um, fictional. Everything that they say happened, happened. Except for obviously him
2: being well, part of it. Yeah, and, uh, and there's a very little known incident until Zill Jaws. That's yep. right. Yeah.
0: The, so after the movie came out, um, one of Spielberg's, I think it was like a housekeeper or something like that, called him and was like, I can't come into work today. And they were he, he was like, well, why? And she's like, I didn't know how my, f- I think, I don't know, it was a family member. I didn't know how this person died until I just saw your movie. And now Man. I know what happened to them. Jesus. So it's like wow. I mean, that yeah. gives you chills, yeah. you know. Like underrated part of that mm. scene is Richard Dreyfus because, like you said, Kieran, the reaction shots of him—he's are him, him like, he's like, legitimately yeah. like, whoa. Like there this is, is a, a, a you. He says, like at one point, he's like, "You were
2: on the interview." Oh, I love know, that. I then, love that. You yeah. were on. He
0: knew exactly what it yeah, was. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, in yeah. It and,
3: yeah
0: the, I'm getting the chills. I'm literally chills. Yeah. There's
2: there's a moment where there's a moment where Hooper and Brody look at each other while they're while he's while he's talking. I forget at which moment it was, but there's a moment where they can you believe this it's just like, Are you fucking serious? Yeah, like this right is like what he... Yeah. Yeah.
0: and it explains his whole yeah. origin story. The, the movie doesn't work if you don't understand why Robert Shaw is, yeah, it does what he like does. That. Like it doesn't you, you make get, sense. Yeah, you
2: get Hoop you get how Hooper was into sharks. Over He explains uh, it. Yeah, he explains it. It was a very like cute story threat, and Thrusher Shark, yeah, yeah, right? And, and he destroys and he's, his he's, little he's, boat is on a sailboat as a kid and and and, right. and then you have this this Terrible story, yeah, of, of of Quince, where he's just his buddies being bitten in half and then toppling over like a top, and just
3: that little smile he's got while he's telling the story, yeah. too. It's just yeah. like, you know, I mean, this is
2: what I lived through, yeah, yeah it is. I don't know, the average bone children, I can watch yeah. it. A million. Th- I I I, I want to watch it right now. Like Ooh. there's a scene. Those lifeless eyes. Black guys. It's like a dolls, 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 doll's eyes. Uh. Anyway, we delivered the bomb. Yeah. That's oh, a good, oh what so a, great, a great. Sorry, Brendan. Sorry. sorry what a great
1: bro. way to end it though. Yeah. 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 We yeah. Did we, the ball, we delivered the bomb. The Yeah.
2: Sorry, Brendan. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. Well then the movie continues and there's a scene I'd love to get your take on is that they hit the motor and they head for the shore, and and the shark chases. them and they're kind of like this. you ever seen Shark do this? No. And Quint's just on the motor and they're like throw, throw it back you're going to kill it you're gonna kill it. No! It's it's, like, it's, going to no! It's the id. Yeah. Well, sure sure that's the id but like a rational person okay. would sit there and say pull back just, on the you motor You just answered your own question
0: yeah. to me. He's not a rational person. All
2: all he he, wants is the shark. He wants...
0: He he doesn't care if he lives or dies. He wants that shark. Well, to me... And and then they can't go in. The the, the reason he does that is because once he blows that engine, they can't go home. He doesn't want to go home without the shark. That's that's an interesting point, is that he doesn't actually want to get to shore. We're going to get the shark, or we're going to die trying. And Brody... If it's up to Brody, we're going back. Yeah, I have a family to get back We're, we're going yeah, we're getting more boats. We're going to call back we're and get, get a bigger boat, right? We're going to get <laughs> a bigger <laughs> boat yeah. or other people to help. Brody's like, "No, uh, I'm sorry. Quint is like, "No." Yeah. We're here. Live or die. We're we're mm, this we're yeah. getting this. We're doing Let's. this. That's why that makes to me that's why that makes sense that he blows the engine. I cuz it sounds it, on the surface it seems ridiculous. Why would somebody yeah. do that?
2: This is something that Spielberg, especially earlier Spielberg did really well was he threw these little touches of humanity in his movies and made characters, every character relatable in some aspect. And there's a part there where Hooper's telling Bro- uh Hooper's telling Quint to lay off the throttle and, you know, and yeah, like, ay, ay, get out of here, you, know, yeah, you know, get ab- out of barks, here. Yeah. barks at him. And then like Hooper's like takes a breath and looks right at Brody. He's just like, hold on. Because like, he mm-hmm. knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows that this ship's going to fail.
0: God, I just think about the acting that is involved in when the three barrels oh, go down. Oh, so good. The three barrels go down, yeah, and he sees serious. that. And, and, have and you ever seen this Dreyfuss before? Like, Dreyfus says yeah. that, right? Have you ever seen this before? He's like, no. No. And, and dude, he, he again, you're going chills. You, you feel the fear. He's feeling completely, like, holy oh, shit. Completely like, this is not normal. Yeah. Like, I've never seen this before.
2: Completely bewildered.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, that's yeah. it's unbelievable.
3: Scale is. Kind of important with this movie, if when you just really kind of get into the fear of what's going on, and I'm I'm watching this movie laying in bed, and they're talking about the the tiger sharks that were attacking the Annapolis. Yeah,
2: yeah. And a what
3: they were? Uh, <laughs> a what? Yeah. Uh, thir- thirteen feet, I believe he said yeah. they were thirteen footers from the nose to the tail. Yeah. And I kind of looked at my bed, which is a little more than six feet, I guess you know. So I doubled the bed in my mind and was like, well bro, that's a big ass shark. You know, if you just think of like the then, length of two beds yeah. up against each other, and that's the tiger shark. Now oh. we're gonna double that. Yeah. Because yeah. this is it's a thirty f- foot or, or twenty five. 25, 25, twenty five. That was a four. What do you think of twenty? He's
0: like twenty five. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was again that
2: was quite I was one upping the Hooper just for so no reason. So four of my
3: beds lined up and then add some girth to it. That is Three a true it. monster. Yeah,
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a it is a like you see. It's almost as big as the orca is. It's yeah when it when it swims up next to it. It yeah. is a yeah. tremendous shark. Yeah. And, yeah. and scale is. Uh, I'd like to bring up. I mean,
0: we're going to bring up all the elements of the movie. I think, but the one one of the ones that I mean. Without this, I don't know if the movie is as big as it is. Is the movie poster, which we're actually all looking at? Yeah, uh, it's, Chris it's prim- prominently uh, hanging in my home.
3: We're in the the Chris's Chris Cheese version of the of the BPC studio where we uh, recorded the Rain Man episode previously. Sorry. This is our first time back in since, and you have a lot of nice decorations here. You have the the poster. There's a, a bottle opener with the shark. Yeah, here as well. I
0: have also the board game. I have and I have the movie poster and and uh, I have a chalkboard that says. Cinema always showing. What is it? And and Jaws written in. I did not things. write that for this. I, it's always up. Yeah. So, uh,
3: Grant has his Jaws shoes on. I have some shark shorts. He has on. a Jaws
0: shirt on as well. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: We does what, it? At, say. Right, right. We, we, like,
2: we like. Larry Mayor, Vaughn.
0: Mayor Larry Vaughn. Business, business, first. business first. Which is <laughs> that's, that's something that we can that's dive great. into a little bit. Yeah. Later. Well, let's. Why not? So. So the poster. Uh. And, and talking about scale. So basically, what happened was they commissioned this artist, and. They they wanted something that that was that showed the scale of the shark, how gigantic it was, as opposed to most sharks. So, what he he went to a museum and found a shark that was to kind of the scale of what what they what they thought would make sense. They founded a model that, that swam on a stool she she laid yeah. a, her stomach on a stool and did a bunch of poses swimming and he created this off of an actual shark it's a real shark, but I mean this to scale I mean there's no shark on earth that is the scale of which the poster represents
3: yeah um, yeah. yeah and and it, and basically if you've if you've seen the book the book cover is a version of the poster but without the scale the paperback the original
0: yeah. was did not have that poster yeah. or that that artist oh is all. that right yeah they did okay. it for the paperback okay and yeah right it's not the same though it's like, as a, the movie yeah, like a black and white yeah um and basically they he did it he wanted to do it in a way that would looked gigantic but didn't look unrealistic again one of the elements that just fell into place this yeah. guy just had the right vision in yeah, the right exactly. moment you
3: know yeah and Brendan, you were um really struck by the Economic factor of the movie. Yet. So I want to talk about the mayor a little bit. What a an interesting heel and a complex heel because I think that you can watch this movie through his perspective. Sure. And he's not. And he's obviously he's ultimately the anti-hero of the movie. But it, it's you can put yourself in his shoes and find a reasonable. Stance to be in.
2: Yeah, I I feel that the most compelling calling him a villain doesn't seem correct. He's a cl- he's a fool. Yeah, he's kind of the fool. fool of the movie. But like, but when you have like a he's certainly portrayed as a villain. A, you have a quote unquote villain. I oh, I, I always I always like it where you can tell he's rash. He's he believes he's doing good. Any villain, I don't care what you are. I I, I feel like I feel like it makes a much more compelling villain. If you believe that they believe that they're doing the right thing, and and Mayor Larry Yvonne is no is no different.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think this goes back to Henry the Eighth. Is Henry the Eighth is uniting the country? He's he's giving them a son to be the next king. Right. I mean that's what Henry the Eighth is doing. Yet he's defying church morals. Everything at all at the same time. The mayor is the same thing.
0: I I, I don't agree that he's... I don't think he, he was meant to or is a villain. I think he's somebody who... First of all, this is a situation nobody's ever been <laughs> had to make before at, in this town, right? Right. And he's made, He ha, He's looking at two... He's stuck in between a rock and a hard place here.
2: Yeah. I
0: either panic everybody, shut down the beach, and l- the again, like you said, put the entire island on welfare
3: for the right. winter. He, he or...
0: We, we just open up and hope for the best. You know? like,
3: Here's where I'm going to disagree with you on the narrative end of it and where like in, in his essence 100% like you could remake the the telling of this movie through his perspective where you could kind of see what his point was. with The scene where he literally taps the guy in the shoulder and says how come no one's going in the water? How, yeah. Get in the I water. Know. Take yeah, your kids and a, go okay, in the water. That That's where great. they hammer home the That, that was a bridge yeah, too yeah. far. Yeah. That,
0: that, I, I think it's more of a like a, a like an idiot. Than, uh, than a... He's not evil. He doesn't... Like, he doesn't uh, no, because think he's because like, he can't has, put your kids in there
3: and let them get eaten. He no. has his redemption... Si- no, I don't know if it's redemption, but with where he's smoking the cigarette and he goes, my kids run that beach. Yeah, it's not a redemption. It's, 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 he's humanized. Yeah. yeah he's humanized.
0: Right. And you can say, by the same... Miss Kettner slapping him, which she really did several hundred times. A lot of times. Slapped the shit out of Roy Writer <laughs> in real life. Every time. There was no, like, pulling back. Like, she yeah. slapped him a million times. Um, You can say that about Miss Ketner too, like, yeah, okay, your kid got, yeah, maybe he's partially responsible. His kid was also, and Michael was in the water too, yeah. so like, he obviously didn't think that that would happen.
3: But that's either. the yeah, when you're when you're an elected official or you're a person of with with great <laughs> power, power comes great responsibility.
0: He does give in at the beginning to uh, the pressure, political pressure, exactly, right, Rose Yeah, if it was up to him, they would have closed the beaches after the first girl, um, mm-hmm. uh,
2: uh, 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 Christy Watkins, Christy.
0: Yeah. Like, well, uh, it, once she, died, he wanted to close the beaches then, but he gave in to political pressure. Then the Kettner boy dies, and now he's like, okay, now we have to do something. Yeah. You know? He
1: gives in through the whole movie. Yeah. Gives in on the island when they get on the boat. He continues yeah. to give in yeah. because he continues to think that he's not, he's not the one called to do this. Right.
3: Thing. Yeah. Where the whole time and he was
1: when the whole time he yeah. was, and it yeah. wasn't till Hooper hides. Cooper hides down in the depths. Yeah. Uh, Quint gets eaten, and now it's up to him. Yeah. And he's he comes up with the idea. He gets the canister in the shark's mouth, and he shoots it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. He, and he had to know-how the whole time.
3: And yeah. him and and that's that's true. Good when point. he wins yeah. on the on the water, where he wins on the land is where he slaps that contract down in front of the Mayor. And says, sign it. You're gonna
2: sign it. Yeah. And yeah. That's it. Now. Yeah. 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 So that's his you're, land you're victory. And you're gonna do You're, gonna do, what, you're, ah. gonna, you're yeah. gonna do what you do best. You're gonna sign this paper. Yeah. A great. Yeah. Great point,
0: Karen. John Williams. Can we get started
1: on John Williams? You mean the best, the best yeah. living composer? Absolutely. John yep. Williams. Yeah. Other other um, other best picture award winners. Yes. Uh, yes. What the, oh my ones? God. So, so, the, uh, list, the, the list. The list is amazing. He
3: has five wins. Is and he was, did he win for each I believe about 50 nominations. Like Dude, five nine. wins? That's it? Yeah. Yeah. But f- about 50 nominations. Okay. He should, he should have 49. At <laughs> least, I mean, in my opinion.
1: He's... Well, Superman should have gotten nominated.
0: Superman! Harry
1: Potter. Star Wars. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, picture. Home Alone. Oh, did he do Home Alone? He
0: did Home Alone. Uh, did <laughs> I mean, it's. It, I mean, hey, lists, you laugh. He he that's wrote, a
3: pretty. That's yeah. a pretty definitive. Yes, it is. Oh, score there. A score, yeah, he, uh, awesome. He, he also, he, also
0: he, he, he wrote the Olympics song. How about Jurassic uh, Park? Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. I mean, Jurassic come on. Park. Yeah. So,
1: Another uh, man versus. Uh, but this this
0: Nick one Nick he's Nick. not this one he's not famous yet. Like he's not well known. At no. This point. And he does he does the, the two note dun dun his dun ex- dun his explanation and, that's perfect and, and and Spielberg's response is. No no. Show me the real one. Like what's the, re-
3: yeah, right. the real right. one. Like that's that's can't be it. Okay, so uh as John Williams, he's the second most nominated the second most Oscar-nominated person of all time with fifty-two nominations. Walt Disney is number one with fifty-nine. I was gonna say,
2: really, I was going yeah. to say Meryl Street. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> is, are
1: they counting like his whole corporation?
0: Yeah, that's. I was. That's my yeah. question. Walt Disney is it him well, or is producer, it the company?
3: Well, as a producer. He also has a lot of anima- animated films, but fifty-nine total animation.
2: 59 I mean, total mean, like, back, nominations back
3: for, in, for music for Walt Disney. For score No, this music? is for just nominations in general. The most oh, nominated person. Oh, I see. So okay. Walt Disney's the most nominated person, fifty-nine. Wow. John Williams at fifty two. Oh, okay. That his makes wins sense. were Fiddler on the Roof, was his first win. Jaws, Star Wars, E.T., which is another one we didn't mention. Yeah, I brought that up. And Schindler's List. What about Indiana Jones? Nominated did not win. Oh my God. One so, of the best songs ever. <laughs> Come on. <of> the best <laughs> themes ever. Yeah. His first nomination, 1968. His most recent, 2020.
1: What was 2020? What was the... Uh,
3: Star Wars. He, oh, he,
1: the he new has, one. The he he gets nominated
2: for every Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know what I yeah. think
1: is the best theme ever, to be honest? Is um Back to the Future. Great one, yeah. Such an underrated. Oh, sorry, the Sylvester. So, it's that uh, Huey and Lewis and the News. Yeah, no, 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 a, no, no, Was no. it
0: Sylvester? Was it? Was it, <laughs> was that it is. And
1: that's and, one of. That's one of the. That's that's
0: one of the songs. That one. Oh, that one. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. What's he talking about? Lewis. Ghostbusters actually stole Huey Lewis's. <laughs> gotta
1: go back in time. You don't need no credit card to ride
0: this train. A lot of the attention is put on the don't the shark theme Steven Spielberg says that it saved the movie because they couldn't use the shark. It,
2: it, announced, it announced the right. shark's presence when you couldn't see it, yeah. right? Sure. Which they couldn't show it because the shark yeah. didn't work. It, like, so it was, it was like a. What I speech.
1: meant to wasn't as hokey as I had remembered it. Uh, uh, be.
2: they did it subtly. They did it tactfully. It's, it's legendary because, it's because you yeah. hear it all the time in yeah. like comedy right. and right. stuff. That's yeah. right.
3: I, exactly. I will say there's a... and this is like, listen. I'm, I don't want. I'm gonna get rocks thrown in my house for saying this here, but there's a couple moments where he's rocking out a little hard with the score. Like, like, you know, like They're, they're just he, on the boat going like has. Chris is getting angry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking <laughs> jump <laughs> over I'm, the this, I'm just saying like, there's some moments where they're on the boat and it's like he has his Marty McFly moment of him shredding on the guitar and everyone's just like, whoa, what's going on here? There are a
2: few very adventure songs when they're like chasing the shark. Yes, right. He's flexing. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. It feels a little out of place well I still I still yeah, I still love it
0: but there are besides the you know the famous dun 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 the two note thing mm. there's parts of the score that are really whimsical and you you see the beginnings of what he does in Star Wars and, and yeah, I hear mm-hmm. a lot of Harry Potter going on yep. in, in, in this movie when Dreyfus and um, and uh, Roy Scheider are, are on the boat when he's drunk and they're going they find the boat the abandoned boat, and they find the head. You know, the the head. I was out. just going to bring it up. I thought that's that, one of the, the best well, moments in the score. The, yeah. But the music, yeah, the music. It's it's whimsical. Mm-hmm. There's something about it. It's 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 not. At, when they're approaching the boat, once they're in there, it gets a little ominous. But like approaching it, there's a, whim, a whimsy going on. There's yeah. kind of it's like it's very Harry Potter esque to me. Like
2: yeah. you see the beginnings of what he does later. He does a good job, kind of matching the the music with the tone of the okay. characters yeah. and the like, like. When I were kind of talking about the, the kind of the goofy adventure music, <laughs> right. but that is when like they're chasing the shark and Dreyfus is like, "That's a fast fish," and he's like enamored with yeah. with how with how amazing this miracle of evolution is. Yeah, it's used appropriately to kind of match what the characters are going through. We're gonna get into a little talk about
3: whether this is a horror movie or not, and I think I'm gonna have to go after you guys a little bit because you guys neither of you think that it is, and I, I I'm gonna. Take the other side of that debate but before we do that if you've listened to our silence of the lambs episode myself joey r and chris g here picked uh three of our favorite horror movies and we did it based on uh a certain set of criteria one a horror classic one as a an underrated or overlooked or a movie that needs a little bit of a shout out and then the third one being one that you thought could have been nominated for best picture and grant uh wanted to contribute yeah too, i wanted
2: sorry. I want to throw my head in when I heard when I heard the criteria of what you guys are doing I was like, oh that sounds like a lot of fun The underrated first okay and my underrated horror movie is Friday the 13th part two it is it's the best one of the series and it is a uh it's a really great movie and it's they kind of dive into the psychology of Jason a little bit they have this girl like the final girl i forget i forget her name but she this is the first one where Jason is the killer. And like, you know it, yeah. Right, like you, know, you know, the Jason, the guy, yeah. Jason, this is before the hockey mess, he's wearing a burlap sack with an eye hole mm-hmm. in it, and he's, like, setting traps, and he's more of, like, a man of the woods than this, than this unstoppable killing machine. Um, he's a lot more vulnerable, and it feels, feels more realistic. Is he,
0: is he not, is he mortal in that second one? I, I mean, he's defined it. mortal,
2: he doesn't die in any of them. Well, but <laughs> right, but I mean, yeah, that's but true. he's okay. But he's, yeah, he's a guy that, like, he gets, like, cut in the shoulder, like that's really the only, that's only, like the big wound he gets. He gets yeah. 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 So like Freddy
1: versus Jason. No, yeah, no. This immortal, isn't even like Freddy yeah. even like...
0: Freddy. I mean, Freddy's immortal. We know, right. we know yeah, he's yeah. in your dreams. He's dead already. Uh, he's and, alive. You know,
2: you. Immortal, right? Yeah. So he, so it goes. So it kind of dives into, like, who this character is, and and even goes to so much as where. They they find the Jason's mother. Jason built a shrine for his mother in the movie, and he and she puts on the mother sweater, and she kind of tricks right. him into thinking that's his mother, so they can get the the um you know the drop on him. It's it's a it's a really well done movie, and it's the best one of the series. Okay,
3: yeah, I I don't I, unfortunately I don't have much to add to the Jason world. I, I have not. I don't think I've seen a full oh, Jason movie. I'm I'm, 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 oh, I'm more of a oh. Jason guy
1: than a Freddy guy. See, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. put myself Freddy too. Friday the Thirteenth first one is horrible and awesome all to say. <laughs> I mean it's 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 great. I mean it's you I know the the summer camp they're waiting for the kids and now they're just all dying one one at a time. Can we
0: t- can I call for a quick vote before you move on sure. to the next one? Raise of hands. We're talking about the first movies.
3: Yays and nays would probably be better for the listener. Okay, yays or nays. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you could say I'm right. just going to raise
0: my hand. Yeah, don't, okay. <laughs> verbally raise your hand. Um First movies we're talking about, just the originals. Uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street,
2: Halloween. What well, do you rank well, them? So well, I'll give you my opinion on Halloween in like 30 seconds. I'm a Halloween guy. Yeah, I'm hallo- yeah, hallo- yeah. Yeah.
0: I would say Halloween is the strongest of the yeah. three. So Brennan's Night- raising his hand over here listener kids.
1: Nightmare on Elm Street is one of my favorite horror movies ever. I
0: mean, me too. Yeah. But if I'm yeah. looking at it objectively, I think Halloween's a better movie
1: yes. than well, that. But- but what makes Nightmare on Elm Street so great is because it's a little bit hokey. It's campy. It, get, it gets hokey. The first one It gets one campier isn't.
0: the, 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 first the one farther isn't. along in the line. The first one not It's not that campy. campy dude. Not watch campy. it again.
1: But it's great, though. It's, it's not, great. Yeah, it's, Freddy, there's Freddy's definitely... Freddie so gets, yeah. Freddy gets not,
0: really goofy. as the as goes. yeah Totally.
1: As it goes on. But it's still a little... It still has the 80s camp in the first one. Yeah. And it's so great. Yeah. It's it's cerebral like there you know you're fighting an enemy well, you can't you, really do that
2: you can't do anything sleep. about it. you have to sleep right yeah. Yeah. or
1: get a psychologist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get, get some sleep. drugs <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but uh, but your your poll brings me to my number 2 which is oh, okay. the great. classic horror movie which is Halloween okay okay, okay great I think there I go. think it's just it's that's something I watch every every October the the, yeah. the Ridge is just so great mm-hmm. It's so well done. John Carver, when you talk about great score, like the Halloween score is, is. Oh perfect. yeah, I mean it's so that's right perfect. up there. I, it's I would so say. perfect to me. Yeah, and um, it is just it's what's great about this movie is that where it where it kind of loses it in the sequels is that Michael Myers does not want to kill her for any other reason, but her just being at the wrong place at the wrong time, oh, yeah. and that's the only reason why she was she was dropping off the keys at, to the house. And that's why he just saw yeah. her. He's like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to kill this girl." Well,
0: Freddy has an agenda, right? And I guess Jason, I guess
2: someone Jason has does. An he has revenge. Yeah, yeah. There, Michael Myers has no agenda. No, that makes him so much mm. scarier. Yeah, mm. I agree. he just wants to kill. Yeah, mm. even even in like even in like the one that just came out, he just goes. He just goes back to that town. Not the, the co- Rob, Rob Zombie ones. No, no, no. The uh, the oh, there's some more. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's no with um, with Jamie Lee Curtis back in it. Um, oh, I didn't. Kenny see that. Powers is like one of the writers on it. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, but it's it's really good. But like he just he goes back to that town not for Laurie Strode, just because like oh I'm from here I'm just gonna kill a bunch of people here and like they well, kind of get yeah, intertwined yeah. again. But like he's just a murderer. So I think we're kind of touching on something here that that separates
1: Jaws from all these movies is that. Those are horror movies. Jaws is a movie about humans versus nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. agree. Um, Completely. Which is not... You can't use that to describe any of those movies. Not on Elm Street. Yeah. Well... R- so, so that,
0: my, my, my I would my argue third, Jaws is a buddy but, film as well.
2: Yeah, and before we get fully into that, Grant, give us our third my, one. My one. third one is almost the same... I consider it a horror movie, although it is Man versus Beast. And this is one you thought... It should be nominated for an Oscar. Okay. And it's Alien. Oh, great movie! It's a heavy year. I don't know if a movie captures atmosphere quite like Alien, and they have a great twist at the end. I don't want to give it away because you haven't seen it. Awesome movie, and it's um, Scott, I think, It's just like the set, yeah. the set design by H.R. Uh, Giger, his, his concept of the alien and the alien you, world.
0: You might have nailed the the best, the one of all the picks we've made for for should have been an Oscar movie. That's yeah. probably the best one. Uh, yeah. Alien yeah. is seventy nine.
3: It won visual effects. And it was nominated for Art Direction. I believe that the winner there was Kramer versus Kramer.
2: Okay. So, Very different um, movie. <laughs> yes. Um But, it's, but it, I, to me, it's like the... I don't think there'll be anything more tense the, than the air vent scene with Dallas. Mm-hmm. When he's, he's walking around the vent with the flamethrower. Flame yeah. And the, the beacon's getting closer and sure. closer. And you don't know what's going on. Um, the movie's aged brilliantly. Too. It's well, I, you know it's, what that's yeah, one it's, that's it's, one it's, I
0: should watch again like it's, now. It's
2: re- yes. it's, I, I, I rewatched it a few weeks ago. I'm like, oh, this movie still stands up. Like, it it'll hold up against anything.
1: And I think Apple might have an Alien package. So um, deal.
0: <laughs> I, I haven't seen those movies in a long time. Is it the first or second one where the, with the chest? So.
2: First one. First one. Well, all of them. But no, no, first but one but is like, the iconic one. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's one of those scenes that's like legendary in, in yes. film oh, well, history. It, it's one of the biggest surprises in film history. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like what well, that's and that's make, one of those throw up what, in the aisles. Yeah, yeah. and that's and that's
2: something that will... And like the the creature design of the face hugger is so yeah, it creeps me out to this day. Yeah, and you know you get you kind of lose, like it's funny because Alien is a straightforward horror movie. And then Alien, Aliens is an action movie. Yeah, Aliens which is great. Though. Oh no, aliens. it's great no, in right. own right. Alien home and, home and right.
0: Aliens are considered. Is that Spielberg too? No, no that's like, Cameron. Cameron, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Okay, those yeah. two movies are considered like gr- classic movies. Like, oh yeah, that's one of those few sequels that's like almost. Some people consider it, I think, better some, than the original. It depends originally.
2: on what you're looking for. Favorite one depends on what aliens. you're looking for. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. <laughs> they mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> Cartman likes that one too. South
3: um, and, and the other nominees uh, it, that year, 79, uh, Norma Ray, starring Sally Fields. She won Best Actress, Breaking Away, All That Jazz, starring Roy Schneider, nominated for Best Last Actor, for and Apocalypse Now, mm. along with Kramer. Scheider. Scheider. Ro, uh, no no yeah. yeah. So that kind of brings up this idea of whether is Jaws a a horror movie or is it not? Now, Brenny, you just as as we're kind of like going through these alien to you, your question as to whether it's, it's a horror.
1: I mean, it almost feels like a horror movie, but it's almost not a horror movie. It's a monster movie. It's our very horror, based in science fiction. Horror, horror movies movies a it's a science, movie is not. Uh, ooh, horror movies are not monster movies. Fre- Freddy Krueger is not a monster. He's. he's Do you think Godzilla is a horror movie? No. King Kong's not. It's a monster movie. Yeah, okay. But it's
2: okay, so the Alien's right. not a monster movie then, I feel. But it's, it's well, I, I feel, I feel the like... It's a science the, fiction movie. Well, yeah. science fiction can still be terrifying. Yeah, they can bridge yeah, a couple of genres. Jaws
0: is terrifying, uh, but I don't think it's a horror movie. Here's no... Here's, I, I was on
2: movie. My, my, my Here's my main distinction, because I will say this, the three movies I picked, Friday the 13th Part 2, Halloween, and Alien, all have the same thing. You have a select group of people... And they just start getting whittled one, down one by one. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like that is a. I feel like if you have that, despite what other subgenre it's in, it's considered a horror movie. When people start getting picked off one by one by one. And there's, there's a suspense element to that. Here's where I'll disagree with you.
1: I like that idea, but here's the difference. When you have a monster movie, it's a monster that is, has not really the intellect to decide who it attacks. It just attacks because it's its nature. That's Michael Myers. It's a man versus
2: nature idea. That's the same thing we have talked about with Michael Myers, though.
1: Well, no, but...
2: But it's a damaged human. But when you have a
1: horror... Right. right, When you have a horror movie, there's someone with the intellect, but, right, they're a damaged human.
3: And he is making the decision to go after her once he makes the decision.
1: They choose to attack. He's hunting her like an animal. But just her. But they choose well, to attack really. her. Yeah, yeah. Jaws, Jaws doesn't kill because he chooses. Jaws kills because it's his it's nature. Because he, he eats, yeah. And, and I assumed it was a he, but. Okay, but a that, th-
0: then your take going into something like Silent of the Lambs, which I have a. I'll, I'll give you maybe it's a horror movie, but it doesn't. I, See, I don't feel hard,
2: comfortable calling it that. I feel the same way. I feel like it's a thriller. But Buffalo of. Bill. Yeah.
0: They, I mean, it's spoken in the movie that he killed. It, what does he do? He covets it's because it's his nature. I think Buffalo Bill. It's his nature to do what he's doing. It's it's part of his, yeah, yeah. It's like psych, psychology, like it, that's yes, yeah, just... and and so is is he a monster? Is Hannibal Lecter yes, a monster? He is a monster. Then well, that's yeah, not I mean, horrible.
2: Like, it's like it's like what Luna yeah. says about Michael Myers is that you look in his eyes, there's oh. nothing, there's nothing there. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think I think though, Grant, too, and and you're.
3: Chiseling people off and knocking them off—that is like a format of a type of horror movie, but that's not the only thing. That's it's not the only thing. But, but I feel like I feel Dracula like... and Nosferatu oh, is sure.
2: horror. That's the original no, sure. horror I, movie, I, and that's I'm not just... a knock people off. But I, but I feel like if you have not every horror movie has that element, right. but every movie with that element is a horror movie.
0: You could say Dracula's a, a monster, not a
1: not sure. okay.
3: I,
0: I
1: want to go a monster
3: but movie, but it
2: I, is a gothic I, horror movie. I mean, it's the original.
1: I, I, I want to revisit. What I just so yes, Buffalo Bill is a monster for what he did, but I think there were crossroads in his life where he didn't have to go that, that road. Right, and that's what makes him not a monster okay. movie, make and it makes it a horror so movie. Now, Nosferatu is different. Nosferatu is a monster movie, and and the reason being is that he gets transformed, mm-hmm. gets transformed okay. into a being that. Can't help but to survive if it if it doesn't. Right. But well, a monster movie I, can
3: also be a horror movie. They can bridge. Right. The sure, can sure, bridge. and that's
1: yes. and that's the best bridge. This is a semantic I mean, argument. Of course, very much, very much, much so. Yeah. I feel I
2: like, I feel like your your definition of a horror movie is if the if the killer or whoever has free will. Sure, and the xenomorph and alien is just there just to wreak havoc and there's no rhyme or reason to it it's just that's what it does okay. although it's a it's a it's a killing it's a killing machine it's the same well it's like the term like terminator is not a horror movie right and, and, but I, I i feel like what classifies a, a movie as horror or not is the way that it's done and there's a a claustrophobic element to this it's creepy it is it's it's terrifying there's no escape in alien Right there's, and there's, there's
3: couldn't a- you take everything you just said and apply that to Jaws?
1: Here's Jaws. Mm, no, my position is Jaws is neither. So, but but answer his question.
2: I I don't I, because to me I don't I don't think Jaws feels sure did for that woman swimming in the opening scene.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, no, that that right. felt like a horror. Yeah, I feel there's definitely horror elements in the movie. Uh, yeah. He I, I don't I don't know if I don't. No, if I consider it a straight-up horror
3: movie. I, 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 I also do I, I don't think it's a straight-up horror movie. But here is my argument for why I consider it okay. in the horror genre. How it's shot and how it's delivered is done with the intent to instill fear. Sure. And it uses horror movie tactics. The head at the bottom of the boat. Yeah, that's a that's a jump yeah. scare. Yeah, Ooh. which was
0: added at the very end. It but had already it's been there, filmed though. and edited. No, I know. And he wanted cool. he, got, yeah. he got greedy. He wanted one more scare yeah. and did that in somebody's swimming built pool, built in a friend's it's pool. pool. Yeah. Yeah, the music
3: right. is clearly designed for tension, it not it, all. Totally it. It. Okay. there's a lot of adventure, a lot of the adventure stuff going on too. But yes, I know. Yes, agreed. And it instilled more fear than any movie. Ever they they say it, that, that the right? fear
0: of sharks almost didn't exist in 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 a uh, in the, in, our, <laughs> yeah. in our in our uh, collective psyche. culture and yeah, collective psyche until that movie. Now almost everybody's scared of sharks, but at the time it wasn't even a remote fear. You can't be scared of something that like never happens. Yeah.
2: You know. I will say the one thing I don't like about Jaws was what. The, how dare you me, out, hear me out. I think you might agree the one thing i don't like about jaws was it caused overhunting and sharks that's true and it nearly it, killed, it almost killed the ocean yeah, ecosystem yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. because people people thought because people thought sharks were these a monster killers. that they
0: have to kill yeah and it was just like no man they're just the, the like, movie
2: more people get killed by vending machines a year than
1: by sharks right and right. the point of this movie is that I mean, when they, like, have you ever seen a shark do this? Like, no. Right. So this is a shark that's, that's which it's got it's an,
0: an anomaly. It's that's, an
2: exceptional shark. That one mind.
0: line ruined the entire rest of the franchise because the whole premise of the rest of the movies is that it's, <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's, it's this shark is hunting, human. yeah. hunting humans or hunting a family yeah. for fucking four. Oh my God, four is the There was a, a Revenge, right? <laughs> revenge, jaw's <laughs> revenge. Fuck off. It's a horrible, stupid premise. <laughs> but uh, sharks don't, Eat humans? That's not that's
1: not really accurate. Like that's what makes they, ta- they do accidentally they, 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 almost they,
2: always. They, they eat they they bite humans thinking they're seals. Right. So yeah.
1: there's plenty of stories of humans humans have been attacked by sharks. Attacked
2: This is what happens, Brendan. They don't. They kill swim. Them. Yeah. They,
1: they bite kill. them.
0: Realize that they're not what they thought they were, and they that's go it. Away. They don't. They right. go away. Yeah. yeah. So the, the sharks aren't man. Uh, human beings aren't food really right. to sharks. But that, but the thing is, that does that doesn't matter. The reality doesn't matter. The matter, the the what matters is this movie, put that fear into all of our consciousnesses yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You people
3: know. people didn't go in the water after that. You know,
0: I've been. I grew up on a lake. This is. I mean, I'm embarrassed to even say this. I grew up on a lake. There was a, always a part of me because it was a very big lake, very deep. You couldn't see very far. You couldn't see your, you could your leg. If you're swimming, you couldn't see your legs. There was always a part of me that's like, what is underneath me? Like, yeah. what could grab me? Yeah. I know it's a lake, and there's nothing that could. Be yeah,
2: more, more concerned about Jason. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's how affected this movie was. It put that fear into all of us forever. Yeah. I, mean, I don't.
1: I don't like the water. I'm just not a water person. I'm yeah, great on the land. I, water is not for me. The water. Well, I love. I love the water. I love yeah, the water you are, always have been. Yeah, I
0: love the water weird. too, but I also respect it. And uh, Spielberg did not respect it because he made a decision to do this movie on the open ocean yeah which absolutely made the filming i mean he had nightmares for years afterwards yeah cuz it was such a difficult shoot it's ridiculous. the ocean has tides and and uh uh currents yeah. and it's unpredictable it just, and yeah. the the shark didn't work in the salt water and the boat yeah. sank and like all, it was such an unpredictable the, 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 the the environment
3: cast, the cast was getting seasick and yeah. brendan you talk about your bpc um Sickness warriors, you know, <laughs> really? Robert Shaw was so physically ill yeah. that he couldn't, he, he couldn't use so They had to carry him to a chair to do a scene and they said action and he snapped into character and like scared everybody. He was so on point. And then when they said stuff, he went back into like a car. It's <laughs> like a, a lifeless call I love so
1: that 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 the, ocean in the name, though. Sick but still killed it. Well, yeah, he did. He killed it. <laughs> no, and he killed yeah, it yeah, in that scene. It was,
0: it was the, one of their biggest mistakes is that they chose, instead of doing it on a lot or on a lake somewhere, they decided to just huh. film it on it the It turned, turned out to be the best thing that, yeah. Yeah, yeah but they, he still this.
2: maintains. It's never been done before or since. Yeah. Ne, they, they don't uh, do that. I was, I was watching um, the uh, the Making of Mandalorian show on Disney+. Plus. No, I, I, I swear to God it's pertinent. I swear <laughs> to God it, it ties in. And, uh, taking right. a lot of Mandalorian liberties here tonight. <laughs> I don't go, on, go on, go on. Don't fight me on it, I don't care. Yeah, I'll just bring a burn notice. <laughs> More people say <laughs> <can> i <laughs> Mandalorian <laughs> than a burn notice. Uh, but the, uh... Chris is choking on <laughs> her. Yeah, her. Yeah, he's just made me choke <laughs> there, Karen. Uh, Anyway, so the. Um, but Bryce Dallas Howard uh, directed one of the episodes. It was one of, the, one of her first directing gigs that she's done. And John Favreau said to her, that was like the hardest episode of the season to film. So he gave it to you because you wouldn't know how hard it is. Mm. And I feel that this is the same thing with Spielberg, was that he was very new to filmmaking. And he had no idea how hard it was to film on the ocean. And he, I don't know if you want to call it guts, or you want to call it ignorance. Yeah. Uh, but it was one of those things where he's just like, yeah, no, I'll just film it on the ocean. And it just... Like, it obviously hurt. that
0: makes sense. We're doing a, a movie about a shark in the ocean... We got us film in the ocean, right? Yeah. Did they go more than double the budget? I think it was almost triple the budget. The the t- yeah, a they went over budget almost a year. Yeah, they took him almost a year to make the movie. It it was a disaster. He was getting threat. His job was being
1: threatened every single day. Yeah. It's also something that doesn't quite make sense to me with like the actual movie is that this shark has been hugging the shore the whole movie. All of a sudden, they're they can't even see the shore. They're out there, like yeah, which was done intentionally because they
3: wanted they didn't want the audience. and Spielberg says this himself. Yeah. He didn't want the audience to feel like there was an out. oh, just just go back to the shore. Just right. go we back to the shore. they wanted to see the shore, and and, yeah, and, the and
1: and they make it work by throwing what do they call it chum or, yeah, or whatever chum, yeah. chum. Is that they actually they actually baited the shark out exactly, exactly. right? Yeah. Are,
3: are you guys ready to enter the nitpick zone with me? Uh, I going to oh. bring up one, was Yeah, bring it's up not broken. His stare. <laughs> As I opened my mouth. No, I, I have is, a. I'm drinking no, up a giant mug, and it might may... I'm, I'm gonna be kind, but I do have a couple of nitpicks. There are. There think.
2: are. Listen.
0: There are. There are a few imperfect, perfectly imperfect. Yeah. Yeah. We're
3: gonna find nitpicks in The Godfather somehow. Okay, so I I brought up the I didn't love the the mayor kind of pushing the people into the water. I thought that was a little mm-hmm. bit, a little bit yeah, like really enough. kind of getting. Getting some heel, heel. grimy, yeah. yeah. The chief's fear of the water. Mm. A little bit. It, it was done in a little bit of a forceful way narratively. And they don't explain it. And they don't really explain it. Just as drowning, and that's fine. He doesn't want to talk because he's that's his style. But then he kind of like gets over it pretty quickly on the boat. Well, has, I well, don't think no, there's great character development there.
2: He has no, he has no choice but yeah, to, to get over right. it. That's the, that's the thing. I, he kind of, I think his, he's, his, his, he's, he's, he's practical. Right, pra- sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, he's, no. He's, uh, he's practical enough of a man, and that, and that's laid out throughout the entire movie. That he's like, well, shit. If I'm gonna die here, I might as well. Just, like, try to take the shark out with me. Was it needed though? Was yes.
4: it Because yes. yes. it, it,
2: it, so it, it makes his character more human. This is and why. It makes, and it, and it, makes, it, makes his, it makes him going on the boat that much more meaningful Vulnerability.
0: For Again, I go back to that. Again, not having Charlton Heston be like, let's go kill this shark. You know, like, we have, Char- right. we have this guy who is deathly afraid of the water. And I think his sense of duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, overwhelms the fact that he's scared overtake, of the water. And, and yeah. that's exactly
1: it, and it's, it needs to be articulated a little bit further is that his duty was to protect the town. He never at one time expected that that meant going out to see to fight a shark. Yeah. It parallels our buddy Thomas more
0: in that his sense of duty and a sense of conscience is bigger than the, whatever he's facing. Right? He's f- yeah. the fear he's facing, death, the water, whatever it is, his sense of uh uh I have to I have to do this. It doesn't matter and if I'm scared of it.
1: And yeah. I don't think he ever expected that he'd have to take on the King of England. Yet he did it. He did right. it through his own. own and economy. I don't think yeah. I don't
0: think Brody ever thinks he's gonna be the one that blows the shark up exactly. or not, you I, know. I
3: guess the nature of my nitpick is that I didn't to me they didn't they didn't deliver the fear of the water through Roy Scheider's character I didn't I didn't get that it was just other than the old guy kind of leading over saying like, oh you don't like the water right that's a bad, up, hat, right, that's right. bad hat that's right? some bad, <laughs> bad hat <right? laughs> it's just like it, it was just kind of it seemed a little forced he says it yeah, other times that they,
0: he
1: doesn't like boats he doesn't and, and she go well
0: the, the wife says it must be a childhood thing like that's yeah, as yeah. much as they go into it I, yeah. I, I
2: really the, the, other than like other than the shark like Coming out of the water, going, ah, 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 ah. Like, you know, just like looking really goofy. I Bruce think. is Bruce. the weakest part of the movie. Yeah. 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 And that's, and that's, it's, it's kind of perfect that, like, it takes an hour for him to show up. Yeah, right. I mean, Bruce to, really show, Bruce, to really show Bruce
0: is yeah. what they called the, sh- they named name, him the name the sh- name, the name Spielberg's lawyer. That's that right. Clear for Could, it, 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 get, it wasn't clear. I'm for sorry. Me. Yes.
2: It just, it doesn't look that great. You know, which is, that's the, that's the main, so like, but the fact, the fact that it looks so janky is why everything came together so well. Yeah. I personally
3: like, didn't have a problem with the
2: shark either. I no, thought I mean, like, I it's not like, look, good. like, this is, we're, we're, we're picking yeah. nits, are we not? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 So, Splitting and, hairs. Yeah. Yeah. So, Splitting yeah. hairs. Baby. And if we didn't have hairs to split, why would we and be and
2: podcasting? That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> why would it podcasting exist? And I'll be honest hair. with you, like,
0: not, and, and this is why the movie works, which will bring me to something I really want to bring up, filming of it and, and the decisions they had to make. Not seeing the shark is why this movie works. If you see the shark yes. through the whole thing... And that was the sure. intention. Yeah. The intention was you saw the shark through the whole thing. Right, from, which, from the first scene
3: with Chrissy, you see the shark. And you, if it's made in 2020, it's CGI'd up the... It's horrible. Oh, it it, it was, ruins the, the whole
0: thing. The barrels are because... They, barrels are genius. Wins. The barrels, the music, uh, you know, da-na, All that stuff was really used because they, they the shark just wouldn't work the, yeah. uh, the the shots they made where there was half in the water and half out of the water yeah mm. all that stuff is to make you feel as if the shark is there but it's
3: clearly they didn't they didn't have a shark at all through most of the making of the movie yeah, yeah. So this is stuff that you go the score and the barrels and the and the uh, the pier with the two fishermen. Yeah, that was great. Oh you know? god, yeah. I
0: just I just yeah. watched that today actually, yeah. and I was so good. Oh, that's such a
2: great scene. Take, take my word for it. Swim, swim. Don't yeah. look, back. Don't look just back. Just swim. swim.
3: <laughs> oh. Another Spielberg-created scene wasn't in the original screenplay.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of improvisation in this movie. <laughs> Um, well, the the line, the line of the movie, is totally
3: improv. Bigger we're boat, are gonna need a bigger need boat, a bigger yeah. boat. And, an, and a misquoted one sometimes too, yeah. right? You're it's gonna a, need a bigger boat. Yeah. yeah, he just says we're gonna need it. He says you're gonna need yeah. a bigger boat. You're in, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna need and, a, and we um, had dealt with that with uh, Roy Scheider. Just come up with that off the top of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, and that's the, the, amazing. Yeah, the, the writer Peter Benchley said, "He goes, God, I wish I was about to like that. <laughs> oh, that's so, so good,
2: the moment, the moment of of Brody and his son." That was happening off camera. That's right. And he filmed and, and it. Then, and then "We went to Spielberg. He's like, hey, look at this. And they filmed it. Really? Yeah. Cool. How cool like, was that? That, and, um, that gets me. That gets uh, me. As, as I'm a dad too. And it's, yeah, yeah it kills me. So I,
3: this is a good time to slide this in here. The other nitpick I wanted to throw out. And I'm not, I'm not going after the little kid. Child acting's not great. On, on, right, the, child for the older son. Child, 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 oh, it's, child, it's act,
2: child acting is a, it's a hard The thing. little
3: guy's fine. The little guy's fine. I actually like the little guy. Think, come on. The, the oh, teenager Sean, with the
2: uh, yeah, yeah, they just wanted to stop. What are you talking like about, Michael? Not great. B- a vampire bit me. Yeah, not
3: <laughs> great.
2: You guys, it's, are it's, it's uneven. Hard, it's hard for hey, wow. we
3: live in a time of Stranger Things. <laughs> you guys man. are, you
2: and he does ET
3: a couple years later with great child acting. Like yeah. you can, you know, it's listen, come on, you want to be you? Well, hey, well, you're, you're saying it's number hey, one of all time. Drew Barrymore doesn't pop out of thin air. I mean, there's
0: not, there's not very many of them. You know, like know that's
2: that's it's hard. It's hard. To nitpick child acting, especially back then, because I just feel like child acting overall just wasn't good. Yeah, it's better yeah, now. They just didn't give a shit. They were like, all right, yeah, that's yeah. It's a cute child, kid. Like, yeah, with, yeah, it's a cute kid. Whatever. S- oh, we don't care. Some, Something that is, I didn't really know this until I saw uh, the documentary about it. How many speaking roles in Jaws belonged to Islanders? Yeah. Martha, people from yeah. Martha's yeah. Vineyard. That's right. They were locals. Um Ben, the guy who played Ben Gardner, he was a local. Yep. Uh, Mrs. Kidner, Kidner and a,
0: a, and, the, and the kid. Yeah,
2: they were both locals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the uh, the guy who played the guy who played Quince like Buddy, the little guy, he was. Yep. A, a, he got a, cut a, out in a lot of it. I know. He had speaking there, roles and they cut him there was, out. There were two guys. The the uh, the. Uh, what? The what? Like, uh, <laughs> a tiger, now. That's a tiger shark. Oh
3: wow Oh uh, that's,
2: that's it. That adds yeah. such charm to the movie. Yeah. And, and, oh, and brilliant. The buddy, and the buddy he was with when Hooper came off the boat, he's like are you guys recommend any good uh, restaurants? He's love like, that. He's like, yeah, walk right ahead. Walk straight was, ahead, right into the water. <laughs> that, was, that was the guy from Martha's Vineyard. That, That's right. That Spielberg just let him improvise. And he they said they said he it.
0: was like a really clever guy, yeah. I guess, and he just came up with that oh, off the top of his yeah. head. How funny line. is that? Like, yeah, yeah,
2: just walk straight ahead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. And now a word on Martha's Vineyard. Because uh, have you ever been to Martha's Vineyard, yeah. Chris? Mm-hmm. You, you have, Brandon. Yep. No. 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 Well, myself and Grant C here, also Joey R. Went there uh, two years ago for a uh, a, totally, friend's, yeah. a friend's wedding. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't spend change a the weekend there. Boy, it's very cool watching the movie having been there. It's yeah. very it's yeah. very cool getting knowing like what the scene is there. It is such a seasonal island. It town, doesn't like, it really. Does really? places yeah.
0: like that, like Newport, Rhode Island, is like that too. They don't change. They they yeah. stay exactly how yeah. they are, and they always will. Like yeah. that is, which is okay. again with a New England uh, connection, I have. That's what I love about New England. It's like it's old. It's old. And it, it's going to stay that way. You know, yeah. They don't change much, you know. Yeah,
3: and and that getting that perspective of the mayor, it's like no, no, no. It's the Fourth of July. It, and it, we it, do this every and year. And well, also, right. Jaws, Jaws
0: is prominent in in uh, there. Oh yeah, right? it it's yeah, still, still is it's still really it, prominent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why
3: not? It's the pancake breakfast. We do it every month. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it will not cancel. No, uh, it's
1: a pancake breakfast. It's a theme in Jaws, and it's and it's. I I think it's something we continue to forget is that. We are not in control well, of this
2: universe. You know what? Even the filming of Jaws is a microcosm of that. I was just going to say <laughs> yeah. that. Because yeah. the ocean does not give a fuck exactly. about your yeah. movie. Man
0: versus nature yeah. is prominent in not only the movie itself, but also the yeah. making yeah. of it. Because yeah. sure. the, the shark, yeah, in the movie, great. But the ocean literally right. like almost the destroyed the movie. The
2: sun. like everyone getting really bad sunburns. Like everything. Right? There's just like... Or, or
0: for instance, perfect example. They're filming these uh, these shots, right? And there's a background of like you like you said, the infinite like water, you don't mm-hmm. see the shore, right? So they have these great shots of whatever they're shooting and the ocean in the background. But you know, they can't control everything. So there's there'll be sailboats coming by. So now they can't shoot until a sailboat goes yeah, by. They're they're sail- six, the shot. Shot. Which which takes yeah. forever, right? Yeah. And then yeah. the minute the minute it would get out of shot, For another a one would come. <laughs> no, another one would come in. But they have to wait. So like they, we they, they, the they were again, they were they 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 were constantly hit in with in the face of like we can't these are all things we can't control and we just have to roll with it somehow. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the filming was an absolute hard. disaster and it could, should have ruined
2: all their careers. It should it should have ruined Spielberg's crew before it really took off.
3: We're gonna talk about Spielberg more in length with the Schindler's list. Sure. Uh a- episode where
0: well Kieran I am uh, wondering we, I have a question for you. What do you think about jaws being nominated for best picture but him not being nominated for best director?
3: Uh I was looking at that last night and it does not age well. Uh I mean it's a ho- that's I mean, it's horrendous. Yeah. That exactly. that, Who uh, best that um, He wasn't even nominated. It it went oh. So it was a monster year in movies. Yeah. A, <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> but uh, one floor of the Cuckoo's Nest wins Best Picture. Milo's Foreman wins Best Director, and you know, fine, which For is what? fine. Uh, one floor of the Cuckoo's okay. Nest. Yeah, yeah, takes both. Other nominees: Nashville, All the President's Men, Dog Day Afternoon, which is and one of Barry my Lyndon, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, really. So, uh, one of the best years of Best Picture nominees
1: that there yeah, is. Yeah, but I agree it doesn't with make that.
0: any sense Probably at all. Won it, and how I mean, often? I wonder how often that actually happens.
2: I think that what it, what it is is ben it's ben just Netflix, he's a ben young Affleck director. Argo. Ben Affleck wasn't nominated. He didn't win for best. He wasn't even nominated for best director. And Nargo won best picture. Yeah, which is which is rare. Very rare. It's it's more it's common
3: rare. now with the ten nominees. Yeah, but in a yeah in a five in a five one it's not. because they don't like Ben Affleck. Though. So so what do you
0: what do you attribute to that he was a new director? I think he was
3: a young director. He was unestablished, unproven, and. Yeah. Unproven and I don't think that they considered... I think the blockbuster status of this whole thing hurt it mm-hmm. a little bit, True. and I don't think they really considered what he went through to make it. Well, I think that stuff has I think that might have, better. Oh, I'm sorry. I think that might have hurt
0: it, too, because I yeah. think everybody in Hollywood knew how bad the production was, how, oh, was how, yeah. how, what, what a disaster it was. Yeah. So that's, It was all over. I mean, every day he was getting calls, like, you are never going to work again, dude. You're done. So I think that, that mm. reverberated all through Hollywood. So the, the Academy probably was like, this guy
3: had, even though the movie was successful, this guy had no fucking idea what he was doing. Now, looking back, how did he weather that storm? Yeah. How did he do it? It's an, it's yeah. one of the unbelievable directing performances. Now. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah. Narrative. In the moment, it was like, what was this guy thinking? Bringing yeah. all these guys out there?
0: We're
1: filming t- on the ocean. Yeah. It's right like, yeah, he's, he's
3: a, a fool. F- <laughs> he he says himself,
0: he was a fool to yeah, do he that. Got lucky, obviously no. the most skilled director maybe to ever live, but also he got lucky in a lot of ways. Yep.
2: Yeah, because he couldn't. Well, because movie could that should not have worked, but it did. Luck
1: plays a role in everything, but. Fortitude is there too, and, and he definitely had that. Fortune favors the bold, right? Yeah, really. So we're you were we're going to give some
3: unofficial BPC awards out to Jaws here. Who wins this one? MVP.
2: MVP. MVP. Is Spielberg. Yeah, uh, it's. I'm really, not even going
0: to take my turn. He's yeah,
2: right. MVP Spielberg. We just literally talked about how this movie should not have worked. Now we just weathered this yep. storm and and just became the one of the best directors to ever live. We can't. We can't give Bruce the MVP.
1: <laughs> no, he's the that LVP. It sounds like there might, yeah, you you might another be another way we're with that. LVP. Yeah, yeah guy, I would LVP. give Bruce the
0: LVP.
3: <laughs> On screen MVP, Robert Shaw.
0: You yeah. w- you got to that. The the, the, you got to that really quick. I don't know. I mean, listen. I mean, I, I, you look Roy at Scheider a, is a you major look at, you candidate. Look at, yeah, I know.
2: But you look at the Indianapolis speech alone, and that's enough to like. Yeah, Andy wrote. Andy that, that, helped that, write it. That alone is worth the price of admission.
3: I agree. I, I, I
0: think, agree with you, but I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be that quick to. Come I'll up tell with you, it. you went. Well, I mean, you I I went could, quick to
2: think about
1: it.
3: You went quick to Spielberg without thinking about maybe John Williams.
1: Ooh, oh, that's a good point, that's, Karen. Oh, Dreyfus for me is an MVP. So you like, out, of the, out of the three principles, you uh, like I Dreyfus. Think Dreyfus is, I mean, Dreyfus is not where I would go. He'd be third We're, we're for
0: reaching me. for, they're all, but the thing is, they're all brilliant. It's, yeah, well, to me. of course. So, we're, we're, we all have a different uh, perspective. John Williams is, is very... That's a great... That's honorable I mean, mention for me. I, the movie doesn't work without it. I mean, of course. It, oh, it literally sure. doesn't work because <laughs> the shark didn't work. Yeah. And if they didn't have the music, <laughs> yeah. how would they represent yeah. the shark being there? Right. You know, like...
3: And I think the screen tests without the music weren't great either. Oh, yeah. We saw it without the music. I,
0: I mean, just to be able to visualize. Oh, there's they're underwater, and you see legs, right? You see legs swimming, yeah. and dun I mean, just to he has he can see things that other people it, clearly it really, can't see. It really
2: brings it home. It really does yeah. bring. Okay,
3: it home. here we go. Gold, silver, bronze. Out of the three principal characters, Chris, bronze, silver, gold, gold. I'm sorry. I'll start with bronze. Bronze, Dreyfus, Silver,
0: Shiner, Gold, gold Shaw. Huh. Easily. Yeah. I, so I, Grant got there quick, but you
3: agreed with
0: him. He got there quick. I agree with him. I'm just, I wouldn't have, I don't know if I would have just come
3: out with it like that quick. You know. I'm going with the same combo, Grant. Yeah. Same. Brennan. you have uh, so
0: Dreyfus.
1: Gold, in the gold. gold goes Dreyfus. I don't like Dreyfus as an actor ever. Like most of his roles, I okay. never like this one. I He, adds, I the, the, he, the, nails he adds a levity
3: to it too. Like yeah. the, the humor yeah. is mostly Dreyfus. I yeah. mean, so. we talked about the introduction of Shaw. The introduction of Dreyfus is pretty awesome. in and just he's just he's the opposite of Shaw. As you said yeah, with yeah. Shaw has to scratch the, right, uh, right, to right, get right. everyone to notice him. Like, oh, yeah, Dreyfus oh. comes in. He just yeah. he doesn't care that you notice
1: him. In fact, he's better off with not being and, noticed. And he, he, does, he he directs people. Uh, you're overloading that boat. You don't want to do he, that. He's he he clearly he's an outsider too, which is why him and
0: Schneider. I you know, we're going back and forth with the, uh, the names. names but, yeah, it's you know, fine. But it's why him and Schneider's character instantly have a connection because they're both outsiders.
2: They're both they're both in this, not, for right. lack of a better term, they're in the same boat where they're the only single <laughs> people. They're the only people that like that know about how dangerous this is on the island, but right. nobody's listening because nobody... But they're not no, from nobody, the island nobody, re- nobody respects their opinion because they're, they're not from the they're they're island. Yeah, LVP. Great Grant, you can go first. <sighs> I mean... Bruce does not look great Yeah Bruce is I, I feel but, but Our, like it's, our it's, jaw heads it's, are on the it's same almost, page it's almost, it's almost hard to call it Because it didn't look great It's almost why it works well
0: See I'm not even saying it Because it doesn't look good I'm saying I agree with Grant That's my pick too Bruce But it's not because it didn't look good Because I, I, I think to Like even Kieran and, and, and Brendan said It looked fine to them Yeah it, It's more that The fucking thing didn't work It would refuse to work It didn't work in the salt yeah. water Fucking George Lucas broke it <laughs> they broke it a million times, like yeah. it. But can you call it the LVP only because it might be the MVP? If you, it, think you, it right. no, if you really, because you think the it not it's, working it's, you know, made right. the movie work. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know. So I, I don't know. But it, from a production yeah. standpoint, oh, no, like, I get it's it. the LVP. You know? it. again. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, yeah, LVP, Brendan. <sighs> it's it's so tough. I'm going with the mayor um, That's not a bad choice, actually. Um, I think he could have been. You could have made him a much more vicious mayor. Right. He was. He was way too forgiving a go- and a little goofy. Yeah. Could have been a little more uh... I like. Goofiness. I, I liked his goofiness. Mean, so, listen, yeah. we're, again, I mean, listen. Again,
0: nitpicking, but I get where Brennan's but, coming but
1: from. But I would have. I would have preferred a mayor that said, "We're not shutting this town down." I don't care if locusts take this place that's over. Like, We're not shutting this place I, I down. I feel, like, would, I feel like that's too obvious, though. Yeah, that would be too
3: movie. I thought that they nailed the politician. Yeah, in he was him. like, where like said, "Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, you know, you're gonna do it, do it this way, because uh, you know, here, Barracuda, yeah. they are Barracuda." Yeah, they, they're they, say, they say like, yeah. He's like, he's kind of like trying to convince him to see in his way, and if he doesn't, he's gonna make the call anyway. But like, it's like, well, just t- t- agree with
2: me, it's and, easier. Yeah, yeah. And let me let mm. me say. He is the wearer of one of the best blazers in history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's, true. True. That's renowned.
3: That's okay, true. so I'm very confident in my LVB here. Okay. The bum in the first scene oh! he can't get his shirt off to get uh, in the water. He falls asleep I, in the, the water. I can't I can, I can swim. I can't I can, yeah. can take my, my shirt off. Yeah, but I, can. I mean, he is yeah. just a You're bum. Guy, You're probably about
0: you're about to bang a really hot blonde chick on the beach and you can't get
3: your shit together even to get your clothes off like are and, you kidding me and you sleep through one of the most iconic moments in film history <laughs> by the way in the water the beach,
0: right. he's in the water he's half in the water like dude I've never been that past that where the
1: ocean isn't waking me up. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I love that, like, when they're walking on the beach, she's like, you're not gonna arrest me, right? I called it in. Like, yeah, because that just screams innocence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, God. And you can like, You he know was... she's dead, you call what, it What an in. asshole that guy yeah. is. Like, Seriously. And he got
3: outrun really aggressively there, too. Like, he can't yeah. catch up a little I mean, bit what, what, here. Like, what what, the guy, the what do you have,
2: like, two wine coolers?
3: Just <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll be honest
2: with
0: you. If I see that girl running and ripping her clothes off, I... I I'm like, I'm uh, uh, Yusuf
1: Bolt. I'm like, I am yusuf bolt i am like, I'm I'm like i will be there in a second, you know. Yeah. Like, now, I
2: mean, you like, know. You're, you're, you're like Mickey Mantle, 1954. But <laughs> <laughs> on the other <laughs> end of it too, and ice I ice remember ice.
1: thinking this when, when it happened, I'm like, damn, she's going out really fucking far. Like, yeah. she is a swimmer. That yeah. was, yeah. I. you <laughs> know, I watched,
0: again, I watched it yesterday, and I, I said, that the same I'm like, that's a very far way. I would never swim that far out at night. I, I've seen when you're drunk, like, yeah, let me
1: just,
3: like you have seen yeah, it before. I've seen it before. People nice. who are people who are comfortable with the water, they'll go out there. Nighttime, yeah. daytime, doesn't know, matter. Man. They live shark or not? <laughs> I mean, you know, shark or not? Yeah. I
0: wouldn't would be swimming out to a fucking buoy way out. There. Surfers, right. surfers
3: get way out there, man.
2: Yeah, they have a board though. No, I mean, when,
3: when, oh, when it's they're not, not sure. nighttime. like if they yeah, but if surfers are comfortable
2: around that's the water true. and yeah. they're
3: they're going to show off and get up. This guy can't okay. even catch man, me now. Man, He's not going to catch me at all. I'm going to swim out. Let me tell
0: you what actually in real life kills people. Swimming yeah. far out in the ocean at night. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. getting, getting I mean, they do it all the time. Getting, getting tired. With a few years yeah. in yeah. you. Please.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Looks crazy. to me like a boat accident. <laughs> that guy's uh-huh. is an
2: islander too, the,
3: uh, the coroner. Yep.
2: Oh, right. yeah, He's right. an islander oh. too. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I feel like the honorable mentions belong to the, the, the people from Martha's Vineyard that... Cool. Good, that that so. really held the weight, and they did a great job. And yeah. they allowed yeah, the production they, to be there for so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, I feel like it. They couldn't. It couldn't have worked without the, those little human touches that they bring. Yeah, Brendan, honorable mention Mother of the Dead Child. That's uh, mine. tip. that's yeah. mine too. She's such a well, small that kind of role, for me. but it's it's well
1: acted, well yeah. played. She's what not the an actor. And, and Brendan, her perspective, not an actress,
0: totally... just a local woman. Yeah, a power oh, performance. She did a great uh, she she did Also, yeah, so she spent the rest of her life slapping people because fans would come and be like, "Please meet her," and be like, "Please slap me." Chris, honorable mention. I really like, and Grant's gonna be the only one that probably even knows what I'm talking about, but I really like the woman who is a, uh, I think she's a, uh, owns a bed and breakfast or something like that. In in when when we when we meet um I know you're talking when about. we meet Quince for the first time that Yeah they go into the it room closing it down Will, you, and, will <laughs> you close the beaches? Yes. And and she's like and the guy makes a joke about uh oh, like, yeah. check her cash <laughs> just out 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 out. Out. She's she's like, out. like I, I don't she's like you and And she's Kesha. like and she's like the woman's like I don't, I don't find that funny at all. Yeah. Like for some reason every I focus on her every time and in the water later on in the movie. Well she but she's
2: she's the one that explains to Mrs. Brody Listen, you're not born here. You're not an island. Yeah. yeah. Recasters, recasters okay. for Joe's. I've I've had one for years. Okay. And I, feel, I almost feel like this is serendipitous that we're putting this together. And my my thing would be for Mayor Larry Vaughn. Okay. And it would be, Thirty Rock era Alec Baldwin. Love it. I Love feel it. like that's perfect. Oh. He's charming. He's a scumbag. Like it's, yeah. like Alec Baldwin can play, can play all that. That's a good one, Grant. And it kind of, really it kind of throws it. Well, like, like you would say, Brandon, it kind of throws like a little bit more gravity to his character a little bit. He wouldn't be as buff- as buffoonish. But yeah. I feel like, I feel like that would be
3: perfect. I, I, uh, picked the same role. Mine's a little goofier. Okay. I would like Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights to play. Oh, that's be—they're I mean, almost the
0: same exact. <laughs> pick. It looks, just, like, looks, looks, looks
3: just like him. Brad yeah. Leland is the name of the actor. <laughs> he just slides right in the booster from Friday Night that, Lights. That's a As bad a that's, that's, a, that's a bad pick, <laughs> only because they're exactly the same person. Like, slide right in. That's great. Did you, either of you guys have a? Have I did. Uh, yeah, I got I got a
1: 1990 James Spader playing Richard Dreyfuss' character.
3: Wow, I love James Spader.
2: Yeah. I
3: That's love cool. James You want him as, as Richard Dreyfuss' character. Interesting. Yeah. I could see it. I, could yeah, definitely
2: I can definitely see it. I can see that.
3: I hate, I hate doing this because I wouldn't recast a goddamn
0: person. I but in the, for a, the sake just, of the podcast, play playing along. Play along. I'm playing I'm going to recast Roy Scheider's character, Brody. Okay. Uh, sure. With a young Robert Duvall. I thought that would be an interesting... Uh, wasn't, I that, that. wasn't
2: that on the table, too?
0: I don't know. I thought that was on the table, too. Is be, that right? Well, then I'm yeah, yeah. even more right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a early 2000s Paul Rudd for Hooper would be really good, too. Oh, yeah. That Ooh. would be good. He has the humor. He has the humor he means, does, and he does yeah. have chops. He does have acting yeah, chops. I've so,
3: scene of the movie.
2: It's easy. And it's easy for me, too. I feel like we have the same one. You guys you go, go first. Because there's, there's,
3: there were there are so many
2: moments of this movie. There are so many. Like, just... Yeah. Standout
0: moments. Okay, guys, let me let me cut the chase. It's the Indianapolis. That's the scene of the movie, and,
2: and it, it's it's that whole scene, the whole the whole cabin can, scene. Can I throw with, one out there that yeah, I think sure. Sure. I mean, you'll be wrong. Because We joke. actually haven't. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, part, I, think, I'm I think in
3: I think in many ways it might be what is the staple for this movie is the Kish the Kishner boy on the beach taking the raft out and getting yeah, eaten. The I mean, thing that ultimately right.
2: closes the beach. You get the Spielberg zoom. Yeah, where, where you ha, and you have the different
3: people on the beach, and you don't know the dog paddling yeah. and the old woman and the old man coming out from under the uh, whip. I'm
0: glad you brought this up, and I'm glad you said what you just said. It's, yeah. First of all, it's not the Spielberg Zoom. It, that's actually the Hitchcock um, uh, Zoom. People it, passing it, by? With the, well, no, it, you,
2: you, know, know, you, you, zoom, you zoom in as you the pull do- out. It's called.
0: out. It's called, well, the, the technique is called the dolly zoom, yeah. and it was invented by uh, the cameraman uh, for Hitchcock during uh, uh, Vertigo. Yeah. Where you, you you okay? The scene the Kitchener boy gets the shark comes and drags him down. Right. You see him, the blood go up, and you see Roy Scheider, and you see he he come. They zoom into him, but the the, the background foot. goes out. You know yeah, that scene. He, okay. So that that it's called a dolly zoom, yeah. where yeah. they're zooming in and, and as, pulling as out at the same time. The camera out. Uh, Hitchcock invented that, mm-hmm. uh, and but but the most iconic use of it is definitely yeah. in this movie and that yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like think that really you could
3: both. you could, and and I mean Your heart I, love, sinks. I love the Indianapolis scene. Like I, I, that's probably yeah. the if I'm picking one scene to rewatch, that's what I'm picking to rewatch. Yeah. But that that beach scene with most, all the people it's
2: completely pivotal to the movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: so we're talking I think we're talk we're talking about two different things. We like it because of the acting and the writing. Yeah. You like that because of the cinematography and just the whole look of it. Right?
3: This is a favorite thing, so you can make yeah. it whatever you want to. What make What I'm it. saying, like yeah. they're, no, they're, no
0: there's two, two two elements. They're two different elements. Yeah. We're talking about one thing. They're both great scenes, but yeah. just they're totally different. Yeah, it just yeah. depends. It, it, you yeah. get them,
2: you put you get in what you uh, you you take, take out what out. you get in. Yeah, I'm glad you
0: brought that up because I really yeah. wanted to hit on the the, the the dolly zoom, not invented by Spielberg, but definitely perfected by
1: him. Brennan scene in the movie. It's my favorite scene. It's not. And I'm not saying it's the best scene. It's my favorite that's scene. That's fun. Cage scene. Oh, when, so when they drop him, down into, and yeah. drop him down into, they drop him down of the cage, and the, and the shark just freaking tears this thing. Yeah. And yeah. some authentic shark footage in that's that it. scene too, that's when that's they were trying yeah. to get the. uh well, did did you, you, know, did, a real shark? Have you
2: heard? Yeah, the
3: shark got stuck <laughs> in the. Grant, yeah.
2: Grant will tell you the story. So, so they so they want to make this. Sh- obviously, they can't get a 25 foot shark. So what they did was they got a little person. And they put him... And they dressed him up like Richard Dreyfuss to put him in to make the shark seem bigger. Wetsuit tank, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But what they forgot to realize is that little people still need the same amount of air and as, as a, a, gr- as a, as a full-size yeah. person. So, a nice like, long so long they free, gave him yeah. a mini tank. Yeah, so they gave him yeah. a smaller well, tank. Well, because they couldn't they give a, if
0: they gave him a big <laughs> tank, it would look disproportionate yeah. to the so, body, right? And that's, and I think so that, he had eight minutes that, of air.
2: Yeah, so they were supposed to film him... He was supposed to die... Wasn't he supposed to die? I believe so. Dreyfus was supposed that, to die. They, they yes. didn't have enough air to film the death scene, so they had So they had, sc- so had Dreyfus and, and he was also... Yeah. The, wow. And the, di- the, the little person... Great. The, the two of
3: them live. paddling back makes the movie... Yes. That's not as... That doesn't have the same impact with one guy paddling right. back. The two guys the two, paddling back. two loners.
0: so a great little tidbit to that also is that the diver, the little person... I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Yeah, sorry. Uh... He was afraid. He went in the tank. The shark goes around. He's he ends up being afraid. Doesn't want to go back in the sh- in the in the um, cage. The ta- The shark gets tangled up in the cage, like you said. Thrashes around. Destroys the thing. And they said because of the situation, if he had been in the shark in the tank, he would have been killed by the yeah, shark. shark. So his reluctance to go back in the water saved him. Saved his life. Yeah.
2: And I will say that um, in the cage scene. One of my favorite lines of the movie is Richard as uh, Hooper saying, "I got no spit." Right? Yeah. That is one of my th- because he, yeah. he th- he's this guy that loves sharks and he's enamored by them. He's, and, afraid. he's afraid. And then, like all of a sudden, he's scared. He's so terrified. Yeah. he can't yeah. even make. He he's can't about even make Yeah. yeah oh, right. it's so great. Yeah. yeah. So cool. All right,
3: gentlemen, we tredged the Jaws waters. I think we did uh, as good a job as we could. We 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 shot three barrels into this bad boy, <laughs> and uh, I think it, uh, I think it landed. Anything else that we want to throw out there, Jawsworthy? Are we ready to to take this baby home? I'm ready. If you can remember, this is still an A Man for All Seasons (laughs) podcast. Wait, that was today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, as we always say, this is not a who should have won podcast, but at the end of every episode, we do brush on the other nominees that went up against the week's winner. And that week's winner was A Man for All Seasons in 1966. And these are the other movies that went up against it. So you guys can just kind of, if you've heard of them, if you've seen it, bring it up. If not, you know, we'll just kind of read the synopsis. And we're going to start with The Sand Pebbles. <laughs> Gentlemen. Nope. The Sand Pebbles. Sorry. Has not anyone doubt Pebbles.
2: Yeah. I love Pebbles. I love free Pebbles.
3: The Sand Pebbles. Directed by Robert Wise. In 1926, a U.S. naval engineer gets assigned to a gunboat on a rescue mission in war-torn China. Sure. Okay, there that, we go.
2: Okay, that title does not match the original no. story of Sand Pebbles.
3: Another boat movie, though. Alfie hmm.
1: is another one. Oh, I know the great remake. Movie. Brendan has great seen Alfie, starring well, Michael. Well, I've Cain. seen the remake with uh, Michael Caine. Jude long. long. Oh wait, uh, oh, did, well, did you right, say oh, here,
3: Did you say Michael Caine? Michael Caine was
1: yeah, bad
0: wasn't it very young. No, yeah, nominated for Best
3: Act. An unrepentant ladies' man gradually begins to understand the consequences of his lifestyle. Okay, right. that brings us to The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming. It's that's a name two of two titles one? in one. The Russians Are Coming, I mean, exclamation point, The Russians Are Coming. I
1: guess that's uh, Cold War era, right? Yeah. There's, I mean, I'll give you, there's <laughs> no propaganda in any of that, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
3: Directed by Norman Jewison, starring Alan Arkin.
1: Oh, it's called, oh, wow. Also right?
3: Without hostile intent, a Soviet submarine runs aground off New England. Men are sent for a boat, but many villagers go into a tizzy, risking bloodshed. <laughs> I don't use the word tizzy that often, but this is what they went I into. I like it. That's okay, good. and then that brings us to a more... Uh, recognizable movie I think I don't know if I have not seen it myself Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf
2: That's 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 considered
0: a classic Of it Never seen it Directed by Mike Nichols
3: Starring Richard Burton Who was very nearly in A Man for All Seasons in the Paul Schofield role It is a bitter aging couple with the help of alcohol use their young house guests to fuel anguish and emotional pain towards each other over the course of a distressing night.
0: Interesting.
3: So, yeah, yeah, won five all,
0: Oscars. Yeah. yeah, Interesting. that was mm-hmm. a big one, I know. Yeah, yeah, good. All right.
3: Okay, so that's, uh, those are the 1966 nominees. This was the best picture podcast for A Man for All Seasons and Jaws. Guys, I had fun with this one. This
1: Closing one, thoughts, Brendan? I had a lot of fun on this one. I think we had great dynamic going here and I think everything tied together.
2: Yeah, it was a good, it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's always great to talk about one of your, you know, it's always great to talk about your favorite movie and geek out about it. This was no exception. This is yes. great. Yeah, it was it? What do you envision when you started this that we eventually get to talk about Jaws? And I, I mean, I was, I was hoping for some kind of spotlight episode. And you were gracious enough to. Uh, well, I feel like me, me, and Chris bringing it up in every you episode. Had to, ever, yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. I don't think
0: there was one time we I didn't bring it up. Yeah, in, in I, I, any I, of the ones I so tried, before. I tried to.
3: You like do. Andy Dufresne writing letters. Eventually, I had to answer them. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, I we got we our, we got our
1: library. I would appreciate a Velociraptor in there somewhere. Well, the
3: maybe <laughs> a teaser for a future episode. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have to say. But gentlemen, hey, two movies, one podcast. We did a hell of a job. Go, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> How did
0: you forget about me? Chris, closing thoughts. I had a great time. Of course, Grant and I could talk about this movie probably for another couple hours. Probably, Chris. Yeah. Uh, However, uh, what was interesting to me is the connections we made to, you know, Man for All Seasons. They're, they have more of a, uh, yeah. a connection than I thought. Yeah, you know? it, ended which, up, it ended up time Which time. really was cool. I thought that was really interesting. The BPC
3: so. universe is very vast. You know, we find, uh, we find ways to tie yeah. this stuff together I
0: thought it. Robert Shaw would be the only connection, but yeah. we found out that no, thematic.
3: thematically, yeah. it, was, it was similar. Very cool. You know? yeah. very so. cool. Uh, gentlemen, I had a blast as always. Uh, I never uh, am short to say that at the end of this. Two movies, one podcast. We did a hell of a job making it work. Next time, though, I think we're going to need a bigger boat. I'll see you guys later, all right? (laughs)